Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday show, is what we're calling it. <laughs> I'm Walter David. And I'm James Chen. How's everybody going out there? But before we start, I do want to say one thing really quick. Okay. This beautiful shot right here was uh -huh. by Vexeny, uh, Stephanie Lindgren, and uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful shot. And uh, currently, she is up for nomination Ooh. on the esportsawards.com slash vote for uh, greatest photo best photographer greatest best photographer in uh, esports yeah so if you can take the time head out there she has been creating some of the greatest shots I mean that tasty sieve shot the 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 buffalo shot yeah. I mean the arson ash I mean look look at those four are really yeah cool, I know right? Right? I mean, those uh, are two, she also had the best ones. Sonic Fox one from CB last year I remember. remember the one sure. so yeah definitely um, you know take the time to go and vote her in and everything like that because she's been doing an awesome job anyways there you go that's really cool awesome yeah. Yeah, i'm glad that you pointed that out yeah. <laughs> so what we're going to be talking about most today is evo 2019 it happened mm -hmm. it's come and gone yet another evo <laughs> At this point, it feels like it's about once a month, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I know, right? right? It feels like that. So <laughs> That's about the age I'm at. Uh -huh. uh, we'll talk about the event itself and yada yada. We'll talk about the results, of course. We'll talk about all the announcements that happened. There were a ton. Then after that stuff, we'll talk about some of the problems. Unfortunately, there were some this year. Yes. We will talk about the some other community and game stuff, SFL voting, which we didn't actually get to last time. We'll talk about the fact that a bunch of games have new characters and patches. There's just, it is a jam-packed episode yeah. of the Tuesday show on I mean, here on Thursday night. God, Evo is, they just have everything, basically. They just, oh, that's still, should I turn the volume down on that, or? I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it during the break. Thanks for the subscription, Kaiser Freak. Yes. So, let's talk about Evo. Maybe before we get to the results and whatnot. How? How'd you, was it fun? I mean, look, the craziest <laughs> thing about it is, like, from my standpoint, I felt like EVO went really well this year. I thought this was yeah. probably one of the strongest EVOs in a long time. Top eights were all really good. Um, they got a lot of great people to help run the event. So, like, for example, I know Reyna, who is a massive TO. She's, like, one of the head TOs of Frosty Faustings, which is one of the craziest things, was hired to take care of the side tournament stuff. Right, right. And you know how all the past years you've always heard side tournaments, like, we're not getting the time, we ran late, blah, blah. I've heard nothing from them. You're right. I've heard absolutely nothing from them, and uh, that's always a good thing. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> and, like, their stuff ran on the side streams really well. I saw the Sailor Moon's finals are really hype and everything, so I felt like everything ran. They paid all the judges. They did. They ended up paying the judges. Yeah, yeah. And that was just kind of a surprise. So like That's someone, so cool. someone in the in the uh, apparently at the judge meeting was like, "Hey, if it only takes me three shifts." to get the Sunday tickets, what's the why do I want to do the, a fourth one? Like, why would I want to volunteer for okay. a fourth one? Why would I do the minimum? And apparently, like, Tony Khan was like, just wait till the end. <laughs> and then they went through the whole thing, and at the very end, Tony was like, we're paying everybody. So everybody got money for every pool that they managed to do. So shout-outs to, to Evo for that. So, shout out to uh, so it sounds like Curly W did help out a little bit with the anime Evo. They didn't did have enough really? space and stuff like that. But, I mean, for the most part, it's not like the Marvel blow-ups that we've had in the past. No, and everything, it certainly so. seemed to run very smoothly. Yeah. I don't think anything went overly late. Some stuff went a little late, but like no big deal. Right. Uh -huh. And 
I didn't hear of like any blow-ups in the, how the pools were run. I didn't hear about yeah. like electricity problems. I didn't hear there about was water. Nothing like, was running late. The top eights yeah. all happened relatively on time and yeah. everything like that. Maybe half an hour yeah, late. Right, a little max. bit, but not yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It really seemed like it was a very solidly run event. Yeah, and for something that was as big as this was, it was the second biggest sort of entry numbers of evil, but probably the most in terms of people there yeah. in reality, even compared to 2016. I mean, and yet it seems to run really well. Every year that I go to Evo, I remember that there's big crowds, but this year, for some reason, when I walked in there, it felt bigger. I, I agree with it you. Yeah, weird. it was it was gigantic. Yeah, mm-hmm. even as big as the space is, and it's huge, somebody described it as like an aircraft hangar, which I think is pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, it still felt pretty crowded. Yeah, it was it was really impressive, and man, let me tell you something. That artist alley grew by so much. It was so good. Oh, dude, they had so much good artwork over there and everything. And they did. Last year, I took a picture of every booth and tweeted them out. I was like, I'm gonna do that again this year. So my first two hour break, I ran out there, started taking. Pi- I didn't finish. I didn't finish taking all the pictures of the booths. Now, granted, you know, I kept getting stopped by people. Oh wow! So, you know. <laughs> happens you know when you're i mean come on come on right no but i mean it did take a while to take all the pictures and then i even on my next break i went and finished the rest of it It took me like about two and a half hours to get through all of the booths and then it took me like i didn't even write anything before i wrote last year i wrote like a description like hey check out this artwork here lots of plushies i didn't even do that i just tweeted out their Twitter and pictures still took me like almost an hour, an hour and a half just to tweet out that thread. That's how many people were there. And it was super cool. And a lot of people, a lot of the artists came by and saw me and were like, thank you and all that stuff like that. A lot of them were like, please let me know if you're taking a picture next time so I don't have this terrible face. (laughs) Right, right. That that makes sense. (laughs) I was like, fair, okay. I really liked some of them, though. I thought some of the art there was some of the cooler stuff that I've seen in a while. Like there was a pixel art like 3d not 3d i forget how you phrased Dude, it yeah, yeah. but layered 2.5 pixel art, D, yeah or something, something like that that, that was sam- actually incredible the samurai showdown Naka, yeah, the, the Halmer and, and Nakaru. do it looks so sick. it really did look a really yeah. good yeah and there was a lot of great stuff there uh, i also spent a bunch of time hanging out at uh hitbox and oh cool paradise arcade oh nice nice so okay. i really wanted to try the new cross-up that oh. hitbox is coming out with which is the um, joystick that also has directional buttons on the button side of the I stick. I wanted to try that. I forgot to try it. And it was cool. I played it for a little bit. I'm not sure. I mean, for me, it doesn't work because I want to use Hitbox for more ergonomic reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. I certainly get why, if you're somebody who had stick, that it could be useful. Yeah. For sure. I mean, for me, like... I would use that thing for Tekken for right. That makes that makes absolute sense. Tekken for free, and and to be fair, that might be the only one that I might use it for. Except now, depending on how it works and everything like that, I mean, you might be able to find some tricky ways to use it in other fighting games. Instant air dashing might be a good one, Mm. for example. Like I feel like that would probably be better for instant air dashing. Yeah, I can see that. Anime games, you know, you can just do it with your right hand, like, really quick, and then just kind of go. I can see that. And um, also for, like, even just, like, if you're holding... uh, I wonder... Oh, that'd be weird. What if down back you just held back and then held down on the... On your finger to down block, and then that way if you wanted to stand block overheads, you just let go of a button. 
I'm already playing Hitbox. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but for joystick users, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, yeah. like, there'd be a lot of interesting new techniques that you could come up with sure. with that, you know, and I'm just thinking of them right now. So. That makes sense. So I think that's interesting. By the way, they have a Kickstarter that just launched today, so mm-hmm. check that out if you are interested. It's uh, just, it's like kickstarter.com slash hit the hitbox cross up just mm-hmm, search mm-hmm, for it mm-hmm. if you are curious um, actually they're most of the way towards the goal geez oh really I literally, it's literally from today and it's oh, almost dang. already at $38,000 okay. so check it out it's probably anyway. all tech and players <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm just kidding uh, I think that's really cool the other thing that I looked at was the the fascinating project that um, uh, Paradise, Paradise Arcade Shop Magenta Paradise Arcade Shop is working on no I talked about the Magenta the stick no, I'm talking about um, the... I talked about that before. I'm talking about the flat one that they've made. Did you see that? Hmm. Oh. It's not the, not the gaming gen one, right? This guy. Yeah, that's the one. I thought that was a gaming... Oh, did they team up with gaming gen then? I guess I think it's, it's like, just Paradise Yeah, 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 yeah. Shops, okay, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, now, I talked with the dude from Paradise Arcade Shop... Shop, I don't know why I keep saying that. Last year, maybe early this year, and I was like, look, I'm really trying to find a way to make my stick as flat as possible. I think it's so cool that keyboards are a height that I can use ergonomically and they make a lot of sense. I don't like the fact that sticks, I have to have my hands at a minimum two inches above where my lap is. There's just no way to get around that with current tech. Um, so, and I think not just because I talked to him about it, but he was already also thinking about it. He has created basically what is a keyboard PCB and oh. kind of stuck it in the middle of this uh, Lexan and wooden bottom and Lexan top. Yep. And the middle of it is just this keyboard PCB that he has created. And, and he uses, uh, I think, cherry switches, um, but the, the button caps are just regular button caps, but they don't have the sides of the usual buttons, which yeah, is where yeah, most yeah. of the depth of the uh, button comes uh, from. There, that's just the top. He just bezeled it into the top, right? Right. So, you, right. So you can see this. This is genius. This is going to be a. This switch. is this is, this a is game be changer. the lock switch right here. This is like perfect for traveling. This is a. This, is, in my opinion, is the most important new joystick tech since the hitbox came out. Mm-hmm. I think this is this is an absolute for sure game changer. The whole thing is an inch thick or less. Right. Well, so here's Three one quarters thing. Of an inch. I, I feel like this is good for traveling. One of the things that I worry about is that a lot of people do like sticks with heft. So oh, it it's got heft. It doesn't move on your lap as much. Yeah. I mean, this thing's not as heavy as some of the other ones, right? I, I'm so. sure that's true. It's not like the hoary right. giant thing, right? Uh, but it is it felt as heavy to me as most sticks, okay, I would say. Okay, okay. But maybe that's because it has very nice wood on the back yeah. of it, pretty heavy wood. Well, the nice thing about it, too, is that we were able to talk to one of the main designers about this yeah. very early on, and uh, I had talked to him about some of my concerns yeah. as well, uh, namely that the buttons on the top are all the same size and everything, and so he was thinking about making maybe this middle one's a little bit smaller, so that way it's easy to know what's left or right without having to look down just through feel and stuff like that. And um, I think that's going to be super important as well. It's so smart, and I really want one. What I really want is to design my own split box version of it. 
And like I said, this is these are things that I was thinking about, and I was just like, I don't have the tech to like make this, and now he's got it. David, though, how are you going to carry a burrito in this thing? <laughs> this is not a burrito container. That's true. I'd have to give up the burrito carrying ability. That's a good point. Man, can you sacrifice the burrito that's, you know, yeah, carrying? That's, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. But dude, seriously, um, this is amazing. What, what 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 I would do is on the bottom, I wouldn't have this like sheen the uh, the wood there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I would put some felt or whatever on the yeah, bottom yeah, so it doesn't yeah, move yeah, all yeah. over the place. But right, whatever, that's easily fixable stuff. Yeah, and probably awesome. You know, one of the things that you could probably do if they don't do it themselves is add some places like in the corner where you can attach a strap or something like. Strap that would to, be great. Rubber right. feet mm-hmm. would be great. Like, yeah. there's certainly some things, but the what, what basic should, idea is awesome. What they should do is like. Uh, maybe try to make it modular or something so that you could buy a lot of like DLC costumes. You know Dude, what I mean? What, what like, I told him was that I wish that he could have it so that the it would just be in halves and then you could just stick the two halves together with just some whatever right, old computer right, right. Uh, 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 connector and you could mix and match thereby. Right, right. right. Your left and your right and whatever mm-hmm, angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, you got to get through the prototype first, but yeah, that's exactly that's, that's awesome. That's that's, I wanted to highlight that. I think right that is there. important. Yeah, new it's tech. really really cool stuff. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, right? I mean, as time moves on, I mean, I had someone even ask me on Twitter once. They were like, "Do you think Hitbox is cheating?" I was like, "No, it's just like the logical progression of controls." You know, it's like we have to consider what's happening. You know to optimize everything. It was designed from a day where it made sense to have a joystick for cardinal directions because it just was intuitive. Yeah. Because the thing about it is, the one thing I will say about Hitbox is it is a translation thing. It's a brain-to-finger translation sure. because it's 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 more of an abstract kind of concept. Why is down in the middle of left and right? Why is up at the bottom? You know, these kind right. of things. And, like, these are things that you just have to mentally get through once you get used to it it's fine the joystick is you just go to the joystick it's like i want to go this direction you're right it's very very clear but that's optimal for casual kind of you know situations and i wouldn't suggest any arcade fighting game ever switch away from a joystick for example but if you're a professional fighting game player and you want to optimize your play and you want to win this is the way to go this is absolutely the way to go (laughs) and in fact Probably the optimal way would be a hitbox with those four extra buttons, but that's technically illegal. <laughs> yeah. So, I, like I said, for me, it might actually be the, the cross-up might actually be the optimal controller for me. That makes sense. In For that reason, so. All right. Well, I just thought that was cool to bring up. So, the rest of my time in Vegas was cool, although it was a little bit less long than typically. Because yeah, 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 usually yeah. I come in on Wednesday. This time I came in on Thursday. So I didn't have, like, the Vegas night before Evo started. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that said, I still hung out with some friends and had fun. I but enjoyed it. You what? did not get accosted by grasshoppers. No, I didn't. There were no grasshoppers. They had been blown, literally blown out of town. <laughs> so they had been blown into town by a storm, and then they were blown out of town by a storm right before we got there. Right, like literally flooding danger, but yeah. that storm blew all the grasshoppers yeah. out. I mean, my the day one, before. one of my best friends who had the rental car for the weekend, uh, 
you know, was driving around and he said he hit one grasshopper, but oh, no. it's just one guy left behind and stuff, so. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, the locust ended up not being that big of a deal. Did you try any of the games that were there? There were some indie games being shown off. No, I did not get to try a lot of that stuff. I did visit as many of the booths that I could. I said hi to the 86 guys, for example. I yeah. said hi to some of the one up arcade guys. You know, I saw Skullgirls had the booth there. You know, I visited all the booths that I can, uh, I could in, ahead of time, so. Uh, oh, thanks for the sub. It's really weird. So I did. I didn't try it, but uh, I saw Blazing Strike there, and that yeah, looks pretty yeah, cool. They have a Kickstarter going. You can check out um, it, the, oh, the art on it. I thought looked really good. Uh, Punch Planet was there. I thought that that one looked really good. Did you see who won Punch Planet tournament? No. Core Gaming. Oh, really? Core okay. Gaming won the Punch Planet tournament. Oh, that's that cool. Was there, so there you go. That's awesome. And then there was also another one. Metal Revolution? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 thank yeah, you. Yeah, I was just looking yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, that one's cool. The one where they have a grappler named Graham. <laughs> G-R-A-H-A-M? Yep. It's like this game. I didn't game. ask him what that was about. Right, right? Yeah, you know, I, have, uh, I, I feel like uh, I don't want to find out because it's, it's going to end up being that it's totally unrelated to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just happy to live my life thinking that I'm the reason that there's a grappler named Graham. Right. <laughs> I'm cool with that. That's fine, that's fine. Just like the fact that in... Um, uh, you know, when Street Fighter 3 came out, there was a character named Alex, and Vi was like, come on. Come on. And then, and then in Rival Schools, there was a character named Daigo, like right oh, at that oh, same time. So, I mean. Oh, it's obvious. Right. Clearly. It's, these aren't just popular, Clearly. usual, normal names. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Name for Graham Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, well, one thing I would say, in addition that, because uh, that I wanted to bring up, that uh, Best One is bringing up. Yeah. It's hard to see people at Evo now. Dude, it's impossible. It's so hard. There were a lot of people who I was hoping to see. I didn't see Flo the whole time. Yeah, I, I, I wish I had seen him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted uh -huh. to see him, and there were some other people who I wish you I had know, seen him. You know, he was one did. round away from sending Clear Lamp to losers. I didn't. I did hear about that. <laughs> when I saw him after <laughs> oh, Clear Lamp won the tournament, I walked up to Flo. I was like, "Hey, did you hear this Clear Lamp guy won this tournament?" And he was like, "I'm so mad right now." Flo got second place in yeah. uh, the theoretically, the right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh -huh. Um, nice. Yeah, no, it's so crowded now, yeah. and there are so many people. But that's awesome, and and I met, as happens each year, a ton of people whose first Evo was. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, and a ton and of you people. know, and again, it's really interesting here because you know we've been having this conversation, right? So my best friends flew in from out of town yeah. to come and play in this tournament, right? What's interesting here, and I know a lot of this has been a lot of conversations with a lot of people, like Combo Breaker is definitely a superior tournament because. Evo doesn't take care of the players and everything, and it's just not. Okay. The funny thing is, like my friends were talking about, hey, we might not be able to make it to Evo next year, so we'll choose another tournament. Why don't we go to Combo Breaker? And I was like, actually, that would be terrible for you guys because there's literally nothing to do because they're not going to play. They're not going right, to yeah. play that much. Yeah, right? you said that they played. I, th I thought that they were just there for spectating. They're there for spectating, yeah, okay. mostly, right? And so what would happen if they went to come? Because one of them was like, I'll bring my family because it's in Chicago. We can go hit up all the Chicago <laughs> I stuff. I was there for this. And yeah. I was like, uh... It's kind of a schlep. Not really, right? right? So 
Evo still serves this giant demographic of people who go there because everybody I talked to was like, this has been the craziest. Oh my God, this is amazing. I've never seen it. It's like I said, it's such a celebration of fighting games. You know, you go there and if you don't play, it's wonderful because you have things to buy, you have things to try and things to see. You get great matches to watch constantly. Like worst case, you're in Vegas and there's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's very, very different. So, you know, yeah, that's true. One of my best friends did say he's going to try to play next year. So I Oh, that's sick. Really that's cool, cool, dude. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's just interesting to me, you know, that I, one of the reasons why that I do love Evo so much is for that reason is because it yeah. gives that people that kind of experience, you know. I was just thinking while I was in the arena on Sunday how different my experience is now at Evo compared to how it was a decade ago, yeah, 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 15 yeah. years ago, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. It's not at all the same thing, really. And yet, for all those people whose first time it was, or who have been going now for three years, they've yeah, been in the arena, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they might consider themselves, like, oh yeah, I go to Evo every year, it's been three years now, right? For all of them, this is the Evo experience. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I don't know, the difference in my mind of like <laughs> me remembering Evo when it was at Cal Poly versus Evo now. Thing. It's just like so different. Cal Poly it's was just like, hey, 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 yeah. hey, hey. Well, hey, to be honest, I know? didn't know anybody. Oh, that's I, right. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. hadn't been playing for very long. Right, so I knew true, like a few true. people, but yeah. so I made I made friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fast, and then those people have been people I've known for yeah. For me, literally, years, when so. I was my when I was self appointed official Evo photographer. Yeah. Everywhere I went, every picture I took, there was somebody I knew of in the picture. You know, that's just the way it was. It's just not like that anymore. I don't know no. anybody there. No, yeah. It's crazy. But I, not, not to say it's a bad thing. I just think it's interesting to think about the difference yeah. in experiences between, mm-hmm. you know, when we started and now people mm-hmm, who have been mm-hmm. going there for three years. It's you know? very, very different. So. But, uh, yeah, no. It's huge in there. Man, they, they uh, speaking of the arena, they had a different layout this year. It was the same as last year. Oh, I didn't go last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I didn't like it as much. Really? From you the viewing the experience. Middle. Yeah, I felt that my neck was constantly craning well, and pretty annoying. <laughs> one of the nice things about it was is it made the floor seats a lot better, and it gave it that more of the old-school feel to it. So the, I actually really liked mm, it. Okay. And then also allowed the commentators to have that side, you know, over there. Because before, the floor seats, you were, like, staring at the bottom of the stage and stuff like that. So this one felt like the old ballroom stuff style which i really like the problem was the the rafter seats were the problem because they were yeah. sideways oriented yeah right? which is where i was sitting right so <laughs> you know cheap seats next there. time you better get some floor seats then you oh, know dude. i mean seriously yeah because yeah uh just like uh some uh cone is saying in the chat in 2017 i felt like the floor seats weren't great I, I was there in 2017. I disagree. I, I enjoyed it myself, but well, you like the oh, even in the middle. The, the yeah, seat? that's what I prefer oh, okay, for sure. Okay, but I mean, anyway, that's that's cool if you that's if you prefer this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the arena. Look, the only like hitches that I would say I noticed at Evo with the, as a tournament were on Sunday, and there were you know there were like some the staggering audio videos, glitches. Yeah, video the glitch. Winning Street Fighter. Right, five. right, right. Apparently that was a glitch. That's what I was told. <laughs> No, there was some stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know uh-huh. if that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, dude, Didn't, like nobody in the arena cared about that. Past look, five let's just put later. it this way: when we were driving to see EO from Orlando, we had the stream of the Democratic primary on. That's right. And we were watching it, and they're like, "Let's go to blah in the audience and talk to people." Oh, I can, remember this. Can you yeah. hear us? Right. What? 
<laughs> went, actually, we're just gonna stay here for now. I'm not, dude. Banner's even the Democrats, like the freaking government, can't even get the stream. Like that's the that's gonna major happen. Major corporation, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that is that's gonna so, happen. I don't think it's that so. big of a deal. Yeah. But I did I did really like a lot of what they did in the arena. I yeah. really liked the the karaoke. Is I thought it that was gonna hilarious. Kill? Is it is it gonna kill? Thing was hilarious. By the way, I was one hundred percent. Oh, were you? Yep. Okay. I'm just gonna the, say uh, this. I'm expecting my royalties at some point in time, Seglia. So you know, uh-oh. I'm gonna come after you here. For I had no idea about that. You might need to find your own attorney for that. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Tenno's my client, so... Damn! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Slow-mo, slow-down, showdown, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome, uh, yeah. All these things, all these, like, interactive things were so cool. Mm-hmm. Because during the breaks, typically, in the arena, you're just sitting there. You're just waiting. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's not great. So they found a way to make it engaging for the people who are still there without, like, having stuff that the people at home would really miss out on right, that much. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it, just, it made the in seat, the in-house enjoyment factor yeah. really, really it was cool. Great. So, Very yeah. smart idea. And the best thing about it is that is it going to kill segment? They ended with the Daigo Perry. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, kill, yeah, kill. Yeah. Got you it. Know? <laughs> Yeah. It was actually really great. I thought that was very yeah. cool. They even brought back the uh, two-hit combo. Oh, my God. But they didn't and then finish they, it. No, I, was, I know. Uh-huh. But they can't finish it. Yeah, it's, it's 20-some minutes I just, I just wish that they had, like, slowly faded it out, but it was just like... Yeah, and right it was like... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it was over. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, I'll be honest. When I was in the crowd for that, and my friends who I was sitting with were not familiar with that video. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And all uh, the people around us... As I was explaining it to my friends, I was like, you know, probably talking loudly, and people uh-huh. behind me and around me were like, "Oh wow, James, James made combo videos," and then it like Jay Chenzor pops up on the yeah, on the screen, uh, right? Uh, and I could hear a lot of people around me like being yeah. like, "Oh, yeah." Uh, a lot yeah. of people don't know the history right yeah, there. Yeah, so. that was very interesting as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I should tweet that out and be like, "Hey, if you want to watch the rest of you this should. video." You know, that actually would be like a good that. idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah. So. Um, I didn't really get what they wanted people to do for the little, like, noodle eating combo contest. I didn't see that Oh, one. they just put a camera on people, and they had, like, a fork, like, on the screen, mm-hmm. and they wanted people They wanted people to show their combo. But I don't know what that meant in right, the context yeah. of, like, noodles with mm-hmm, the fork. Mm-hmm. It would have been better if they... I didn't get it. So, they, so some people did, like, punches, right, and some people uh, were like... Eating the yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Some people well, they, they probably needed to do like Ryan Gosling won't eat his ramen instead. <laughs> You've seen those? No. Before. Ryan Gosling won't eat a cereal. You haven't seen that? I, know, I have not. Okay, you. It's something I would please enjoy. Google, okay, all right, we'll please do. Google that series because Ryan Gosling will not eat his cereal is like one of the most hilarious things. You got ever. it. Oh my god. Will do. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, yeah, it was cup noodle sponsorship. Honestly, sponsorship. obviously, you know, we're gushing about this. There were some issues. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll talk about these things. Of but course. for the most part, I felt like this was one of the most successful Evos for yeah. a while. Which, ironically, I feel like this is also the one they got in the most trouble with yeah. a lot of other people. But, but I you think know. that those might not be entirely unrelated. Some of the reasons that things got bad mm-hmm. were that the scene is so big. 
that mm-hmm. that news that's made at Evo is now like news. Oh, that's right. And oh, there are way more people. And while there's always been grime in the scene mm-hmm. and bad people and so forth, now there's so many people that the likelihood of you finding one or two is even higher than before. And we're not even sure if some of the people were even part of. They the might scene, not even be right? involved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so. I, I think I think the the fact that it is new and great and they did a great job is not unrelated to the fact that there were also these mm-hmm, issues. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all I want yeah. to say. Uh, before we even get to the results or anything like yeah. that, just in terms of what I did in Vegas and stuff yeah. like this. On Monday, like I said, my best friends are here. Usually we go to the race course. They oh, the day after Evo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they usually treat me to driving around. We decided not to do that this year because I just kind of wasn't in the mood for it and everything like that. So what we did instead is we went to an escape room. Oh, cool. I have never done an escape room Me neither. Before. And so this was one that was designed for smaller groups. It's called Lost Game. And the next time you're in Vegas, I 100% recommend it. Because mm. they it's like Resident Evil puzzles. Like you do things and like it triggers things and things fall. And like, oh, yeah? you know, like it was cool. so much fun. And in fact, they had two rooms there. So we did the first one, part one, basically. And uh, we beat it with a with only like one hint. And uh, we beat it so quickly, though. I mean, we had like 15 minutes left out of the hour or something. But it was so much fun that we were like... Let's do room number two. Mm-hmm. So we scheduled room number two for way later at night. We went and ate. We came back, and then we did room number two. It was super fun. That's cool. It was really, and it was just the stuff that they did was so clever. And my friends had done other escape rooms okay. before, but they were like, "This is clearly like, like the, their favorite one." Oh, that's and stuff awesome. Like that. Okay, and we I'm glad did you guys some, enjoyed it. We did some of the stuff in like the goofiest ways that we weren't supposed to solve certain puzzles. Cool. And the guys, like, afterwards, we were just talking with them. They're like, yeah, we've never seen anybody do that before. <laughs> that was hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> we were doing a... Yeah, that's right. And on the second one, we got out with 10 seconds left. Ooh. We, 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 we ended it, and we were like, how much time? They're like, literally seconds. And wow. We were like, yes. That's cool. So, yeah. well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really uh, fun. I didn't do that much. That was real Vegasy this time. Mm-hmm. I think I just basically hung out with friends, and... Didn't go to either of the parties that you could have gone to. Uh, yeah. So I did go to the Red Bull party, but we'll talk about that later on. So. Um, I didn't go to any of the suites. I basically kept it. I just was hanging out with some friends and then went to sleep. Like, wasn't anything too big, but that's all I wanted to do, that's so I was happy about that. Okay. Because um, honestly, like, I didn't even have time to hang out with friends a lot of times. I felt like I was doing stuff in every break. During the day, that's how I felt, mm. but then at night, I definitely Oh, uh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. There were panels as well. I didn't get to see any of them. And also I heard that, unfortunately, the copies of the recordings are not great. Oh, no. That's what I was okay. told. I haven't okay. taken a look yet, but I heard that they're a little spotty. Okay. I, I really wanted to do the Women in FGC panel. Yeah. I heard that one was packed. I heard that one was very full, and it yeah. went very, very well. That's what I heard, too. And a lot of good lessons there. I mean, which we'll probably We'll definitely talk about yeah. that stuff. Uh-huh. Also, thanks to WB for letting us try... Nightwolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah. too, but uh, I just think that's that was cool. We got to actually try them. We we got like some actual esports exclusivity. That's a rare. I rare know, item. right? Rare item. Yeah, and not only that, but I heard like we're one of the only ones that went and looked at frame data and turned on the frame data stuff. Dude, I've watched. And put the move list. I up watched there. Aquaman's and I watched Honeybees. I haven't yet watched Ketchup and Mustards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those guys didn't put the frame data on. Come on! Like, what guys. are y'all doing? What are, have you played on. Mortal Kombat before? Like, <laughs> what, what is this? Noobs? Come, I mean, come on! 
Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I also did a lot of interviews and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I had, I had a know, couple as well. Score esports and like Twitter mm-hmm. gaming, mm-hmm. and then uh, mm-hmm. did one for the for the 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 Sony PlayStation stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah so anyway, there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Cool. Shout out Anything to else? Richard Suono, by the way. I love this shirt. Oh, so I did see him after all. I saw him in the arena. Nice. Okay, okay, And it okay. was too late, cause, so he had apparently wanted to meet me the day yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. to like make a make some art, uh-huh, which I was uh-huh. like, I think that's, would be, that would be awesome, but right. I didn't have time to go over and see him. And then I just happened to run into him uh, in the arena, and he was like, what are your favorite characters mm-hmm. in fighting games? Q. Zangief? Q. Zangief. Dalsum? Cyrax. Mm. And Iron Tiger. Okay, okay. That's okay. my lineup. Alright, interesting. Not even Dalsum anymore. Not Dalsum. Huh? Dalsum is my favorite, is my second favorite archetype. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't care about Dalsum as Dalsum. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I just want his own people. That's all I care about. So look at this. It's Cammy holding Felicia, dude. I mean, how, how much perfect of a shirt could I possibly have here? Makes like, a, it's a good one. It's like it's definitely. Like, this is like the James Chen shirt. I think basically. Potemkin's boring personally. I think he's yeah. a boring grappler. But Tager, oh my god, he has magnet hands. Have you heard about this guy? Uh, let's talk about the results. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. There's a lot of stuff. There's way too much stuff. In fact, it's Evo, um, and maybe we'll briefly go over some of the community stuff, but uh, probably not all of them. So, in I guess we'll go in reverse order. Or do you want to go from? Chronological order. Uh, let's just do chronological. Let's All right, do chronological. we'll do chronological order. We're gonna do the main nine games first, basically. Then, right? Sure. Okay. So, Utoto B and E Utoto won Soul Calibur Six with Voldo. Uh, I've gone back now and watched most of that top eight, and there was a lot of really close matches. Like it did not need to turn out as it did. Yeah, based God, or is it Blue God? Blue God. Blue God sorry, based God. <laughs> Blue God from Southern California. Yeah you know, made it all the way to grand finals. And again, you know, U.S. was not considered to probably do particularly well in this tournament. And the ones that were were like Linkors and stuff, mm. and he didn't make top eight. But uh, Blue God, I mean, he beat Linkors in, in in NCR and stuff like that, so obviously very strong. Yeah. But he made it to grand finals, he reset the bracket, right. and then it he just ran out of fuel at that point, and Utoto just kind of downloaded him and, and took him out but shout outs to Blue God great job to yeah. us there I thought that top 8 was so cool to watch there was so it was Utoto Blue God then Skill Woes um, Voldo as well Mitsurugi Raphael Maxi Cervantes 2B Shanghua and Ivy yeah. were all in that top I'm eight. super awesome. happy for Kayane as well yeah she made top 8 she got ninth place uh, the last time Soul Calibur was at Evo and then yeah. she got top 8 here and you know I know a lot of people have been talking about oh you know she's she's past her time or whatever like that but you know having her be I think she's the Soul France representative or was there one or in the top 8 I think that's true but no I think Skill actually is French oh Skill is yeah. French okay okay yeah, yeah yeah but yeah she oh Skill okay yeah yeah but, um, yeah, it was awesome to see her do that. So, uh, shout-outs to Kayani. I'm, like, really happy for her. Yeah, she you, was very happy Did you see the clip well. where she made it to top eight? Like, how, how ecstatic she was, dude? I did. Oh, I thought that was awesome. So, like I said, Woe's fourth, Tamanegi and Shen Chan fifth, and seventh were Kayani insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch. I never see Shen Chan's name. I'm always thinking... Is that the magician? But that was uh, Shin Lim, who was this amazing magician, just, like, the most ridiculous magician. But that's another story, so... And you had... So that was Friday night. Yes. That was a one-day, 750-person tournament. 
So, nice work. <laughs> yeah. And as far as I know, that ran without a hitch. I didn't hear about any yeah, problems. Yeah, so uh-huh. that's and impressive. started at time and everything, so yeah. shout-outs to them. Yeah. And Under Night in Birth was the next morning, and the winner was WP Clearlamp with Byakuya. Second was Oshohito with Seth. The second was Flo. Right? Okay, in a way, second was Flo. He could have done it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. When have I heard about Flo being close to taking out a major name and then not quite getting it? Has that ever happened? Oh, come, dude, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Uh, I'm really happy that Flo went out. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's I really mean, great. It's one of the first times he's entered yeah. a tournament in a long I'm, time. I'm, I'm so, happy and yeah, proud yeah. of him. So. He didn't actually make second place. He just no. was one round away from beating Clearlamp. He could have beaten Clearlamp in pools, I think. And changed the course of all of the, the yeah, things. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, I haven't watched most of this except for Grand Finals so far, oh, okay, and cool. the Grand Finals was really close. At, I don't think there was a bracket reset, but it was down to the final round in the first But this uh, was the most uh, nationally lopsided event. If I'm not mistaken, it was like seven Japan and like... Right, seven Japan and one Canada, I believe. Right, yeah, 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 that's what it was. So it was the most lopsided uh, one, so... So Hishigata got third, Kure fourth, Neji and Rikir, who's the Canadian, got fifth. Then seventh were Libekichi and Senaru. Yeah, and so basically, America's got to step up for Uniclear... You know, on the stage, the guy who was presenting, yeah, uh, you know how he pronounced it? He said Uniclair. Yeah. Uh, Uniclair. I think, I, I heard it, it's supposed to be clear. I got it from a Japanese-speaking person who, it was Corey Bell. He was like, yeah, I think it's Uniclear, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uniclear sounds like makeup. It definitely like, does. Like, yeah. like, I use Uniclair. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does sound like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that sounded like a really hype top eight because I was around while it was happening uh-huh, and I heard uh-huh. constant cheering and yelling. So, shout outs to that crowd. They right. seemed like they were really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You had, of course, Dragon Ball Fighters. That was really loud, too. That was an awesome, super fun top eight. I watched it and I had fun. How about that? Dude, I'm telling you right now, Sonic Fox Goichi is just. They make ev- like that storyline. So Goichi line. won it. Sonic Fox got second place. Yeah, and that storyline, which has just never gone away, is like the lifeblood of that game. Like I could watch those two play freaking like racquetball now, and I think I would just have the most fun ever. So we yeah. were in the room uh, getting ready to go down. I think you mm-hmm. had you had taken a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was I. Had, taking a break and I was working out like in the room and so mm-hmm. I was just about to go take a shower uh, and then before I took a shower I was like oh wait the winter's finals is coming on I really want to watch this and in my mind in retrospect I don't know why I was like yeah I just do this and then you'll take a shower there, you'll have plenty of time uh, and like half an hour later <laughs> I actually didn't have that much time for showering but I'm really glad that I watched it because it was a lot of fun it was very close back and forth good commentary by everybody yeah, that was great Jam and the Steves did great work on that together again, yeah, that was awesome God. so yeah it was like the fourth time they've commentated this year like, is that in so? like the last year because Steve is always on Tekken oh, now oh that's true right that's true. so he's never on the same game that right. Seijam well, I thought on. that went great yeah. Like I said, it was a lot of fun to watch. And watching Goichi used to be like this quiet guy. <laughs> yeah. And then he beat Sonic Fox in winners finals and he popped off and collapsed on the ground and he was like it looked like he had won the tournament already. And the thing about it is, you know, people were like, Oh, Sonic Fox hasn't been playing this game, but clearly he's been grinding the game beforehand to the point where he got back to grand finals. They played each other again and let me tell you, like you wanna talk about me crying. 
every time I see the ending of this tournament, like I tear up and I start crying because Goichi is a man who has won so many tournaments. Right. He has won everything. Like he's not a stranger to this. Like he's I've won this major. I've won this major. Blah blah blah. But then he fought Sonic Fox and he took him out and he instantly just lost it. Yeah. Like you, you just like his yeah. hands are he's trying to take off his glasses and stuff and his hands are shaking and he like collapses like down. Sonic Fox is just laughing and patting as, as Sonic Fox is prone to do. Yeah. Sonic Fox is the best, by the way. I'm like the you. fact that that happened. He's just like yeah, and he's like look. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, Sonic Fox will always try to beat his opponents. But if he loses, he's always happy for them. Right, yeah. Um, he I think that's really cool. Yeah, he hasn't won any main games at, at EVO until this one. Yeah. But Goichi's no stranger to he's winning won a thousand tournaments, events, right? Knows. But, like, this one, like, that's how much it meant to him. And he was just, he was done. Like, he was crying even in the, the trophy ceremony. Yeah. You can see him, he was crying. I'm starting to cry right now oh. just thinking about it and stuff like that. It was so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hats off to Goichi and Sonic Fox. It was a great, great series that they had. And hopefully will be ongoing. Uh, Fenrich third, Shanks got fourth. That's super cool for the European scene. Yeah. Fifth were Hero Hero and B, and then Chris G and Kazunoko got seventh. So Kazunoko had a lot of the success at the end of last year. Remember, yeah. he won a billion mm -hmm. Dragon Balls or whatever it was. And very cool for Chris to get into that top eight, too. Yeah. It was fun. It was so good. Actually, and honestly, like, Goichi Sonic Fox, I feel like is... Like I said, the only thing that I would hope is that Goichi at some point can become a pro at Mortal Kombat, and so we can keep it so going cool. there. But I know he's I not, think that's unlikely, he's but not focusing awesome. on the game as yeah. much and stuff, but you know, I think it would be awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. It would be so yeah. cool. It's definitely one of the two moments that almost made me cry. Well, actually, I did cry for the Goichi one the first time I saw it. Second one we'll get to in a little bit. We will. Immediately after that Dragon Ball Fighters top eight, Sonic Fox had to play in another top eight, which was Mortal Kombat Eleven, mm -hmm. and this one he took first place in. So mm -hmm. he wins Mortal Kombat at Evo yet again. He has never not won a Mortal Kombat at Evo that he entered. But he didn't win the injustices. No, but, but Mortal Kombat mm -hmm. he's never not won. Mm -hmm. That's pretty wild. Mortal Kombat is even game. when it was MK Nine, and it was like not. That wasn't, like, the game that he was, like, coming in yeah, on. Yeah, he was coming in uh, later than that, but there was still, like, a side tournament MK9. He won that. <laughs> just always I won. remember that was the first time I had heard of him, too. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. But, I mean, honestly, shout-outs to the... I mean, look, I'll tell you right now, out of every game at EVO, MK probably has the most consistent, like... Yeah, these are the guys. A lot yeah, of the guys you're probably all right about that. In here, so know? Dragon got second place. Fox and Dragon have had a really nice rivalry mm -hmm, in the MK scene mm -hmm. as well. They played at CEO, and Sonic Fox also won that. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Tekken Master got third. He's of course been in Grand Finals before. Oh, Dragon has won Evo before. Mm -hmm. uh, Deoxys is the only person in this top eight who has not been to Evo top dude, eight before. Shout out to Deoxys, dude, because he's one of those. Like, obviously, he played really well at. Um, which one was the event that had the 5v5? That was CB, right? Combo Breaker? Combo Breaker. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, been yeah. in top eights of the other ones. Yeah. And he uh -huh. won Showdown and he won Dream Act Dallas. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Evo, yeah. it's first time. Yeah, but I mean, I remember it because he looked so solid during that 15 yeah. versus 15. What was 15? 10 for 10. 10, 10 v 10. Yeah, that And was obviously awesome. been playing really well. He's really young, so shout outs to him. 
Then Foxy Grandpa fifth and Tweety were fifth. They've both made top eights before. Mm-hmm. Foxy well, Tweety made, got uh, signed up Panda Global. They both made grand huh? finals actually. So Tweety got signed. So Panda. not exactly. I think what I understand is that he. Oh, I don't remember the, his main team, but this was a one-off mm-hmm. for Panda Global. Okay. okay I don't okay, think this okay. is a long-term. Okay. He okay. has a long-term sponsor. Gotcha, if gotcha. you all remember, let me know. I don't actually remember offhand. Okay. Okay. Then Hayate and Samij, who both have made top eight before, they got seventh. I mean, shout out to Samij, but he's not using um, Katana anymore, right? No, yeah. He, <laughs> we'll see what happens now, but uh, yeah, he definitely ditched her, which right. makes sense. Yeah. Shout outs to Zach Robb from SoCal getting ninth place just mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. of it. Wasn't I talked to him afterwards, and he's, he was like, dude, I had no expectation of making it this far. But as soon as I made it to like top, I forget what he said, 32 or 64, mm-hmm. he was like, I can actually make top 80. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's sick, dude. Yeah. So he, he expects to be traveling more often now. That's awesome. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. I mean, the, it's him, and who's the other one that they keep trading winning Wednesday night fights? I haven't stayed up to watch Wednesday night okay. fights. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like Chico or Han Rashid? Or Han Rashid. I think okay. it's Han Rashid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's those two who are basically swapping back and forth all the time. So yeah. really, really cool. <laughs> Why are you going to blow me up, James? <laughs> Figured you had the pulse on the on the SoCal <laughs> MK community here, dude. Oh man. Anyway, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I think I would say that the character variety was like probably not what we wanted ideally, but there was just a patch, so we'll see. So it was Cassie. It wasn't terrible. Cassie, uh-huh. Cetrion, Giras, Aaron Black, Kung Lao, Sonya, Giras, Shang Tsung, Kung Lao, Cassie, Jackie, Baraka, Giras. Aaron Black, Cassie, Jackie. So yeah, I mean, you, had, you had nine, um, but it felt like there weren't that many. It felt like it was more about Cassie and Gears. I would say. Yeah, I mean, again, that's not surprising, but it just got patched. So it just we'll got patched. Definitely yeah. see what happens. And one of the characters who got nerfed pretty badly is not in that top eight. Wait, what? Scorpion. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> he definitely got butted on. <laughs> Really I actually don't think he's going to be that bad. Nah, nah he won't be that frankly. bad. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> then you had Samurai Showdown. Oh, this actually, I guess, chronologically took place. Oh, that's one took place before. Yeah, yeah they bad. did. They listed it through entrance, probably. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Samurai Showdown. Yeah, so yeah. winner was Infiltration. Right. With Genjiro. We'll talk about that a little bit more in detail yeah. later on. So grand finals was him versus BC Kazunoko with yeah! Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as, as yeah. I said, I, I told you this, but yeah. I, I enjoy watching Kazunoko's Hamaru because mm-hmm. he's very active, mm-hmm. and I'm. I think Enjiro's fine to watch because mm-hmm. he can mm-hmm. do a lot of things. So that grand finals actually, I thought it was nice. Yeah, and I mean, he was also the only one that used the flex well. He actually did use it. Yeah, yeah that's you true. can see that's how he beat Justin. Yeah, so that's that. how you beat Tam Tam, and that's what I've always. And honestly, I still think the flex needs to be nerfed. Mm-hmm. I really genuinely think the flex needs to be nerfed because the flex deflect is just really powerful and. Like, even if you just try one deflect and then nothing, like, you can never punish it with anything significant that would discourage. So, there's so basically, Justin is risking every time he hits out of yeah, poke, oh, right? Yeah. And I yeah. just feel like there's no way to properly counter I feel, that. I feel like he's the only person I've ever seen make it look Yeah, uh huh. But that's the thing oh. is, like, weirdly enough, he was the only one that tried. And I think once players start to realize that, I just don't think Maybe. most of them okay. ever try. Like, when me and Corey and Mike are playing, we're just deflecting all over the place and, like, deflect, stab, whatever. I don't care. Deflect. Oh, I got you. Super special. You lost 80% of your life. So it was like, deflect. That was, we deflect all over the place. And honestly, I just don't feel like other people deflected enough. He definitely did it. 
Uh, third was Justin with Tam Tam. Then you had Reynold fourth. Dude, that was cool. Look at this. Look at this. No, I know. Thing, I mean, th- this to me is no surprise that there's Evo winner infiltration. Evo winner Kazunoko. No, no, oh, no. Okay, Capcom Cup winner Kazunoko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Wong Evo winner. Reynold Evo winner. Alex Valle, like not Evo winner, but like legend. One of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, RB very strong. Didi Mokov very strong. Mm-hmm. ZJZ. Yeah. Evo winner or not? I don't remember, actually. Did he win he might have won KOF. KOF one year? But, dude, I but mean... But anyway, like, it's no surprise to me that it would be just, like, fundamental old people. Dude, it's... It <laughs> that makes total sense. It made me so happy to see Vi up there because, like, people don't know. Like, it's weird that some people probably don't realize that Vi was Justin Wong before Justin Wong. Mm. And, you know, to have Vi go up there and, and show his stuff like that and get to top eight at an Evo, I think is so sick. Like, I'm so happy for him. So. Yeah, that's, that is awesome, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and the character variety wasn't as bad as some had feared. It was uh, only half Genjiro's! Right, right. Um, one of my friends bet that there would be fewer than th- three or fewer, I think, was uh, what the uh, bet uh, was. Okay. And obviously, he lost that bet. <laughs> that was not a good call. Yeah. Friend. That was not going to happen. It was not, not going to happen. But uh, there were, it wasn't, the, the top three was three different characters, right? I mean, it mm-hmm, wasn't mm-hmm. actually as bad as I think some people were yeah. concerned. Yeah. Uh, but Kenjiro is clearly overpowered. Like, I mean, he's, I, he's clearly I, better. There's I'm no, just, there's, yeah. There's no doubt. And this week is going to be the 1.1 patch is coming out. 1.11. So 1.1 came out with Rimuru. Uh-huh. And then a balance patch is coming out soon. I see. That's going to address that. And uh, God, I hope he doesn't get nerfed. I, I hope. Well, I hope he gets a few subtle things nerfed. But then I hope everybody else gets. Buffed. I hope everybody gets yeah. things that they can do. Yeah. No. Because the thing about it is, Genjiro. I like that he has, he has stuff. He yeah, has, like, but it's, tools. it's it's too much. It's good. It's I unless like it. unless they really can buff everybody yeah, up yeah. to that level. Yeah. Then it might just kind of get crazy. But, I mean, you know, I can see myself being more interested if it's like that. Right, not that it yeah. needs to be balanced for me, understand? Like, yeah. honestly, like, the the buff, the nerfs that I would give them are not even crazy. Like, I would give the same nerf to Charlotte, but, you know, after you block their uppercut when they land, they have a longer delay when they land. Okay, okay, okay. Right? Like, that kind of stuff is not like, hey, let's take away this weapon. Because the thing about it is, is one of the only characters when he jab uppercuts, like, some characters just can't punish with C. Yeah, some yeah. characters can, but yeah. some characters literally cannot punish with C. And it's really, it's not fair in that situation because everybody else is like, you yeah, know, yeah. like Hallmar was like, Wee! he lands, he's like, hey! Right, right, and then right. And he yeah. dies, so, you know, stuff like that. So Charlotte, I feel like, kind of needs it a little bit too just to make it so everybody has that problem. Because if they nerf Genjuro and they don't do anything to Charlotte, Charlotte's going to be the new Genjuro. Because I swear to you right now, Charlotte is not that much worse than Genjuro. I don't think the results are indicative of that. Only one person used Charlotte in the top yeah. eight. But I honestly think Charlotte is just right there. Okay. And even more so now, because I watched two Charlottes play when I was doing commentary, and they did things that I didn't even know you could do. And they were not doing a bunch of things that I knew you could do that would have made their games a lot stronger too. So I think if you combine all that, I think Charlotte is going to be broken. Okay. <coughs> and I disagree with that 100%, Crack Prawn. She's easily number two. Like, I don't even think that's a question. I have no idea. For me, S is Genjuro Charlotte. That's it. Okay. I don't even think it's, I don't even think it's, I don't even think it's debatable, to be honest with you. All right. Uh, yeah, then the next most entered game was Tekken 7, which was the second to last game of Sunday. 
and was super hype. Man, it was awesome. Okay. VS Arslan Ash won it with Kazumi and a little bit of Geese. First. Second place was Knee, Rock's Knee. First dual Evo champion. Yes, Arslan they called Ash. it the Unified Evo Champ. Yes, he is Evo Japan Champ and Evo US. I mean, he blitzed everybody. Like, I don't know that much about this game, but the way that he's playing just looks to me like n nothing like anybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. He's so active. He's constantly doing something. He's right about it, like, every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, pretty remarkable. Dude, I mean, like, what he did to everybody else is what we expected me to do to mm. everybody else. And he did it to everybody, including me. I mean, he made... And, and you know, obviously this is sad because, you know, we're being homers here, but he made Anakin look absolutely vulnerable totally like, yeah that like nothing was even happening totally in that fight that but was i'll tell you right now when arslan ash got down on his knees and like yeah and, and put his head down onto the yep. ground that was the second moment that i started to cry dude yeah. that was just one of those moments for the ages you know right? that was amazing I mean, it was so great because for me it was a representation of the universal language that is the fighting game community. I thought it the is same a, thing. It is a standard prayer position, you know, from, you know, the, the, the religions in Pakistan and everything and when you when I saw him do that and be able to express his culture to the world after winning on that stage i'm tearing up again <laughs> yeah no it was no, awesome but like it was just oh it was so good it was like, it, it was, was an awesome moment uh, definitely did we Big skip bb tag Arsenal. by no, the way no we talked about that uh no oh no we, we didn't, didn't. Oh, you totally right the tag. yeah yeah my bad oh that makes sense actually i understand why i'll get back. i'll get to the next yeah, one yeah but um, that was oh god it was yeah that was an amazing moment and again Again, shout-outs to Sherry Jennings. Yes. The E-Fight Pass. I even talked to the Hado, and I was like, thanks for helping Sherry with the E-Fight Pass stuff because he's written recommendation letters and stuff like that. And he was like, I wrote letters, and I didn't do shit afterwards. He's like, that was all Sherry. Yeah. She did all the work on that. So she I'm, has an immigration lawyer working yeah. on that stuff. I mean, she, she did all she needed to do. That's so awesome. Right. The only person who's mad at Sherry is me. But outside of that, like... What a wonderful story. Yeah. Like that, this girl from Southern California who visited a bunch of other countries was like, listen to the story, like, we can't get to America. And she's like, I want to fix that. Mm -hmm. She does it. She sees Arslan Ash in Japan, like, we got to get him the visa. Mm -hmm. They get him the visa. And because of that, we've had this ridiculous story here and just this amazing yeah. moment with this freaking amazing photo over here shot by stephanie lingard i mean oh, look at this man. picture dude i mean that so cool picture is amazing dude. It, re it really is yeah oh, and everybody God. in the audience could could feel how big a moment that was mm -hmm. as well it was really did you cool. see the video when he came back home no when he got home like no. they came and they draped him in the flag in oh. the airport and everybody like one after one they kept putting garlands around his head <laughs> and he was just standing like everybody was just like oh, so cute. oh it was so cool it That's was so awesome. cool oh, uh yeah as i said on twitter my bad to my friend timur khan <laughs> uh, who i went to law school with and i believe like worked for the attorney general of pakistan pretty mm -hmm, fancy mm -hmm. but he told me 10 years ago that the Pakistanis <laughs> were actually the best at fighting games, especially Tekken. Right. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> no way. And he was, uh, he was absolutely right. right about that. <laughs> so it turns out that the best Tekken scene in the world is in Lahore, Pakistan. Uh, Chikorin got 7th place as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I watched the 
event where he and I forget who else went to Lahore and they played against people in Pakistan there. And this other dude tenoed Chikorin. Yeah, he people said him. Arson Ash isn't the best one. He tenoed him. The guy and who, this dude got top eight at Evo. Yeah. 10-0. Uh, <laughs> that guy right there, uh, I forgot what his name was. I think it was Awais Honey. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Apparently, he's the best one yeah. in Pakistan. That's what, so. I, that's what I've heard but as you well. You see, Chikarun went out there. But see, he only got top eight because he practiced. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, I think that is... Yeah, and, and and honey, uh, wise honey is like yeah. I heard he's like sixteen or seventeen or something. Oh like really? Like wow! That. Like super. Yeah, I've seen a picture of him. He just looks like a little boy. Like, <laughs> okay, it's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. So crazy. third was RB Anakin. Yeah, shout outs to Anakin by the way. I mean, yeah. two years in a row now, U.S. third place. Shout outs to that dude. Last Not year was Anakin, little Majin. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at Evo, at Evo. So yeah. shout outs to the US players. And yeah, this time cool. Anakin gets points for it. So that's right. Little Majin got to ninth place. He just missed it. And I, I was really that. sad about that. So then Take fourth, then Yamasa Nobi and Kuas Games Noroma fifth, then UIU Lohai and THY Chikarin seventh mm-hmm. places. It was a really fun tournament. Yeah, but if you look at that, what's really stands out to me though is two Korean players. It's just Ni and Lohai. That's it. Yeah, that is to say not many Korean players. Yeah, the dominance that Korea used to have in Tekken is just not there yeah. anymore. And in fact there was more Japanese players in that top eight with Take, Nobi, uh Naroma. and Naroma and Chikru. Right. So shout outs to uh Shout out to the Tekken community. I mean, again, a lot of people like to chastise games. It's like, oh, look at the results. It's not consistent. The game is random or whatever like that. But, I mean, honestly, just the level of talent has just gotten so strong in this game that just like a lot of the other games, it's so hard to win. Like, anybody on any day will be able to beat each other on just if they, depending on what they ate that day. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Really cool character variety. Just awesome. Yeah. Really, really fun. And awesome in-house mic work by Steven Rip. Dude, those guys. That was excellent. Those guys were. They did a really good job picking the stream commentators and the in-house mic guys, I felt like, this year. I felt like they did a really, really good job with that. Um, Because the in-house stuff, like I heard... uh, Yipes, Lee Chung, and Joe were amazing. They were very good for Street Fighter. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they definitely so, were. Yeah. But before we do that, let's talk about BB Tag, mm-hmm. which is the first game of Sunday morning. Uh, I got there. I definitely watched the whole thing. You know, it's the it's the first game, so the arena was not crowded at all. Right, but right, at the right. same time, was way more crowded than two years ago. <laughs> Did you see the tweet? when it was at eight a.m. and it was? Yeah. I think it was Marvel. And then three years ago, when it was Mortal Kombat, because I was Guilty doing that. Guilty Gear was one of them, too. Right? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's for you. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely filled in more than that. Right. Anyway. Well, I was about to say, did you see the tweet from Robert Paul, one of the other photographers there? Obviously, also a great photographer. He's like, at one point, Steve grabbed my arm, and he's like, the legends were true. Great about this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got a grip. Yeah, he definitely yeah. does. Those beads, man, they're Naruto-like, dude. He drops them, and they just go... <laughs> That's why he's so strong, dude. Winner of VV Tag was GRV Shinku. Yay! Dude, US. It was Yang Ruby. How, like, using a team that a lot of people didn't even consider one of the higher tier shells as well. So, US taking BB Tag. That's the first 
U.S. winner for an Arxis game at Evo. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. Shout-outs to him. Yeah. That's awesome. Unless, really I fun. guess you count Dragon Ball, because then Sonic you Fox, right? probably should have counted Yeah, Ball, yeah, that's yeah. probably true. So, second, then. Okay, second. Fair enough. There you go. But only in the last two years. Second place was FCR, oh, FC Ryukyu Kiame with Mitsuru mm-hmm. Akihiko. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a lot of fun to watch. Third was Domi, then fourth was Mikasue, then fifth was Fenrich and Bass. Uh, and then seven was Jonah and yeah, Ko- Koji Koji. So you had, you had three U.S. players, I think. Yeah. And Koji Koji unfortunately got butted instantly. But you mm. know, uh, there was there was so I was yelling like an idiot. It was like nine in the morning, but I was already doing it uh, for Koji. Koji, and I was not alone. There was oh, yeah, somebody okay. else who I think was, sounded like he was in the floor seats. Okay. But I could hear somebody else when I would be like, "Big boys," I could hear like. Big boys. <laughs> From like way down there. <laughs> nice, nice. It was sick. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. I was about to make a Bob's Big Boy joke, but I don't think anybody knows what the hell Bob's Big Boy is anymore. I know Bob's Big Boy. You know, but I don't I don't think it's a thing anymore, right? Oh, it doesn't really? exist anymore, right? I have no Does idea. Does it actually exist? Oh, okay. Anyways. <clears throat> Anyway, that was a super, super fun yeah. topic. Shout out to the US. I really enjoyed that Shout game. Shout out to the US. US so. Yeah. Uh, I think Kame tweet before Evo that he is the only person who can beat Koji KOG. Huh? Mm. So if Kame wasn't there, Koji might have actually been able to take it then. Okay. Did they play each other? That was in Losers. Uh, yeah, they yeah, did. That they was did. First, yeah, there that's right. Go. It was 3-1, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it was still a lot of fun to watch, even though mm-hmm. my boy got butted on. Let's talk about Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. Bone Chan. Bone Chan. Bo- Bone Chan. I actually said that once on commentary. I was happy. Good. Bone Chan. Yeah. Good. <coughs> okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Got a Bone Chan in that throat. Yeah, right I now. know, dude. I just, I did, I went in too hard on that one. But, dude. My favorite thing was that I tweeted afterwards like some of the greatest stories of this and I was like, you know, Mahjong parlor guy, Mm -hmm. you know, who met some random dude named Daigo, you know, basically got turned into the world champion. Everyone's like, wait, is that a real lore? And I was like, yep, Bone Chan worked at slash owned. I'm not sure of which one it is, but he definitely worked at a Mahjong parlor. When Daigo quit fighting games, he went to go play Mahjong, and he was like, oh, I'll take this up because I get the same kind of adrenaline and mind reading and whatever like that. And that's where he had met Bone Chan, and he was like, this guy could probably be really good at fighting games. And then when Street Fighter Four came out and brought Daigo back in, he was like, hey, Bone Chan, let me teach you fighting games. Yep. So Bochan is, is an O Niner. Bochan is theoretically an O Niner. I know guess that? that's true. You know, I guess that and, maybe O uh, Eighter, but yeah. Yeah, but there you go. And now he is the world champion. Brought it back to Japan, and yep. he was absolutely. I mean, he's on fire. This is his third premiere in a row. Dude, we were talking about it uh, in our pre-show. Did you pick him to win? No, I picked Punk. I you picked, picked Punk. Punk. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, just um, like but we, we both thought that he would go really far for sure, and there he is at number one. I think that was really awesome. Mostly Karen, but a little bit Sagat, actually. Uh, uh, he, he was only Sagat against uh, Infectious, I think it was. I guess Infectious, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Second place was Nasser Big Bird. Congrats. 
God. To Big Bird. That yeah. is awesome. Me and Seth were actually really sad after we finished commentary because after Bone Chan won, we were like, oh my God, Bone Chan telling the story, Bone Chan, blah, blah, blah. But we didn't get to do like the wrap up stuff afterwards, oh, really? right? Oh, of course, You know, yeah, afterwards because yeah. we weren't the last uh-huh, game. Uh-huh, yeah. And we really didn't get to talk about Big Bird as mm. much as we, like, Seth was, you could tell he was really like upset at himself for that we didn't get to talk about it. Because honestly, that run that Big Bird made, I mean, awesome. And that's another great story, right? If, oh, yeah. If Nasser, the, the, the NASR, that sponsor group, just didn't say, like, you know what? These guys from the Middle East are super good as yep. well. So here, Big Bird, Angry Bird, go. Yeah. Like, if they Tekken didn't Master, do that, yep. we wouldn't have this kind of situation, You're right? right? Oh, that's right. Tekken Master as well, who also got second place at uh, MK. Yep. This for time MK10. third. Yeah, this time third. So, again, right. it's just the greatest story. Yes, he was third. He was third. Yeah, was but there. it's just... The greatest story, you know, about how people come from all around the world to do this. And in fact, they said that, like, how many countries are represented in all the top eights? It was quite a few. Oh, I saw the stat. And yeah, I don't remember yeah, if it was 15 mm-hmm. or 17. It was yeah, something like that. Yeah, something really great like that. Yeah. Right? So. And then further international representation was CYG Infectious with Zeku, who got third. Yeah, so clearly UK is better than United States, or Europe is better than US. I mean... With, can we even argue with this at this point in time, right? Because, I mean, you know, they've claimed Big Bird as well. So. They have claimed Big Bird. That's true. I, you know, I guess. I guess. But you're probably right. You're yeah. probably right. We've talked about that before. I feel like that's... When, when did Luffy win? 2014? Yeah. This is not, like, a new phenomenon, I don't think, <laughs> to be honest. I think punk aside, it's, like, been it's been that way. Come on, you guys, let's step it up. Uh, Fujimura again got top eight. He's gotten top eight in every single Street Fighter V top eight at Evo. Yeah, as good as he is. Oh, he missed one year. Didn't he? Did he? I, I thought think he... so. I think it was Hi-Fi who put up a stat that he missed one year. So there's four years and he missed one? Uh-huh, I think oh. he's had three top eights now. But four sounds right. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I, and yes, I'm counting, obviously, the Yukadon year. Oh, right? he did? So, yeah, so okay. he missed it last year. Okay. Oh, the one I went to sleep for. That's right. Oh, that's right. Okay, there you that go. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Uh, then you had Machiba, who was my pick to win it, but he still yeah, played awesomely. Yeah, I know. Idom. Idom, so man. That's Idom. so great for Idom that he made yeah. winner's side top eight. Uh-huh, that was so uh-huh. sick. Yeah, but actually, Idom and Machibo made winners top uh-huh. eight, and they both went the ignominious zero and two yeah, in top eight. But, you know, but, you pretty know. good. Yeah. Then you had Yangmian, Zeku, and then Kichipamu, Zangief. I couldn't believe that a Zangief got in there. The two underdog of underdogs, right there. I mean, Yangmian is. I think he's really good. His character's really good. Yeah. I think Kichipamu is good, but maybe not like Itazan. Right. And I think Zangief is. Not good. Yeah. Not bad. Not he, not bad. But mid, low mid. Yeah, that he actually. Problem X and Punk think he sucks. In fact, the day before, I remember talking. We saw Problem X and Foxy Grandpa by the elevators, mm-hmm. and somehow we got onto Zangief. And Problem X was like, "That character sucks." Right. He was not mincing words about it. But yeah. there was uh, Kichpamu in the top eight. Well, That's awesome. Spirit of CPT. Look again. We talked about it earlier, dude. It's hard getting everything right. So when his name first came up on the brackets, they had Johnny. 
like it was Shinobism Johnny that was listed there instead of Young Min. Uh, on Evo, they had that uh, on the on the brackets when they first popped up. Oh, they fixed it later, and I was like, I didn't oh. Realize. And then they had a bunch of technical issues, and they couldn't get the overlays on. They everything. were definitely having some glitches and stuff. Yeah, so Young Min sure. didn't really manage to get his name again. Like I wouldn't call it disrespectful; I just call it very unfortunate. Yeah, nothing you intentional. Know what I mean? of so yeah, it's just like literally in our ear. They were like. We're having trouble getting the overlay to work. Right. We're working on this. We're sorry. You know, they were apologizing to us and everything like that. So, so again, it's not a disrespectful. It's, it's a very, very unfortunate thing, but I definitely gave young men a lot of shout-outs, and then I even helped him get into the Red Bull party. After. Ooh. Because, yeah. like, I was there, and he just walked up, and he knew I was the only one that could speak Chinese. <laughs> Smart. And he, he was just like... I don't know how to get in, right? Yeah. And so I just started talking to the people, and they're like, I was like, he made top eight, right? Yeah. And the person was like, I'll let him in with you. And okay. I was like, all right, there okay. we go. Okay. So I helped him get in there. That's so, cool. Because yeah. when I actually saw him, there, like before that, I just saw him, I was like, oh, I'm totally high. He was like, oh, he was happy and stuff. That's cool, man. Yeah, it was really, really cool. So, well, that was a really good top eight as well. It was not some of what we expected. Punk finished. Oh, I feel like you gotta scroll. Well, he lost. 17. He lost the problem X. Yeah. And then pro- who he beat at Combo Breaker, yeah. no problem. And then problem X immediately lost to Phenom, right? Who was also using Karen. Right. So it was like backwards day, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of crazy, really dude. Good. Yeah. He got ninth. Momochi Fudo, Fudo, Phenom, and Trashbox got ninth. I couldn't believe also that Kichman would beat Trashbox on that last to get round. Into top eight, like. Full Zangief life. gets in the top eight, and it's over Birdie? And not only that, what? but the last final, final round, yeah. Itazan had one... Pi- I mean, Kichipamo had one pixel. Trashbox had like 98% health. And then he caught him with one I, SPD, and then everything went down Sometimes from it works out. Fierce SPD, EX SPD. He jumped, larried him out of the air, wake up, meaty EX SPD, stunned, activated V-Trigger, killed him with the next combo. It was... And then he popped off. He definitely Kichi did pop Pabu off. Popped off, and dude, did you see? Like Trashbox is so beside himself yeah. right now. Did you see his tweet? Oh, to even the, today. Yeah, no. he he tweeted like one of the most famous, I think, soccer players in Japan, and was like, "I just finished ninth. I have trouble with the pressure. How can you recommend this to oh, me? Wow. Like, clearly, you're very good at this and whatever." He's like, "Can you help me and stuff like that?" It was like. It was like it was it was wow, crazy that'd be pretty to see cool that. Together, yeah, uh, yeah. Keisuke Honda is who huh. he tweeted. Very so, cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, poor guy, dude. I mean, yeah. after he lost, like he, he lost could, to Zangief to make he, Evo top and eight. He said it in that tweet to him. He was like, "I couldn't move." Like you know, yes. after he lost, he sat there. Oh, I remember. Kichi I did Pama watch this, was yeah. jumping around, yeah. doing all this stuff, and like playing with the donut and everything. Right. And Trashbox <laughs> was just there right and you know it's unfortunate you know i was i was in the stage area in the back watching the the richard and mark uh you know the guys doing the stream you know uh from the uk and you know they were like oh camera camera and they like showed trash box sitting there and i was like it's unfortunate but it's it's the drama it's the drama yeah exactly so dang wow dang he beat zjz dd mokov and trash box Kichipamo beat them all to get to top eight. 
That's quite a run in terms of Zangief matchups. Bad. I know! <laughs> Manat, Dalsam, and Birdie? Mm-hmm. Oh my That's god. Quite a run. Oh, what a day. What a Saturday, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I really enjoyed that. A lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Then the last one of the day of the weekend, in fact, was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And Echo Fox MK Leo won that. And he almost didn't. Tweak, TSM Tweak almost beat him. You know, that bracket Super close. That bracket reset, the very... No, it was the bracket reset that was match, the bracket right? reset. That he was down two stocks. He was down three stocks to one. Correct. Right. No, it was two stocks. No, I think it was three stocks to one. I think I think it was that... it was two stocks to one, but they were both at zero. Okay. Right. So uh, Tweak was one stock ahead, one full okay, stock no, ahead. Okay. Yeah. So it was it was match point twice for Tweak. Yeah. Is how I uh-huh, yeah basically, right. yeah. and you know what it reminded me of? It honestly. It was three to one. That's what I thought. Oh, okay, it was yeah. three to one. Okay. It reminded me of Hungry Box beating Armada to reset the bracket because there was one point in time where I was like, "Well, that's it." I remember you saying it. Right, like there's no way in the, in the crowd. Yeah, there's no way you can make this comeback now. And then Hungry Box had that run of runs to reset it, and then same thing that MK uh, Leo did, but he didn't even just do that. I mean, he took Tweak's soul because he, he went down zero and two, and then he won six games in a row. Yep, and he just blew him up. It was a blow up. At that point. And it was so good, too. It was so good. The matches were... It was really fun to watch. I mean, look, let's put it this way. My brother, uh, I've always argued with him before. I was just like, Smash 1v1 is cool. He's like, stupid. Like, it's pointless. It's dumb. It's not how the game's supposed to be played. Blah, blah, blah. We would have that fight all the time. And I'd be like, but it doesn't matter. Like, you can still play it the other way. This way is still legit and cool. He's like, no, it's not. But his kid (laughs) loves Smash Brothers a lot. Okay. And uh, so he was like, I want to see what the top players look like. Aww, he was like, cool. can we beat them or anything like that? And my brother was like, no way. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's And then cool. they watched it. And then my brother was like, like just yesterday during lunch, he was like, oh my God, like the way these guys play is ridiculous. Okay. And I was okay. like, see? Okay. And he was like, it was pretty, I was super, like they were just like comboing. And yep. he was like, it was crazy. I was like, there you go. And yep. he's like, yeah, I kind of have a, That's so, awesome, it's man. just like, I don't understand how anybody who loves, I tweeted this out, how do you love fighting games and not like watching Smash? I'm like, not sure. it's so exciting to me to play. And the spatial control of that game is so like, the level of controlling your position on the field is so strong compared to every game and how to take advantage of the platforms when people on the... Pl- like, you don't even realize how much the platforms are a liability when you're when the other guy has the middle. Because as soon as you land on the platform, you can't attack down. Right, right. The other guy can hit you so easily. You have to, like, do the shield drops and stuff, and it's such a risk and all the things, and, like... The positioning is so important and yep. how they use the platforms to keep their combos going. And it's just, ah, I love the, 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 the environmental play of Smash. Yeah. It's one of, like, outside of, like, Tekken and Soul Calibur, there's really nothing like it in the fighting game community. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. I definitely agree with you. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really fun to watch. So that was Grand Finals. Uh, third was Solar Gluttony. With Wario. Gluttony, as they Yeah, they always say gluttony. Yeah. But, like, does he pronounce it that way? Because I think he's French. Is that, like, why? I'm not sure. Because in American English, it's definitely not pronounced gluttony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were saying it constantly. Uh I don't don't understand. (laughs) I don't know the 
But again, I, I don't mean, know the reasoning there. Mexico winning because it, it's French. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Mexico is winning. You know, Smash Brothers. Although obviously yeah. he was the favorite. So then you had EU Samsoro fourth, Peach. Then Proto Banham with Lucina and Raito got fifth uh, with Duck Hunt. Seventh were Rogue Light with Fox and GW Zachary with a Wolf. Nice. Okay. And is that eight different characters? Yeah, it is. It isn't is. It? Yeah, That's look super at that. cool. Eight different counter characters. There you go. It was really cool. I, I thought it was really fun. It was definitely a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. And then it ended. Um, I don't want to be too critical, but I didn't think that... I thought the Smash commentators did a fantastic job mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. Smash. I went back and watched, because we were in the arena, I couldn't yeah, hear anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I watched uh, some of the grand finals and stuff, and I thought they, Kobe, they did a Kobe really good job. Senpai. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. liked it. Uh-huh. The outro yeah, yeah, okay, was not okay. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was unfortunate, I thought. Should have just brought me back. Just, like, <laughs> just to import you. Just like bring like after they come Where's back. Where's James? Toss him uh, away. Yeah, after the after the tournament was over, they come back to the desk and it's just me and Seth sitting there again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just so I, I mean, could. I think it's it's a, it's a bit of an yeah, unfair uh, situation, I would say, because it's yeah. not something that they've been in before. Mm-hmm. They haven't. They don't have. 80 years of experience yeah, of whatever course. I mean so I, I get it on some degree but I still think it's <laughs> Lakitu drops me on the a little unfortunate <laughs> I think that the people that they picked did a great job yeah, yeah, yeah I think they really did a great mm-hmm. job at the Smash commentary yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. just saying uh, the end of it I, I thought that if it had been I expected it to be like D1 and I feel yeah, like, I feel yeah, like yeah, he would have yeah. done a great job at that yeah, yeah, yeah but you know he was in I mean I, I've been really impressed with Simpai's commentary I agree with I think it's really uh, good I talked to her and you know uh, afterwards we were at the it was we were like, I was leaving the 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 uh, party, and she was trying to get in, and then eventually she couldn't make it in. So when we were walking back together, I was talking to her and Coney, and you know she was even saying things like, you know, she probably wouldn't have done it if Vicky hadn't done it, you know. And I was like, this is super important because, like, you know, I, that's why I've always felt like Persia was one of the most important commentators because she's going to inspire a lot of people to get yeah. in there. And then Vicky's inspiring someone like Simpai, and then Simpai's gonna uh, inspire other, you know, girls to try to get into commentary and stuff. And I think it's super, super important, and I'm I'm really happy that you know for the top eight, Evo got Alicia for Soul Calibur and Simpai for you know Smash Brothers. I think it's just it's a good diversity kind of thing, and I'm I think that's that. super important. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would be nice, I think, if there were like an ending jump off or something mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Evo. I know that it's pretty late at that point, but I really feel like an extra like ten minutes, twenty minutes to mm-hmm, like just mm-hmm. quick wrap up. Here's this is what Evo is. I don't know. I just feel like that's just, just throw me down there, dude. Just you could put do, me you in a single that. chair, and I will just sit <laughs> a there. Single chair, and I will just sit there and be like, folks, it's it's another like Evo a Mr. has Rogers come neighborhood. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll be like. Another theme yeah, yeah. come and gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to thank you for coming to our <laughs> That would be so great, actually. <laughs> oh, I'm going to talk to Seg about that, dude, next year. There you go. Ending ceremony with just me. Yeah. <laughs> come down on a ring, you know, <laughs> spinning around. And then I just like come down. Oh, uh, yeah, those are all the results as far as the main games go. There was a lot of really fun stuff to watch. Um, I have made it through, I would say, half of what I want to watch. <laughs> you are a machine when it comes to watching, man. I don't know how you find time to watch these things, dude. I mean, I'm eating breakfast in the morning, and I just watch a match, uh, and, then I, and I fast... I don't 
listen to the commentators in between. Right. And I'm next match, next match, uh-huh. next match. It doesn't take I think long. one of the problems, too, is that I, I actually watch a bunch of TV shows. So I, every While time, you're like, watching? I'm, no, I'm just saying when I'm eating, oh, I could be watching addition. matches. Like, I could be eating and watching matches. Instead, I'm eating and watching this TV show or eating and I watching see. that TV show. It's probably, I do have time to watch them all. It's just you definitely I'm, do. I'm, doing, I'm definitely doing other things yeah. instead. So. Yeah, I don't watch that yeah. many TV shows. Yeah. Uh, I just watch documentaries, basically. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. As I was taking the bus back, I was sitting with Kazmer, mm-hmm. and the whole way there and the whole way back, I was haranguing him about how interesting the desert is and how the, interesting the rocks are and stuff. <laughs> and I would always be, he'd always be like, the rocks, quit talking about the rocks. And I'd be like, but they have such an interesting story to tell like, the whole time. <laughs> At some point, just to bother him. But then, but then I was like, well, I should look it up. So I, the last, like, hour was just me like on youtube doing like google like mojave desert geology and like, that kind of thing it was so cool oh man i feel bad for Cas. so now i know a lot you probably felt like that conversation hit rock bottom <laughs> uh, you know he probably would have enjoyed it a lot more if he was stoned <laughs> wow a spicy mesquite take. <laughs> mesquite is a desert plant. <laughs> um, so Deb won Guilty Gear Exert Rev 2. Nice, okay. Yuta won BBCF. Mm-hmm. Marvel 3. Joey, Joey D. D. Dang, Sacktap got second. Wow. That's cool. Ghost Rider, Arthur Hagar. Mm-hmm. Super Turbo was won by Nakano Sagawa. I didn't even know he was there, dude. I saw the picture. I was like, what? He was there? Oh, man. Oh, okay. Melee was there, and it was won by Hungrybox. Shout out to Hungrybox. He was very critical at first about Melee not being at EVO, yeah. I remember. But then he showed up, and he played, and I told him that. I thanked him for coming mm. to EVO. And, and he did he supporting. do Ultimate Commentary? I don't know if he actually did Commentary. I only watched Grand Finals for that game. Yeah, I was just busy the whole time. I don't, know, I don't know if he actually but did. But he has been but... doing that. He did it at Top 8 of yeah, CEO. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, now one million Arthur Arcana Blood. People are saying no, he did not. He did not? Anything. Interesting, okay. Yeah, actually, I don't even remember his name, his face on that poster, too, on the Commentary. Fair thing, enough. So, yeah. Wanta Ren won Vampire Savior. Ooh, I don't know who that is. Some Lord, Lord, Lord Raptor. Lord Raptor, okay, no shock. Melty Blood actress again, current code is won by B.O. Second Ura. Okay. With Yumi Zuka Satsuki. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Wow, okay, fighters. You know that character really well, right? I do. So. Fighters History Dynamite, aka Karnovs, was won wow. by Ken Chan with Lee. Dang, they played a Karnovs tournament? Did anybody play Mars? Wow, Mike Boy got seventh with Mars Torius and Ryoko. Nice. Cool. And That's cool. Ultra Fight Dai Kianta 2. I've never heard of this game, but Dantarian won it. Oh, nice! <laughs> With Anna, Rare, and Cookhorn. Then TMNT Tournament Fighters was won by Sledge of Lord with Armagon. Nice. Persona 4 All Arena Ultimax won by Pepe. With Mitsuru. KOF 14 won by E.T. Okay, no shock Kohima there. Enbu won by PGW Ren. Sailor Moon S was won by Kaylan Ramos. Yeah, hey, shout out to missing persons. Missing persons, by the way, he got sent to losers pretty early, and he made a really? run all the way back into third place. Even the run back against Neo Russell, who I think sent him to losers, and then all right. actually took him out. So. Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R Elven Shadow won it. Mm-hmm. Marvel Infinite Bane Hollow thirty seven eighty nine won it with Winter Soldier Chun. Garo was won by Aru Hokutomaru. 
CVS2. CVS2 is owned by D44 Boss. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Could have told you that. Uh, Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown. Shiwapon. Pi. Nice. Okay. Pokin Tournament DX. Mutator. We shout out Mewtwo. Dengeki Bunko Flighting Climax Ignition. One by now. Pokto no Ken. Alcor Makos. Nitro Plus Blasters. Heroines Infinite Duel. One by Urusa. Project Justice Rival Schools. One by Ratio. Arcana Heart Lo- 3. Love Max. Six Stars. One by Archer. Umineko. Golden Fantasia. One by Beta Dude. Aquapatsa. One by Now. Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. One by K Beast. Windjammers. To wrap it up. One by Pyrotech. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah. <laughs> and the cool thing is a lot of those events got, you know, medals as well. There's a bunch of side tournaments that weren't listed there. Like, yeah. I know Gundam Versus was played. I know, uh, like I said, uh, Punch Planet had a side mm-hmm. tournament and stuff like that. So, there you go. <sighs> all right. Okay. That's all I got for results, man. Okay. You want to take a break? I guess. Yeah, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about a lot of the announcements yes. that showed up at EVO, way more than we were probably expecting. Totally. And then uh, we'll get into some of the issues, the concerns that happened at EVO. So a lot of people I know are in the chat are like, are they going to talk about it? Are they? Look, it says, it says EVO issues right here on the screen. So we'll be right back, guys. And again, uh, don't forget to uh, head to the eSports Awards slash vote esportsawards.com slash vote to vote for Vexeny for uh, esports photographer of the year. Later! Ooh, man. That's such a great photo, dude. What a great, wonderful photo. Yeah, it really is. That's so cool. Uh, the shirt that I got is from Richard Suono. Um, one of the more prolific artists in the FTC does a lot of very cool stuff. You'll see a lot. He does all the um, emotes as well for Capcom fighters and stuff. So, um, really awesome artist, and he drew this, and he even gave me a poster of it and signed it on there. And basically, very cool. Like this was just like the James Chen shirt. I felt like, like, like shirt was designed for me, basically. Yeah, I watched a little bit of Ultra Fight Da Kianta too. It was in the absolute maximum corner of Evo. Did you see? <laughs> like it was, it could not be more in the corner. Oh, okay, okay. This is how it looks. Oh, I think I was this the one that I saw that was in. Um, I think Wednesday Night Fights. Some people were playing it or something like <laughs> I don't that. Know. You know, I heard like I think this might be the that crazy game that literally one person made by themselves. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it's got fast movement. It's got that going for it, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, for sure, not a con. Yeah, I didn't have a Chen Dynasty dinner this time. I just didn't have the time. I was busy the whole weekend, so... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was cool stuff. Ooh, let's see what we're doing. Anime here. Evo definitely yeah. streamed a lot, right? Streamed a lot of the events and on their own, I would imagine so. Okay. Parappa. What sounds like Parappa the Rapper? Oh, no, because that was made by like two people, I think. We will definitely talk about Guilty Gear. Did you, do oh, you know yeah. why we stopped the car? Oh, yeah. Do I know why we stopped the car? I forgot to close the door. Forgot to close the door. You! 
All right, you want to come back? Uh, We're good to go. Okay, all right, let's do this. Yeah. All right, welcome back to the program. Let's talk about some other stuff that happened at Evolution 2019. We're talking about the announcements now. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff happened. Let's begin with stuff that didn't happen at Evo at all. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, Poor Capcom, dude. I felt so bad for them. And everybody was like, they just saved us from a disappointing... Dude, it would have been hype if it was shown at the time that it was meant to be shown. We're talking about the Capcom thing. They're not playable. Honda, Lucia, and Poison in Street Fighter V. I feel like we got so screwed, man. And obviously they did too, Capcom. But as as a fan, somebody tweeted it to me. And, you know, if people do that, I understand their intention is like, check it out, David. Like, this is cool. They're not trying to screw it up. But right, yeah, yeah, That sucks. I don't want to know that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there it is. Now I know. And right. I instantly texted James. And I was like, if you haven't checked Twitter, don't. Because right. you'll get spoiled instantly. Uh, uh, and, then, th- and then it was... Then they officially announced yeah. that it was everywhere. Yeah, there was, was no way you were going to avoid for it. Sure. Yeah. So, um, bummer. They had so many cool things planned, and they didn't tell us most of them, I'm sure, but at least some of them were that the fan that they handed That's out right. at Evo. They were handing out a fan like that you fan yourself with, mm-hmm. and on it was artwork that had things that were clues to mm. Honda, Poison, and Lucia. Like, they had Poison's shoes, they had Honda's colors, I forget what it was for Lucia, like, mm. they had all these, they were like, the clues, and so what they were planning, presumably, is like, you walk in, nine in the morning, to watch all these games, you know, you're fanning yourself, and then you're like, hold on a second, what's this? And then four right. hours later, you find out, yeah, Honda's gonna be in the game. Right. Like, that would have been so cool. And the way that the video of the announced uh, trailer comes out where it's the original World Warriors and it's like Ryu and then Ken and it kind of goes all the way around yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah, going, uh-huh. it's going to Honda yeah, and you get it, you know uh-huh. where this is going and that that few moments of anticipation would have been worth so much to me to be honest, yeah. like that would have been so cool with the whole crowd oh, <sighs> big Man. bummer, big bummer Dude, it's... that would have been super hype yeah, and, you know, again, a lot of people are saying that they weren't excited about the character or whatever like that. But like I said, at the right moment, at the right time, yep. it would have been amazing. And yep. not only that, but it actually wasn't Capcom's fault this time. Correct. It, dude, Valve owes them a big favor. Valve actually Holy put... Holy crap. They actually put on Steam. So apparently, Dear Street Fighter Five fans, Dear Street Fighter Five fans, on Wednesday of this week, there was a mix-up in the publishing process of Valve that caused the trailer to go live on Steam ahead of schedule. The trailer includes the major reveal of Poison, Lucia, and E Honda. Okay. So basically, <laughs> what I what I heard the the rumors that I heard were it was free this weekend, and so they had to push an update to the Street Fighter Five page to say it's free this weekend, but it, they put all the updates into one thing. And so when they pushed that live, they just shoved everything live and forgot to, like, separate them into two releases. Which, again, if you're a programmer and you understand about builds and versions and stuff and branches and all these things like that, can absolutely be a nightmare. Still, it's just so unfortunate that it happened that way. Please take this lesson, people who may be listening or watching, that 
the people who are involved are just humans who sometimes make mistakes. But right. even if they're the ones who don't make mistakes, they're just going to feel disappointed like humans do. Yeah. If a lot of work and effort goes to waste in this way. Yeah. Now, was it a good idea to not talk with the scene for six months? Definitely not. Right. I hope that doesn't happen mm-hmm. again. But that's also not most of their call. That's like somebody well, hires up call, and then everybody else is like, all right, fine, we got to do this thing, we're working on it, and then it gets spoiled. Three days, they already have printed the fans out. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean? Like, let's, but I mean, geez. Ono even already said, he was like, wait till November for the next news of Street Fighter Fest. So it feels like they're going to go another five months with nothing. Yeah, it does It does seem like that, which, right. which is definitely not which a good idea. What, my, yeah. my point is, though, is that when you see people on Twitter, like Ono and Michael Murray, uh, Michael... Uh, uh, Martin. Martin, my bad. I didn't even think about that. There's a Michael M on both sides Yeah, yeah, now. there is. Yeah, yeah. Holy okay. crap. Okay. Just, you know. Yeah. Um, when they tweet things like how they're so disappointed, they're just being people. Like, yeah. that's, not, that's not like a, we maybe there's more. Oh, my that God. was the worst part I about it, I can't stand dude. that. Yeah, yeah, that I don't uh, understand that response at all. Yeah. At all. I'm so, like really just let them be. I mean, the only good thing that came out of the early leak was just the fact that, dude, oh, I mean, um... Harada is the biggest troll in the world. Yeah, he's that the, was what awesome. he did when they did the tech announcement. He was like, "We did not leak any information <laughs> because there is no information to leak." Yeah. And then they just walk off, and yeah. it's like, "Come oh, on, the apology scroll." Yeah, he took Beautiful. He stole Ono's apology scroll, dude. They oh. did great work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had to have made that all up right there on the spot. Oh know, yeah, I would think so. Harada is that's some funny, fast dude. thinking. Yeah. Anyway, that's news. Then the but, first thing. Oh, oh, we'll talk about our impressions of them later you on, will. right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Riot Games is working on a fighting game. Did you know that? I could Riot not have Games. possibly guessed that when the Where Rising Thunder Tom team and Tony work, yes, yeah, having sold uh, Rising Thunder as developers to, to them, Riot. that there would be a fighting. I mean, game I will give them credit that I mean, obviously, Tom joked that it was the worst kept secret, but again, it was always just everyone just being like. Of course this is what they're doing. Yeah. But there was never anything official or anything like that. So after all these years that there was nothing like official like yeah. that, that that the Radiant team had never Th- there was no leak, any right? Yeah. or anything I mean, like that. I I don't tend to ask people for the secret stuff cuz I like to be surprised like what I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. but people sometimes will let things slip and I think they did a really good job of not letting yeah, it slip uh, even though we could all basically guess what they were doing yeah 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 cause I've talked to some of the guys who worked there before yeah. I'm like so what are you guys doing and they're always like we don't even know what we're doing you know like that's kind of the thing that they that's the line I think they've been told to tell people because clearly they've been doing something I think that's huge news yeah huge, I mean even though it's, it's something you could expect it's still Huge! I feel like that's huge, huge news because Riot is so rich yeah. and their player base is so way bigger, magnitudes, order of magnitudes bigger than FGC, that they could just definitely run things in a totally different way. That To me, the most interesting thing about this is the potential business model, even more than it is the game itself. I'm sure the game will be cool, yeah. I don't know, but the I want to know what Riot's like business intentions are. I want to know so, if they want to let the FGC run tournaments. I want to know if it's going to be free to play. Like I, That's where my questions are. See, the one thing that I'm wondering is there's going to be Riot and then there's going to be Tom Cannon. 
Yeah. Right? And it's just going to be kind of like this because would Riot make it so like, let's say we're like, hey, let's commentate this fighting game. And then Riot's like, you must sign exclusivity. You can't commentate any other fighting game. And we're going to be like, what? Or like, is there going to be an event? Like, you can't run this event here unless it is only for this fighting game. You know, stuff like that. Like, is Riot going to listen to Tom? Is Tom going to have enough clout and power to be able to be like, look... This is how fighting game community does things. We're going to keep, like, please let us keep doing it this yeah. way. Or is it just going to end up being like Riot is just too powerful and there's nothing you can do about it? That is the question. But if the the best people to have in that situation are Tom and Tony. Yeah, absolutely. The best people to have in that situation because they're, they're so community-minded. And they run the biggest fighting game tournament. They run the biggest in the, tournament right. in the world. If, if the game can't make it into there because it has to be exclusive... Yeah then that hurts the game so much. And Tom and Tony will know that better than anybody else. Sure. So, yeah. So, So, I mean, right. I just, I hope so. But none of us knows, obviously. I think that's Mm -hmm. really big news. Yeah, because if people aren't aware, the commentators who do commentate League of Legends aren't allowed to have their own stream. They're not allowed to commentate any other game. They basically can't be seen playing other games, etc., etc., right? I'm not wrong on that, right? Uh, I'm not sure if that's changed, but when I talk with them... I've talked with one of them about that maybe two years ago now. Uh-huh. I don't know if things are different at this point, oh, okay, but they okay, were definitely okay. like that at, at least at one point. Okay, okay. Which definitely sucks. Uh, all right, well, Evo Japan's coming oh, so back. Some people saying it has changed. That so has changed? I hope that's now. true. Okay, yeah, okay. okay. Good, that's good, good, good. That was a big bummer. And the guy I talked with was pretty upset that he couldn't have his own stream because he felt like he could make a big brand for himself. Oh, uh, yeah. But, okay, uh, okay, okay. Okay, cool. I'm glad that, that has Okay, changed. so some commentators have renegotiated contracts so they can't stream. glad to hear that, then. Good. Evo Japan will come back to Tokyo in 2020, and it will have at least Tekken 7, BB Tag, and Soul Calibur 6. Awesome. I'm happy about that. I mean, It took I, them a while to announce things like Street Fighter and whatever yeah, last time, too. So. I'm, hopefully they hire us again I I, so I can go hopefully back I because go back. I love dude, I love Japan so much. Oh, I'm so excited every time I get a chance to go back. Yeah, no, totally, yeah. Yeah, but Soul Calibur, I mean, yay Soul Calibur, and now, I mean, Okubo had the big troll, too, for their announcement as well, so... Wait, what happened? Are, are you well? When you get to Soul Calibur, I'll talk about for it. for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll just talk about it now. Okay, yeah, um, no, because Soul Calibur. Remember, Okubo came out and was like, "Hey, here's a trailer for the new character," and then they showed Cassandra, and then he was like, "But you know, it's, we've we've been working on this for four or five years. We want to thank everyone for supporting the game. It was a long journey, but." Every journey has to come to an end. So here's this video to thank you guys. And he walks off the stage and the video comes out. Season 2! You know? So he trolled everybody too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And then they announced that Haomaru was going to be in the game. Dude. So look... After me and Seth finished commentating, we were talking. So uh, Neo G and Nishitani came down to say hi to us, by the way. And so I got to meet Neo oh, G and Nishitani. Super cool. And we were talking to a bunch of people. And then when we started walking back, that's when Okubo came out. And I was like, Seth, wait, wait, wait. So I'm just standing there, like in front of the front row of the stadium seating. Right. And I'm just sitting there watching it, like sitting on the floor. And then all of a sudden, like everything was happening. I was getting all hype for everything and then they're like, guest character and then they showed the leaves come down and then they showed the tree with Haomaru. I just started jumping up. I was like, fuck yeah! I was like, yeah! Jumping up. Someone caught that on film and tweeted it out. Yeah, and like, there's one, but he has the whole thing and then just one part you just see me jumping up going, ah! Like, I was just like screaming. That's great. I was like, oh, but dude, I'm like so hyped for that, dude. Very interesting, yeah. Very interesting to see how he will play. DBFZ, oh, 
there's the Janimba trailer that came out, I guess, before. Another bet po- leaked. Womp womp. Yeah, exactly. Uniclear was announced. Another leak by accident by Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, but that one's the new, they're doing a new version of it where they're adding new systems and giving everybody new moves and they've added a new character in there. Yeah. Which I assume is, according to Twitter, I think that new character is based on me. Right? Oh yeah. Because he's like the White Knight or something like that, right? So you know. Alrighty. He's like a White Knight, and uh, I don't know. Like I heard people were saying. It's Anyways, <laughs> nice, nice work. Nice work. Uh, in BB Tag, they announced a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Nine new characters. There's going to be uh, Akatsuki, the Neapolitan from Ruby, I guess. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Sen- Senran Kagura. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the Blitz Tank. The Blitz. <laughs> I can't believe they're putting they in put the, the Blitz Tank. tank. In there, they're dude. putting the Blitz. T- I can't believe. They're putting the you understand that as Tager, I'm going to be able to How pick is that, that work? pick it up, and slam this tank all the way down. Does it even have a backside of the graphic, or it does, does it only it has does. the front? No, it does. It does. It does. Blitz tank is going to be added to the game. I mean, at this point in time, they're just and then they announced like there's going to be another new fate that's coming in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's going to be a bunch more stuff coming. I think that's so cool. Uh, I'm really excited for that stuff, personally. Mm-hmm. I think that's some of the stuff I'm most excited for, in fact. And then, there's a new Guilty Gear. Woo, boy. I've definitely watched wow. that trailer at .25 speed okay. on YouTube. Okay. Holy crap, that game is beautiful. Beautiful. Like, I... Did you see that horrible article, by the way? No. There was an article in a mainstream newspaper that was like, Guilty Gear going to continue the animation style of Dragon Ball Fighter." Oh, I heard about it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but holy crap, that looked beautiful. When they did that crazy stage transition thing where the yeah. guy was just like, like ah, and like, you just see it zoom in and he yeah. followed. Dude, I was just like, what is that? And it was only, I mean, because seriously, that was the shortest trailer ever. Yeah, it was like seriously, minute, yeah. like I was just like, please more, right, right, right. Please, sir, may I have yeah. some more, please? But uh, oh, dude, and yeah, we're gonna have a whole new soundtrack of Daisuke and uh, and uh, I think it's Hashimoto is his name singing and stuff like that. Oh my god, it looks so cool. It is gorgeous. And there's a brand new character. Brand new character in there. looks awesome. I don't know if Max actually put out his video yet, but he actually told me some very interesting lore. About that character okay. that he heard, but I'm not gonna spill it if, if if Max hasn't put out the video yet because it's his news that he heard. He wants to talk. I'm not Fair gonna enough. steal his thunder or anything like that. So. Fair enough. But yeah, dude, that was uh, yeah. There's that video of Steve when he saw the new Guilty Gear. I mean, seriously, you it can't almost stand next to Steve. Everybody, it almost looked like he 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 just heard the news that his firstborn is coming or something like Imagine that. Imagine like, if Steve has children. And that announcement comes oh. in reality. <laughs> Imagine they have to. I would have to call the hospital in advance and say, yeah, uh-huh. "Please clear out the room. <laughs> just clear. Just he, he's the only person in there. Oh. Only person." Oh, Max has put out the video. Harada might be trolling or something like that, or Max misheard. Okay, okay. Because Harada apparently told Max that that character in Guilty Gear is supposed to be like the descendant of Leroy Smith from Tekken. 
and that's that's what Max was talking to me about. I don't wow. know if that was a connection. <laughs> yeah, okay, that seems. Do or not, yeah, so. all right. Yeah, but Harada is a troll, so there you go. That's that's also true. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous looking game. Very excited about that. Like I like what I like about it is it still looks like Exert, but it just yes. looks better even prettier crazier angle they've just learned how to do the angles a lot more they just learned what they can get away with now it's less about improving the graphics it's more about refining the technique and that is the insanity part of it is that they've actually created this platform this tool that they're still learning how to use themselves and just every game they do just keeps looking better and better and better and it's it's ridiculous. I mean, because I've even messed with Kill a Kill. Like, Kill mm-hmm. a Kill, like, the crazy thing about it is the anime has this weird kind of old-school gritty look to it, and they just put the whole thing into the game. Like, it looks like that, and it's it's crazy. That's awesome. It's yeah. amazing stuff that they're doing, dude. Oh, God. And do you think that it's Kai? Uh, yeah, Let's yeah, see. yeah. A lot of people are saying it's definitely Kai. Definitely Kai. Yeah, yeah, like there's some markings that he has or whatever like that. And plus, they said that Soul only has smiles that much if he fights Kai or something. Oh, like really? That. Okay. I don't know, but pretty sure it's Kai. Okay. Pretty sure it's Kai. So, Fair enough. Yeah. Well, that was one thing that I thought was super awesome. In Sam show, um, Shizumaru Hisame. And Mina. And Mina. <laughs> Mina? If she and season two, if, just yeah. in general. I mean, they announced the season one, here's your free pass, here, Rima Ruru, here comes Basara, Kanzuki, and Wanfu. That's all they told us. And they us. showed but then, gameplay for them. Then, in this announcement, they were like, oh, that's right, we also have Shizumaru and Mina, and we're going to release them one every month, basically. Right, yeah. And uh, look, if Mina turns out the way that she was before, and she doesn't suck like okay. that, like she did in Samso 5 Special, you might have your character. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all of her normals are arrows. So okay. like she shoots arrows up this way, arrows this way, jumping arrow this way. She is the zoner character of Samurai Showdown, basically. Interesting. She was super good in 5, so much to the point that people, like, like hated her or something mm. and they nerfed her enough that in Sam Show 5 Special she wasn't very good. I see. But if they could figure out a good middle ground for her she might finally be the character for you. Okay, I'm so, gonna give it a try. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. It's just one of those dangerous characters that she's either gonna be super good or, or really okay. terrible but we'll see, right? Because that's what I've always said about Blanca and Honda Yeah. and Street Fighter 5 did an amazing job with Blanca. I'm really surprised what I, they did I with agree. Blanca. So. But they made significant changes to both of those characters. Yeah, exactly. So. I, I Again, Honda will wait and see what happens he's, with him. But he's not gonna break anything for and sure. And he's like not he's fortress like he was He's before. definitely not the same yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that. Uh, also, King of Fighters 15 logo. Yeah, there was a logo, but and I we mean, all went nuts. Just the fact just that the they fact even that there was a logo. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, look for King of Fighters fans. This means a lot, right? Because let's face it, when 12 came out, it was the new graphics technique and stuff like that, and it just didn't look as good. It yeah. had this weird, awkward zoom in or whatever. And the way they refined it in 13 was fantastic, right? One of my favorite looking fighting games. Exactly. And then 14 came out, and what was the biggest problem with it is that it just didn't look great. Yeah. They've tweaked it as time went on. It got better and better looking, yeah. but it's just still not, subpar, not right? 
And then Samurai Showdown came out. We were all worried about that. That game looks absolutely beautiful. I really like it. SNK has definitely refined their 3D technology here and, and their experience with it, which just means I I'm hope I'm not setting myself and the entire FGC up for disappointment, but I really hope KOF 15 comes out and is just beautiful. You know what I mean? I, like, so I really just hope of this course. game comes out and it's just like, because like I said, 12 to 13 and then 14 to 15, like I just hope 15 comes out, blows everybody's mind, plays like KOF and, and KOF has a Tekken-like resurgence kind cool. of thing like that. I would be so it's happy. Like the Star Trek that. movies theory of KOF games. Basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't want it to look like the Sam Show art style. No, I get but it. I it's get just it. obviously they've gotten better at doing 3D graphics and stuff like that. So yeah, makes sense. I actually think Sam Show animates better than it should. I would have, <laughs> right, I would true, have yeah. rather have had it be I choppier. Cool. I would yeah, have rather yeah. had it be choppier. So yeah, that's one thing I really like about how. Arxis is making stuff mm-hmm. like they're cool to do that sort of choppy yeah, style because that's just how anime. it's right exactly it's exactly right. how anime looks and the funniest thing I, is I think that's pretty cool people used to talk about the old 2D Guilty Gear art as being so beautiful right yeah. and it was just big and everything and me and Derek would always be like it's actually really choppy the animation of that game is really choppy they use a lot of motion lines to cover mm-hmm. a lot of that like I mean Souls Jumping Slash is just this giant arc right it's not even a sword it's just yeah. here's this arc and they just draw it and we were always like it's not actually as beautiful as a lot of people think because the animation isn't as strong and then they went to the next game and they maintained it yeah. and now it's a choice and I'm just like this is the greatest thing ever it's, so it's like it's really interesting how my I flipped on that completely when they did right. it on purpose right, and I was right, just right. like they maintained it and I was like that is just so sick you know it like is. So, you know, you have this power, but now they're like, no, we still want it to look like this. And so that's so cool. So. I highly agree. Mm-hmm. They showed a Nightwolf trailer for Mortal Kombat 11, and we got to play it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He seems kind of You can of check out YouTube.com slash TV to see our recap. That's right. Uh, I was about to say stuff about him, but no, you have to go to our YouTube yeah. to see that. No, I mean, I didn't get a chance to say my thoughts, but I mean, he looks yeah. really interesting. So, I mean, uh, he's definitely a lot more interesting than I was expecting. I was pleasantly happy with their design, character design. He doesn't look horribly racist or anything no, like that. He, he looks very cool and stuff I'm, like I'm that. I'm thinking about playing him. Dude, he... I really like this variation, too, which is a command grab and teleport. He has the animalities. He actually has the animals right. that are all one color, like they did in, like they were in, in, in MK3. Not only that, but he has T-Hawk's eagle. That's right. Because like right. in, in Alpha 3, whenever T-Hawk won, he would stand there and the eagle would fly and land on his arm and the eagle would spend his time going. <laughs> and every time me and my friends saw that, we'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. We would be like, are you impressed by my victory? And the bird was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So he actually does the same thing. I thought was actually kind of cool. funny. Yeah. Looking forward to that. <laughs> I think it comes out next week. Mm-hmm. And then Tekken 7. Zafina returns. She looks super cool. Dude, she's oozing with style. She looks so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And Leroy Smith, Dude. a super cool looking Wing character. Chung. Super cool looking character. Oh, God. Everybody in the audience is going nuts for that. Yeah. New moves for every character in the game. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. New stuff. At least two more characters. A new stage. Yeah. Some other thing that they haven't talked about yet. 
too. There's a lot of stuff coming out. Yeah, and they do such a good job with that because uh, uh, Harada just did such a good job, like, just kind of trolling everybody. But what a cool-looking character Leroy yes. Smith is. What a cool-looking character. So. I definitely agree. He looks but I was, I've, I've been wondering why they've never had a character that fights, like, kind of like that. I mean, I guess um, there was a little bit in VF. I think one of the characters, I think Jackie might have had a little bit of like a lot of the Wing Chun oh, yeah. moves in there, but it'll be really cool to see uh, how Leroy Smith animates, because that's an interesting fighting style to put in a fighting game like that. Like, I'm wondering how his moves are going to attack, or is he going to have just a lot of things that are in the throws, because then it's automatic, you know what I mean? Or is he actually going to be able to have moves where he's just like, bah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I'm curious to see how they're actually going to put him in the game like that, so. Thanks, Tom Sawyer. And I, yeah. Uh, that's 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 very cool. All right. Well, anything else about announcements? I don't think I missed anything. Uh, no, I think that was there was a lot of announcements. There were a lot. So apologies if I lot. missed anything, yeah. but I don't think so. All right. Uh, Grand Blue was announced not at Evo apparently, but it's coming out in February. Oh, I hadn't heard of that. Uh, Indivisible announced that their uh, a release date. I think it was like November this year or something. Like that. Mm, I don't remember. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Guilty Gear is going to be playable this November. People said. Oh dang. Okay. All right. People are bringing it up. Yeah, but then also uh, Nintendo said that they were going to have the direct the next it's day. Forty six. What did they did they show anything in that direct? Did they uh, say that? Or, oh no, the direct was on seventeenth, I think, or something like that. They announced the direct was going to be on seventeenth, okay. or something like that. So, yeah. all right, well, you know who else was announced? He was not announced. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even do it. Don't okay, even do fine. it. Okay, fine. So during it. the arena, in the arena during Tekken, I should say, something popped up on the screen. And it was Codec Call with Snake and whoever. I've never played that. It was game. Snake and Harada. Oh, okay. All right. It was right. a video of Harada. And it was a voiceover of David the actual Hader. David, David Hader. Hader saying, That's some good ass Tekken. Yes. Instantly, the audience fell silent. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> I was there. And Steve were like. We, we, lit we literally all fell silent because the expectation at that point is like, okay, here's the intro, let me listen to the rest of it. Like, there's mm. gonna be more, right? Everybody fell silent. And then, five to ten seconds later, the murmuring started. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of murmuring. Anyway, it's not real. Instead, it was a joke, and it wasn't the only joke that they did during Top 8, that they're during Sunday. Mm -hmm. There were other jokes as well. But this was one that, like, could be plausibly true. Dude, this is what I was just saying. Like, I tweeted this, but, like, and this is not saying that it's okay that they did it or whatever, but this is where we're at in fighting games now. We're seeing Snake and have, thinking he might be in Tekken. He's already in Smash He's and has been. so it's like, plausible, yeah, totally. right? I mean, we have Negan. As soon as you put Negan yeah. in Tekken, it's just all bets are off. And it's not even just like, it's like, yeah, everybody's in Smash. Right, everybody's in Smash, and Iori's in Fighting EX Lair, and in in a million Arcana Arthur, and yeah. you know, like Tomar is gonna be in Soul Calibur, right. and all this stuff. And it just at this point in time, everything is a possibility. Sure. So, like, of course, you know, 
like at that point when they were making the joke, it was probably like this is a funny joke. Like this would just be cool to put out there. People will probably appreciate it. That's definitely what they thought. And then they probably didn't even think about the ramifications of it being played on Sunday. Yeah. But the thing about it is, like, it was during a match. It wasn't like it was. Well, I mean, it was between matches, but it was right. But it was not Tekken before Tekken. or after. Like they wouldn't announce something in between, right? That's just rude. No, and but it doesn't matter. You can't. That's not a good enough. You know, like no one's gonna make that connection. Everyone's just gonna yeah, see that and be like, "Snake is in Tekken." Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wish that they had at least told like Rip and Steve, so that Rip and Steve, who basically were the cheerleaders yeah, of the situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? They had the microphones in their hands. They could talk if they wanted to. Right. Uh, if they had dealt with it being like, oh, funny, but all right, I'm yeah, moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Totally uh-huh. different audience reaction. Right, yeah, than, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, it might be that the worst person to have in that situation was Steve, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Actually, might be the number one yeah, most yeah, you yeah. don't want him in that mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm, person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, this is... Something that the people... Well, Harris was talking about announcements. Oh, jeez, okay. Uh. Yeah, um, obviously it was not real. It wasn't even supposed to be a fake. It wasn't even supposed to be a fake. It's just supposed to have been a joke that they figured everybody would laugh off and just mm-hmm, didn't work mm-hmm. out like that. So Yeah, I mean, it wasn't might... on stream. It wasn't on stream. No, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, you might think as like somebody who's not in that position... How could they not have thought that it would be taken seriously? Right, yeah. But... I mean, the funny thing is, when I, I, I saw it. it, I didn't even think of that. Like, my brain didn't even go like, oh, people would interpret that as yeah. being Snake is in there. But as soon as people were like, oh my god, I was like, oh crap. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. I totally get it. They, it they were not way. trying to, like, it wasn't supposed to be a sick joke. It wasn't supposed right, to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't trying to be mean. Right, it, exactly. If they just thought it would be funny. Right. They just thought everybody would find it funny. And, and then David Hayter got mad about it, too. Right, so, so then Because yeah, he, he probably got hit up on Twitter by, like, 9,000 people. He, he must have. He must yeah. have. And then he tweeted saying, like, don't use my voice without authorization or whatever. Ever. ever like, right? ever. Yeah. He, he yeah. was mad. And definitely the internet was mad at people involved. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's definitely, in retrospect, an error. But I could understand why in that situation, they wouldn't have thought that it would be a big deal. Right. I, I get it. I mean, there there were other jokes that they did, and I could I, I can definitely see, like, you just wouldn't think that. Yeah, that joke... Maybe hit. you should have, but you just... I could see why you would not. Yeah, that joke definitely hit rock bottom. Because <laughs> it was created by, you know... <laughs> you, do, you do know who made that video, right? I do. Yeah, okay. But, you know, I'm tying it into the previous joke... Okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess yeah. it's Anyways. a little attenuated. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, so I don't think it's that big of a deal because I know maybe it's because I know the people involved, yeah, 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 and I know yeah. that their mm-hmm. intentions are not to be dicks. They're definitely yeah, not yeah, that yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, you know, that's uh-huh. well. Okay, maybe at least the people in charge are not that. <laughs> right. probably, probably most accurately that. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, I guess I have the benefit of knowing that. Yeah. But if you're not somebody who knows that, then maybe you get a different response. So it's, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's if they do this kind of thing in the future, it'll probably be in a different way with different people. Probably not make the same kind of joke. You know what? They would you know? probably do have like special borders around it. Be like you know break time or something, and have something show up, and then you go just away maybe or... just don't be like just don't hint that a character's in there. Just, you know, I mean, tell, like I said, it wasn't even supposed to be jokes. a hint. But no, I, I get it. But right, just right, think right. think about it next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah they will. Exactly. I mean, again, 
Evo again is just like we were talking about. Capcom. And yeah, tell tell the people who have the mics. It's so for, running. For sure. It's being run by a bunch of people who are trying to do cool things and entertain people and stuff like that. And they're gonna make a mistake, right? And to vilify them for something like this, I think, is kind of the wrong angle. And sure, you know, anybody who's been wanting Snake in the game is gonna be like super mad or whatever like that. But again, I don't think that this is like um, this is not like they were trying to piss everybody off. No, they right? definitely so, were not. Yeah. They definitely were not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Just if you had told Stephen Rip again, yeah. these are lessons for next time. Lessons for next time. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I, sure I liked a lot of what they did. I mean, I liked the jokes. I liked the you know audience participation stuff. I want all that stuff to stay. Right. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, that was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Spike Two Five Hundred One. I met him at Evo as well. So all right. Awesome. Anything else to say about this? Uh, no. Let's talk about the fact that uh, Infiltration both entered Evo and then won Samurai Showdown. Yeah. He's the face of Samurai Showdown. He, so. he took home a lion's share of that $30,000 pop A lot of money. Yeah, he took down a lot of that. Look, I mean, we've talked Thanks, about it. We've definitely talked about the whole entire thing before. The, the yeah. You know, just the Infiltration situation. Um, I just, you know, I'm not... I don't like the way he handled a lot of the situation afterwards and stuff. And I really honestly feel like he did more harm to himself than good by doing this, by trying to come back too quickly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't feel like there was any sort of like repentance or anything like that. You know, I, mean, I certainly and, never got that impression from him. I, right. I don't. I don't know. Do I like it? I do not. Right. I wish that. Evo had that, so obviously the CPT banned him from competing in Street Fighter, but they they can't like enforce, at least they don't enforce that kind of rule on the tournaments that mm-hmm. run the events. Otherwise, so if people want to play out games other than Street Fighter, then they can enter as long as the tournament itself hasn't banned them. Um, I think it was a mistake for Evo to allow him in this time, at least. But do you think uh, I mean, it's not? Do it's not my intention could've... to like ban him. Yeah, that's Forever, my question. Maybe. I, I don't know. Do you feel like Forever? they could have banned him? Do you yeah, feel like that causes some problems? Because then, what about some other people? Like, would Noel Brown be banned do, then? Do, are you asking legally, or are we asking... Just, legally, Legally, or... it's not an issue in the slightest. Really? Not an issue in the slightest. They really? have complete control of that situation. And and the fact that if they don't let one person in, but do let another one in, entirely their prerogative. Right. There's no... We refuse Nothing. the right to serve whoever they want right. to, and okay. and yet also to serve other people. Sure, right. you can do both. Okay. As long as it's not discrimination in some important way. Yeah, there's an absolutely no legal argument there at all. Now, if if there's if the argument is morally, if you're going to do this, you should ban other people. Right. That seems fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Am I opposed to that? No, okay. I'm not. And and if and if. I think that it's also useless to have some argument that's like, well, who knows how many other people we would need to ban? Let's find out. I'd right. like to know. I would like to ban the people who I think are going to make a bad situation right. for yeah, my friends. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I don't know all of them, um, but if that info gets out, say, by a court of law finding them guilty of doing something, then that's, yes, of right. course. So, yeah... So, as I was going to say, I don't think that I want to... I'm not trying to ban people for life. I want to send an important message that I think is important and that matters and is important. Um, I don't know that you need to do that by making a forever ban. But maybe like the first Evo after that stuff, Mm -hmm. you don't. You don't let that happen. Right. 
and that's just always just that's the whole weird situation with the whole thing and it's frustrating so i mean to be honest with you if i was doing top eight commentary for it i wouldn't even know if i could have i remember us talking about that yeah i didn't have to do any commentaries of his match right. uh, during quarterfinals so that kind of you know i i didn't have to figure out what to do in that situation yeah. but yeah and again you know the the hardest part about it is like there's it's, there's a lot of he said, she said going on, you know, and there's also court, there's certified, also documents. court certified documents, but everyone uses that document to prove their side equally. Like I've seen both sides be like, look at this document. This doesn't say, but it does say, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've I mean, seen, there's, there's a good faith way to read that. Right. And then there's a way that's not at all good faith. Right. There's, mm-hmm. I feel like there's mm-hmm. not actually a good faith way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we've gone we've gone over this before, right. but uh, geez, <laughs> I really think that there's not much in in that kind of explanation. Mm-hmm. So I I think that it's a big bummer that he was allowed to enter. Then now that he's also like the face of right, he's, gonna, he's always going to be the first champion at yeah. Evo for the game. And so um... yeah, and then right, so somebody tweeted that he made a triumphant return. Um, from the Evo account. Yeah. As soon as that happened, I ran over to one of the people in Tenno, and I yelled at him. I was mm-hmm. like, "Who is who did this?" Mm-hmm. And that person told me, "It's not us. It's Evo." And then I yelled at somebody from Evo, and they were like, "It's not us. It's Tenno." And I have no idea what the truth is. <laughs> oh Jesus! I wish I knew. But uh... I don't. And that that tweet is still up there, as far as I know, unless it's been. Uh, deleted over the last day or two, but right. I don't. I don't think so. Ugh, so yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I I really think that there needs to be some accounting for that. That is, you know, whatever your feelings on whether infiltration should be banned or not. To call his return triumphant is particularly crass. I think. Right. You you yeah. you could say. Yeah, I don't want to phrase it like this, but if you're somebody who would want to, you could say something like he, you know, having made a, having atoned for whatever or having served his whatever, there's Uh, ways to phrase this that aren't, boy, it's great that he's back and he overcame the odds. It's just Mm -hmm. a very bad way to phrase that. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a unfortunate situation. Yeah, you could just, you could just keep it factual. You don't need to have the story involved. He won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a it's a tough situation. Well, the point is to be sensitive. Right. That's the point of this. And there's not I'm not I won't be cowed by people saying that it's sensitive. The point of it is is sensitive. Yeah, I mean that's the worst I, thing I, about I it. I want people there to to f- be safe. And while I'm not particularly concerned that he himself will do things, I want to set a tone that is people who do these bad things won't be tolerated. That right. they, that there need to be consequences for that i mean honestly one of the things that i love about combo breaker so much is that they've made it a point to be a safe haven and to have this kind of you know reputation that they're going to make sure that everybody is protected and has a good time and like i said when i was at combo breaker it still has the highest male to female ratio of attendance there that i've seen and i don't think that's a coincidence and i would love to kind of promote that for all the different events you know what i mean so if you know Honestly, like I said, I just, yeah, I, I, 
you know, obviously he withdrew from CPT himself. I, I really just wish he had withdrawn from competing at events for a while. You know what I mean? Just not not to make everyone forget about it, but to actually actively, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, shouldn't we give people second chances? Well, yeah, but, you know, second chances also take some time, right? You yeah, know, yeah. That's the thing, so. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I don't think that I would want to ban him for life. Mm-hmm. But the first Evo after that stuff happened seems like it should not have been right. open to him. IMO. Yeah. Well, it's certainly not up to me. That is, that's that's right. a true story. Yeah. And it would have gone differently if it had, but it's not. I don't know what the value of that statement is. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Why is that important? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. There's a, There's like a weird politics about that. Jeez. Well, you're getting all catted. Uh, anything else to say about that? Uh, no, I don't think there's really anything more that we can say. You know what I mean? Without yeah. without just getting the whole chat in a tizzy and everything like that. I'm not happy with it. I'm sad yeah. that it had to go this way. That I can't be here excited talking about what a great grand finals Samurai Showdown had and stuff like that. But you know, obviously, they I've, didn't have him in the recap. I know, he wasn't he in, wasn't in the yeah, Evo recap. He wasn't in the, the video Evo. at the end of Evo. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. not. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, in not entirely unrelated news, there were also a bunch of uh, druggings and gropings at the Evo after party. And I think it. I think it's important to say that it's not entirely unrelated. Did he, was he, did he do those things? I highly doubt it. No, no. I'm sure not. The mindset that allows one of those things is the same mindset that allows the other of those things, and both of them need to be stamped out of the community. Yeah, I mean, one of the hardest things is that that event, honestly, didn't do a very good job of keeping people out. More more than one, yeah. I mean, several of my friends were roofied. Three people that I know of. Three people. Including one who just drank his girlfriend's drink Uh and finished it. And was there one that was that way? There oh, was. Okay, and then there may be four. Of There's them. at least four that I'm aware of. Okay, okay. Um, and yeah, he got busted. He got, he felt horrible and yada yada. Yeah, so I know, oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Okay. But yeah, one of them was someone drank part of the drink drink, and felt like, oh, I don't feel so good. So someone else was like, I'll finish the drink for you. And then there went that guy there. And then somebody else, uh, a girl definitely did get. Uh, roofie at mm-hmm. one point in time and uh, it's just like I mean again sitting here and saying people stop doing this respect women's spaces blah 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 it's, it's, it's not going to do much because a lot of the people are going to agree with me if you're capable of that stuff I'm not going to change your mind by telling you not to do that kind of stuff right people are like that might not be listening or whatever like that the point is now is that we all have to do a better job of trying to help and make the space a little bit safer. We got to do things like, you know, make sure that only evil attendants are there. That way, if it does happen, we know it's somebody there. We can find out who they are, ban them, you know, and, and stuff like that. You know, if you're with your, uh, you know, uh, girl with your friends who are girls, 
you know, keep an eye out them. You know, maybe someone even suggested making a bar where the drinks are covered on the top like boba drinks. That actually is a great idea, and I'm surprised it doesn't exist. There's glasses out there that, like, will change straws that will change colors and stuff like that. Doing those kind of things if drugs are present, et cetera, et cetera. If you're with your friend, uh, a female friend, I mean, maybe you can even just always take a sip of their drink beforehand or something like that. You know, I I mean, mean, there are there are these proactive ways to deal with it. That's true, and I don't want to say that those shouldn't be part of the puzzle but man it's definitely should not be on people who want to have a good time to have to safeguard themselves in that Mm -hmm. way and then someone got groped as well which i did hear that you oh really i've heard okay okay i heard one in particular that led into a fight there's video of the guy being led out of the that may not be the same guy oh really okay but, I mean, shout-outs to her friend for, you know, helping protect her and everything like that. But, again, it's just like, if you are part of the... Like, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, it's just yeah. like... I don't know. Like like I said, anything I say is going to fall on deaf ears. Because the people who think the way I think are going to totally understand. Like, just leave people alone, respect women's spaces, etc., yeah. etc., et kind of thing. But, again... You know, just be aware of suspicious people, weird behavior, and stuff like that. And if a, if it does happen to a woman, one, listen to her, believe her, and defend her. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I had someone tweet, it was like, you know, and women, don't be afraid to fight back. And I was like, this is just not the right advice that you can give because people can be overpowered. But if yeah. you have safety in numbers, absolutely, if you can, you know, be there to help and defend and predict uh, and protect your friends and stuff like that. And it's frustrating to me t- that this keeps happening. And so I'm just going to go on this little soapbox. I tweeted this. Let's stop having these stupid after parties that are like this, please. Because you know what? The subset of people in the fighting game community who enjoy club parties and the subset of players who want an after party where they could just sit down and play games in a bright environment where we could talk to each other, have a good time, have some drinks, but in a place where everyone can see everything clearly definitely favors that side, right? I mean, the response that I got from my tweet was humongous, okay? I got a lot of people saying, this is why I don't go to the after parties. I way would prefer it this way. I thought this was what the party was going to be like. A lot of people (laughs) were like, the best after parties at fighting game tournaments are the 24-hour venues, right? you know, and stuff like that. And I just don't know. Like, I honestly feel like we only throw those kind of parties because, one, it's what cool people are supposed to do. And two, it's just convenient because it's so easy to do because everyone already has it set up to do that. You know what I mean? I think there really are people who like that. There are. I was the guy who liked that. But I, uh, like I said, I just feel are like... Are there as just... many of me as the people who don't? I don't know, yeah, to be honest. I, just, I, but I, I do think that there's a lot of people who like video games and also clubbing. Right. So, but... you know, I, I, if, if there's another after party that's also just like chill out... Uh-huh, grab a beer uh-huh. or whatever and just play video games that's not at my age that sounds great right I'm down to that. <laughs> but only a few years ago in my early 30s i was i was still all about going out right and certainly if i were somebody who was coming here and like i was a college person or i was in my 20s i'd want to go to whatever the rager was mm-hmm. so I, I i do i want to keep that option because right. i think that's cool for people who are into that but if there's something else that'd be great as well It'd be nice to have both. Right. Yeah. Just have the options at yeah. least, right? So Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's weird because like 
it's it's kind of like even I can even say arcades, right? Like arcades a long time ago were designed to pack as many machines as possible, be as dark as possible, yeah. which is why they became you know reputable for places where drug deals went down and stuff of like course. that because they're dark, right? And I even for arcades, I'm like just make arcades brightly lit, like. You know, Southern Hills Golfland was brightly lit. I never felt like I had trouble seeing the monitor. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. And it's just like, I just, I just don't like darkly lit places where people can't hear things because it's just like, it's so easy for people to get away with stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Like, is it, I mean, if has anyone ever tried a club where it's like brightly lit? Is it that bad that you can see other people and clearly see everything that's happening? Some, well, it depends on what your perspective is. Right? Um, like... I don't know. When when I was in my going out phase, uh, I guess it's not, I I always wanted there to be more light because I was confident with there being light. <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, it's fair. That's uh, fair. Whereas many of my other guy friends were less confident if it was a brightly lit room. <laughs> but I would have been very happy to have that because right, then yeah, I could have yeah. definitely known what everybody looked like. <laughs> So yeah, but I don't know. You know, at this at my age now, it's I'm not into the wild nights anymore. I just honestly like because the thing about it is even if we do one for both, I feel like that still opens up for that kind of possibility. You know what I mean? And I just I just want to make it so that look. It's... That's the the thing that I want to avoid. Also, is saying that this is something that only occurs in these in clubs like this, it mm-hmm. occurs. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And after this happened, many of the women in the FGC who I follow were saying things like, look, this is part of why I avoid not just clubs, but also situations that have a lot right, of people in them, yeah, yeah. whether it's mm-hmm. clubs or if it's just a, a bar mm-hmm. or if it's even hanging out in a tournament sometimes. Because this happens. It's not, it's yeah. not only in dark, dimly lit alcohol situations. It's not... Yeah, it's it's worse than that. It's 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 frustrating, and I hate seeing this happen to people. Obviously, that I know, people who are my friends, and everything like that. And it's just like, and yeah, honestly, it really should just be only evil people there because they weren't doing a good job keeping the door. I, I definitely agree with that part. Yeah, mm-hmm. there really should just be people who are there for evil. Um, but yeah, look, I think it's important to point out, as Stickman did, that it's not not just about a party. It's there's, there's just folks. Not just in party situations. I know, I like I said, I used to go to parties and stuff. I was friends with people who were not doing the gross things. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of people who do that, who right, are right, just right, there right. to have fun with their friends and dance and drink and whatever it is. Then there's also people who are who are gross. And they're yeah. in many other situations you, as well, not you, just that You're not going to get rid of them. That's the problem. Well, they're we want to get rid of them. Be, well, that's the problem. What I mean is that they exist. They do exist. We're going to try our best to make sure they don't yeah. show up in our scene. Yeah. But I don't even know how to do that because everybody who signs up to Evo, you don't know. Like you don't a lot know. of them could be gross people, yeah, right? definitely and, could be. And so we're not... I mean, obviously it would make us all feel better if whoever was trying to roofie the drinks wasn't an Evo participant. But there's probably a much better chance that they were an Evo participant. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. I don't know. That's cool, man. I mean, I, I used to feel the same way. Stickman says, I had so much fun at the clubs drinking with FGC people. That was my experience, too, when I was younger, for sure. I thought that was a lot, because that was a way to hang out with those people that was unusual for well, me. Well, Stickman has also been in the scene for a long time, too, so maybe he still feels that way after yeah, maybe, all this yeah. time. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
don't anyway, know. it's not about people who are trying to have fun and dance and hang out. It's yeah. I mean, obviously, people. I don't want to take that away from I, no, those I, I people. Get it. I get it. But the thing about it, the, the weird thing about it is, we don't have the option for the other crowd. You know what I mean? There needs to be an option for the other crowd. And in fact, yeah, that sounds great. I was even thinking like maybe we should do an Ultra Chen old man after party next year and like try to find a venue. Just genius. And just have it so it's brightly lit and people go there and talk and we should just play like like classical music. You know, like and just like have like Manhattan and old fashions and stuff. Oh, like old man after party where we just have games and stuff like that. It would be in a library. <laughs> oh dude all right let's let's do this let's, that actually is we, genius we, we to have, be honest we have, let's okay. go for it okay. let's go for all it right. dude all right i think it would be really cool to have something yeah like and old, that. only games from last millennium yeah <laughs> i think that would be awesome that sounds dude. really cool the old part of old party play board games and stuff <sighs> Dude, so what cool. event did we go to where we went to that one place that was kind of like half bar, but then the other side was brightly lit, and they had the shuffleboard, they had the giant Jenga blocks that we were playing? That oh, were. sure. Do you remember that one? Yes, the, that was um, Canada, I believe. Oh, was it in I Canada? I believe that oh, okay. was in... Boy, it might have been in Seattle actually. That might have been. Yeah. The, that might have been when we were there for Red Bull. Yeah, because I I enjoyed that one because like they had the bright side and then they had the bar area and you could go back and forth between them. I remember that was very. Cool. And then we were sitting there playing Jenga all day. I remember, and then we were singing the the corn song and everything sure. like that. <laughs> and people. It, were it really was fun playing foosball and stuff like that. There so. there may be issues even in that type of party. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like we've been trying to absolutely. say it's not something that's yeah, exclusive yeah, yeah, yeah. to just uh-huh, one subset uh-huh. of people. There's just there's a lot of gross folks in yeah. many different situations. So we need to be... The, I mean, the things that you were saying about trying to be vigilant, these are important things. Yes, yeah, yeah, Fine. yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you, if you know somebody who you think might be gross about it, please don't just let it happen. Right. It's, like, we, we have to be... The vigilance... Is not just with the like moment of roofing or grossing mm-hmm. or groping mm-hmm. or whatever. It's it's before that. Vigilance starts before that. Trying to find don't hang out with people who are gross. Don't if you think there's people gross in your scene, don't let them in. Or Quit or it. not even just that, but like I even tweeted this, like if any of your friends ever make any sort of weird Yeah. Talk like, to them about it. Crazy, assaulty kind of jokes and just call them out and even if they're like, dude, bro, it's just jokes. Yeah, like yeah. just be like don't joke about it. Yeah. Or if they're genuine, be like, oh, sorry, my bad. You're right. That's probably out of line. doesn't matter that you said it. It's not like the guy's going to like, how dare you accuse me? I'll never talk to you again. You know I mean, Maybe. I mean? like, and if so, he should probably get out of there anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's not really a problem. So, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Anyways, so. Yeah, that name. Uh, there was a guy on MK and I think Tekken who played as, uh, or who wanted to play as, I make her say yes. It was his gamer tag. And what they ended up doing on at least the MK side was changing it to Say Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he got mad that they changed his name. And then Walter, uh, who is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, part of Inner Sport, which runs the NRS yeah, 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 yeah. right? Uh-huh. Uh, he banned him because he said that name is, it violates the rules. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, look, believe me. I'm definitely down with weird names, okay? Yeah. This uh, is something that not even I would... I don't think that's Well, this cool. is not a weird name. This is, this not, is literally... I mean, it's not It's not funny. It's not a joke. It's right. gross. Right. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. I think there's a difference. 
Yeah. So. <sighs> yep. There. I mean, there are even funny. There are even jokes that could be made, I, but that is not a good mm-hmm. joke. Yeah, someone even made the comment in the chat that even Yukadon changed his name, right? So now he's Fujimura because that had a bad sexual connotation, sexual assault connotation to it, which he said it because it was ground pound from yeah. Viper, and then it just somehow became this term in right. the past few years, and he was like, oh boy, and so he changed to Fujimura, so there you go. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Hmm. But yeah, like I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm just super frustrated by it. You know. I mean, I hate saying it this way. Obviously, some of these things happen to some of my very good friends, and that makes me extra angry. Yeah, me too. But of course, I should be angry because it happened to anybody. Of, of course. But you know, I mean, these. It's just. You know, it's just like everybody. You got to get desensitized to these weird things, but then when it hits home, it's just like you just get that much more upset. And, you know, that's the thing is like you don't hope to some of these people that it happens to people they know because you don't want it to happen to anybody. But like at the same time, it's just like for a lot of these people, they're not going to understand until it does. You know what I mean? And it's just a, it's a weird situation. I don't know. It's just it's really it's upsetting. So. <sighs> Anyways. All right. Probably about that, huh? Yeah. All right. The last thing to talk about was this poke chop video. Yes. Uh, I haven't watched it. Okay. I saw the poke chop video. Someone is filming poke chop, and he's in the audience, and he's like, "Yo, who wants to bat? Who wants to take this out?" He's sitting high enough that he's right next to the sweets up this is, there. Okay. This is in the Evo Arena. Yeah. Sorry. This is at during the Tekken top eight, okay. and he's sitting there, "Yo, blah blah," and then obviously you hear, "Hey." And then the, whoever's filming it pans up in the box. You see Wizard standing up there, and he was like, "Shut the hell up, or I'm going to eject you, or something like that, right?" And then Pokechop's like, "What the hell?" And he just like gets really quiet, and he's like, "Oh my god," or whatever. And then uh, he tweeted that video out and was like, "What the hell? You can't treat this. I'm supposed to get hype." And everybody started getting really mad about it, and now everybody's yelling at Wizard about it. Okay. Right. And so I don't know if you have a take on it or anything like that, or. Uh, I mean, look. I, I mean, you want me to start? Sure, okay, I guess, look, yeah. Look, the thing about it is, and again, this is not going to be an excuse, you know, the, the worst excuse is it's just jokes, right? It's just fun. He's just having fun. But let's be 100% honest here, right? In the 20 years that I've known Wizard, this is the same joke that he's made his whole entire life. Yeah. Whether it was in Pound Capcom... Whether it was on SRK, whether it was on... Whether if I was at his house, he would be like, get out of my house, you're banned. Right? Right? Like, every single time I did anything, he would ban me from his house. Uh, He would ban me from everything. Every time, like, Justin jokes about something, banned from Evo. You know, you're banned from this. You're banned from this. I don't think it was the ser- as serious as everybody is making. Like, Wizard was not going to kick him out. He was probably trying to joke with Pokechop the way that he jokes with everybody else. And it came out the wrong way. Because, like I said, he's been doing this for 20 years. That's true. I think people are overreacting to it. Honestly, I 100% think it is. But the problem is, if Wizard comes out and says, I was joking, you don't think everybody's going to be like, F you, you weren't joking, blah, 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 you're a jerk, blah, blah, blah. He's kind of in a lose-lose situation. I don't think there's anything he can say at this point in time. And I think if he just acknowledges, it's going to get worse. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know what, 
I don't know what he can do at this point in time. Well, so. Like I said, I haven't seen it to to get like a. Can you see his face? Do you like know what? No, it's so dark. It's you dark. Can, you, you, you just yeah. tell it's him. Yeah, I mean, but uh-huh. it it definitely is true that he has been making that joke forever. Right. Uh huh. Because I'm I can't first of all I can't believe you named the secret channel. Jeez. Uh, but then on that old IRC channel on Fnet, uh, he definitely did that all the time. Mm-hmm. He was a mod there. Does that still happen? Is that still a thing that exists? Uh, I haven't been there in many, many years. But yeah, that was all the time. I don't know if that's what this was, because I just I haven't seen it. Right, but right. I can definitely confirm that he has always made that kind of joke. I don't know if this is it. I mean, I watched the video. I mean, I don't think it seemed anything outside of the normal character. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I know him, you know, and that's just how it is. So, I don't know. Wow. I mean, everyone says it doesn't read that way, but like I said, he's always does that to everybody. He's been doing that his whole entire life, so. Yeah, uh, anyway. Um, Do you want me to play the video on here? I don't know. Is it... If you want. Right. He, I mean... As far as Pokechop goes, I mean, he's hilarious, and I support that guy. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. You know, of course. Obviously, so, Pokechop's one of my favorite guys. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And we were all getting really loud in that arena. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. I was. I don't know. Everyone says... Oh, it, yeah, if you want, yeah. They insist that it was real and stuff, so I don't know uh, if I can find it here. Does anybody have it in a link? Anybody have it in a link? Uh, I'll search for Pope Chop. There you go. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a frustrating situation because I can say that all I want and, you know, I I don't know if anybody's going to believe it anyway because, you know, it's it's the worst kind of defense. I know it too. Everyone's like, ah, it was just a joke. It's like the worst kind of defense. It's always a frustrating thing to to listen to. So, uh, here we go. I got ten on that one right now. Anybody? Anybody? I got ten on that one. I got ten on that one. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody want to lose that money? I got ten on that one. What's up? What's up? Show them black ass. What? What? Don't don't Watch the beat down. That's about to happen. Watch the beat down. That's about to happen. USA. I don't know. Yeah, it didn't really look like a joke, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it, it is it is true that it is something that he says and has said forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that, if that was the I don't same. know. It just, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know if it's that big of a deal, uh-huh. to be honest. I mean, 
Oh, I hope Polkchop had a good time after that, but... Right. Uh, I mean, afterwards, he, you could even hear him say, that's right. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Like, that doesn't sound... I don't know if that sounds super serious to me. Maybe. So. I, I really Maybe I've been the brunt of this for too much that, that I, I, I just... I, I Like I said, it seems normal to me. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I get don't it. know, yeah. so... I don't know. doesn't come off looking great, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're right that that's... He definitely right. does say that right. in reality. Uh-huh. I don't know oh. if this is a joke, though. <sighs> uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know if it's... Pokeshad didn't get kicked out, right, or anything? No, 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 he didn't. He didn't get right, cool. kicked out. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, all right. As long as he continued to be able to have a good time, then I guess I don't super care about it. Right. I don't know. Like I said, I just feel like... Like, I, if, if people are worried that... Or, I guess, what, I, what none of us wants, I'm sure, including him, is a situation like me getting kicked out of... A League of Legends tournament because mm-hmm. uh, we were too loud. Right, right. I, I it's not that. This is not that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not concerned about this right, like amounting right. to that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like yeah, I, said, I don't think this is that big of a deal to be honest. Yeah, but a lot of people. Yeah, are, I got kicked out of a League of Legends. I mean, a lot of people are talking about it on the internet. I've gotten. People sending me DMs about it, like, are you going to talk about this kind of situation? I don't know, like I said, I just, I felt like when I watched it, I like I said, I felt like I've heard that a million times yeah. in that same tone. Like, in his house, he's kicking me out of his house. You know what I mean? And it's like... I guess most of the times that I've heard that have been on IRC. Oh, okay. But I'm not hearing so it. So you don't hear him exactly, say yeah, it. Yeah. Right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like I said, I... May, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Maybe that's so just my problem is that I've heard it way too many times. I've seen him do it, like, a thousand times yeah. to some of his best friends. He's always threatening to kick them out or ban them out of something like that. So, I don't know. I don't know, so... I've definitely told the story about me getting kicked out of a league event before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We told about... We've done, talked about it like three or four At like least, times. yeah. yeah. Uh, as yeah. a... Just briefly, I guess, if you weren't there. Yeah, I mean, look, maybe it was the wrong thing to do. Like, it, it definitely comes off wrong, and especially if Pokechop doesn't know Wizard like that, Fair it's going to come off really, really badly, so probably was the wrong thing to do. I'm not saying it was, you know, it's excusable, but I'm just saying that I just don't think it's as big of a deal as people think it is. It doesn't is, seem right? like that big so, of a deal to me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I had a vodka bag. I had I bought a handle of vodka, and I filled it into a plastic bag, and then I stuffed that bag in my pants, and I, my friends and I walked into this League of Legends event. This was when League was way smaller. It was in just like some soundstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, it was just a couple hundred people probably. And, you know, whatever, we got in there, we were drinking, um, and we were, too, we were loud. We were too loud, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we were loud in, like, the fighting game way. We weren't, right. we weren't loud to be jerks. Right. We were loud because we were getting excited, and, like, my, my context of if I'm excited is fighting games, college football, and the NHL. Right. And in all of those, you're going nuts. <laughs> so I'm just used to that, and it was the same with the other people I went with. So when we were there, we were just very loud. But then we found out later that they wanted it to be like a TV taping kind of thing where you could cheer, but only in certain times. Right. And whatever. This is not the kind of thing that would happen at a League of Legends event now, but it was, it was early on and they were right, figuring it right, out. Right. So they ended up kicking us out because we were too loud, basically. Yeah. 
That's all. A bunch of you guys too. Oh a yeah, whole group of you. Three too, or four so. of us. Yeah, it was like four of you guys got. Kicked so, it sounds out like four. Like yeah. 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 I mean, it may not have helped that one of our guys put up a sign behind the uh, commentators. That was like, where's Team Marn? This is after Team Marn had a team in League of Legends. Right. They got kicked out and bad uh-huh, things happened. Uh-huh. And then he put that up there. That probably didn't help. Yeah. Anyway, we weren't we weren't trying to be dicks. Yeah. Like I said, obviously it's not an excuse. I mean, I, I wish that he would apologize to Pokechop because maybe he doesn't know him very well that way. You know, I don't know what their relationship is yeah. at all. Uh, if it came off wrong. I mean, but the thing about it is it's like... I just think everybody's ready to vilify him so quickly already, and I mean, I'll 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 talk to Wizard, I guess, you know, and I'll you know see if I can, you know, get him to apologize or something. But we'll see what happens. So, and I, I just honestly think it's bigger than it really should be. So yeah, it's uh, it seems right yeah. to me too. I don't know if that's that big yeah. a deal. Pokechop's yeah. great though. I definitely support Pokechop uh, being loud. Right. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah. No, Poke Chop is a I wonderful that's, guy. That's look. the thing. Is like, like, don't want anybody to get me wrong here. I love Poke Chop to death, and I want him to be on a Tekken summit just so we can see this going on all day. Like, I really want him to. I be do that. understand the context. I because I hadn't thought about this that Shankar brought up, which is that he is calling for side bets, which is like not legal. In Vegas, well, just in general, I guess, but probably in like the Vegas context, if you're loud enough for people who have power to hear, that may not be great. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that was the situation there. I really I don't, don't know. know. I, don't I hadn't know. thought about that until you brought that up right now, and and I guess I could see that being that could definitely be a possibility. Yeah, but I mean, I don't even know if that's. I, I don't know. The case, I'm just right? saying. It so, seems like it could be. Right. Yeah. But, like I said, everybody's talking about it now, and it's a really, really big deal at this point in time, so... I don't know. Yeah. Would they care about $10 bets? I mean, I, I don't know, but my guess is, if this is the issue, I don't know if it is. If it is, my guess is that they would just want, like, the peop- the authorities to not know about it. Mm-hmm. So, if he's, like, right at the top, being very loud, that seems like it's prime susceptibility to being heard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure, man. Yeah. I mean, if I was up there, I would have been yelling at him, with him, basically, you know. I did a lot of yelling. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Logan was not... Let's see. Logan was kicked out of his front row in Evo. But not for the reason that you think. Um, he Wait, didn't was have, this year? Yeah. He didn't have tickets. What? <laughs> And apparently there were front row tickets that you needed. Oh. There were floor tickets, and then there were front row tickets, and they didn't have those. I didn't even hear but, about this but one. But they were sitting in the front row, and they were being really loud, and yada yada. And then they got asked to move to the back, uh, or to uh-huh. a further row. Right. Because they didn't have a ticket for that. Right, So, right. whatever. I mean, and, and even Logan himself was like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. He <laughs> 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 was just like, yeah, we just didn't have it. Uh. <laughs> No, we all the commentators were definitely given tickets, but we were given floors tickets. I think I don't think we were given tickets for the uh, for the front row. Maybe I didn't have floor tickets. Wait, did I have floor tickets? I mean, my friends didn't have floor tickets, so it wouldn't matter. Oh, I guess, yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. It didn't, didn't even matter. Yeah. 
Oh, well, anyway, know. yeah, again, I don't know yeah. if this is a super big deal, but all right. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are talking about prize pools, actually. Some people are bringing this up as okay. well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've already talked about this a little bit, that prize pools should definitely be higher, but money has to come sure. from somewhere. <laughs> Ideally. Right? right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. They should. But, so, okay, well, how do you do that? Yeah. I mean, what... Is, is it just, it's the same complaint, right? That the payouts are too low. Yeah, everybody wants the players to get, well, some people want the top players to get paid more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know, we've talked about this. This is, this is not like a particularly novel thing we've discussed. Right. Uh, I feel like this is something we should talk about later. Like, it's not like a pressing Evo thing. Yeah, okay. Just in general, it would be nice if the top players got paid more, but there's any number of ways to do yeah, that. I mean, Some of them would infringe on, on other things that wouldn't be good. 500k Whatever. for Teppin, Fortnite 3 million. It's like I said, this, this money has to come from somewhere, right? Yeah. And and I think the company that makes Teppin has a very, very successful other game out there already, right? Does it? I think so. Like Gung Ho, I think. That oh, they, it's Gung Ho, right, right, right. They right. already have like some. They got some big stuff. Yeah, they already have like some. Oh, they made Grand Blue. Oh, Puzzles and Dragons. That's the one that they make. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, I don't think that that's going to be. Uh, I don't think that that's a little game called Puzzles and Dragons. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, look. Dang. All right, Paolo plays Puzzles and Dragons the most. Wait until TYM hears about that. What's that? <laughs> oh, you know, NRS jokes. Oh, okay. Because, like, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, like, honestly, it would be awesome if Capcom could take some of that Devil May Cry, Resident Evil 2, Monster Hunter money and throw it into Street Fighter. But, I mean, Capcom Cup is one of the ones that pays the players the most, right? That's, I don't feel like, I, I mean, I feel like Nintendo is one of the biggest issues right now. And, you know, it's going to be a conversation of crowdfunding. Do we want to do more crowdfunding stuff, like the Sub-Zero costume from a long time yeah, ago? Yeah. You know, those kind of things like that. And, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, I, we do play Teppin, actually. We do play Teppin. We do play Teppin. I've been playing it a lot, actually. I've been kind of stuck on it. I think it. it's fun. Um so the question, well, Namco, yeah, as well. So again, the question is just where does the money come from? Yeah. Right? Where the money has to come from somewhere, and the debate on should we be raising the entrance fees has been going on for a long time. People are saying yes, people are saying no. Is a twenty dollars entrance fee really going to change that much for each game? Yeah. You know, maybe that is the way to do it because most people are only entering one game anyway, right? It's we we saw the stats. The number of people enter more than one game is actually surprisingly low. Uh, like less than 50% of the people are actually entering more than one game. So maybe it doesn't affect as many people as we think. And the ones who do enter multiple games, maybe a lot of them are, you know, like Kazunoko, right? I mean, and he's already sponsored and stuff right. like that. So I don't know. I don't know. The song gets stuck in my head a lot, actually. Who's your main character right now? Playing Ryu mostly. Yeah, okay. Everyone is, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Don't copyright strike us. <laughs> uh, Shinku Ryu is super good. That's basically what I use. Uh, that's the all I've used online. But I finally lost a Pretty ranked easy. match. Oh, yeah? I finally lost a ranked match because I fought someone and they were Mega Man. And they got all of their cards out and healed everybody. 
and all of my first draws were all of my six and five MP characters. Oh. So I put one out, and I was sitting there, and he's like healing his people, and I couldn't get anybody else out. And sometimes that's how yeah. it works. And I was really salty after that were you? because it's just I hate RNG and you games. haven't played uh, card games before. No, yeah. I hate RNG, and well. car- that's why card games kind of bother me a little bit, but. There's no mulligan option. They need to add a mulligan option. That one's a little strange. I agree with that. uh, Because literally, like I said, there was one time I fought the computer Nergigante. Yeah. And it went, go! And I was like, Nergigante sitting there. And I was like, putting up a card, putting up a card, doing all this, putting up a card. And he's sitting there. And I'm like, putting up a card. And I was like, I'm going to do this as soon as he puts out someone and kills one of my units. And Nergigante's just sitting there. He did nothing. Oh. He literally did nothing until he died. Because he got, he probably got five action cards that could only be played on his own units. Oh, I guess the computer probably, yeah, maybe. Because that happened to me one yeah, time when I was playing Nergigante. I was playing him, and I only had five cards that I could play on my units, and then my, all my units were dead. And I was sitting there, I was like, I literally can't do anything. Yeah, can I throw a card away? I can't do anything. I, I hear you. Yeah, so there you go. Teppin is free. Uh, if you'd like to add me, that's cool. I'm down to play. Can you read out this name? <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. No, you don't need. You don't need to. All right, fine. Anyway, it's genius. But uh, you can DM me for it later. A R bar cart dar E R. Nope, can't think of anything. No. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, no. All right, well, you want to talk about the other stuff? I mean, it's way super late now, but who cares? Does sure, that matter? Sure, yeah. doesn't matter to Let's me. just talk about some other stuff. Cool. Let's talk about some other stuff. Actually, can we take a short Do break? Do you need to pee? Yes. Okay. You have to pee. Okay, all right. Let's uh, take a break. We'll is be it, right is it better than Genghis Khan? I don't know. That one's pretty great. Which that's, one? That's the tough one to beat. I mean, Shin Fart Butler is not very far off. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, let's. Uh, I'll move back uh, all right. <laughs> you would be hearing David P. You could have. You missed it already. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot that I have apples. Apples and peanut butter and honey. One of my Ooh, favorite snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you just cut the apples up yourself. I did. Nice. What I kind like little, of apples? Little slices are these? here. What kind? Are they uh, the tasty red apples or? I don't remember actually what we got. They might be Honeycrisp, but I don't remember. Okay. okay. Actually, sounds really good. Mm, they're not very great. A little disappointing. Really? To be honest, yeah. An apple? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. But yeah. no, I just mean like the whole chat is. I mean, the whole uh, snack sounds really, really good. Oh so. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Man, I made. Maybe the best dinner I've ever made two nights ago. It was... I'm expecting to hear something about cereal and, like... No, I'm being serious. Come okay, on. okay, okay. God. Can't you take me seriously? <laughs> no. Um, it was soba noodles with peanut sauce and tofu and mm. carrots and okay. scallions. Okay. And, man, it was really good. Actually, doesn't sound bad. Oh, really good? I mean, one of my favorite things I used to eat in Taiwan was the cold noodles. 
Oh yeah, it was cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. cold mm-hmm. noodles really with the peanut sauce like that. And so well, there we go. Put in like the celery and like mm. uh, a bunch. Like it's a lot of sesame oil and stuff. Yeah, like sesame that. oil was in there. Right. Some basil. Sesame oil is the best. Really good. Yeah. All right, is this thing done? Almost. Did you run a shorter one? Uh, no, same amount. But okay. I feel like it should have been done. I don't know what his real name is. Is Arslan Ash his real name? It's a good question. I'm not sure. What do they say about Guilty Gear, Flashman? Oh, just now something was released? Yeah, someone says that, um... Uh... Ooh. People, yeah, people are talking. Let's see what we got here. Okay. A few words from Daisuke Ishwatari. We should probably read this on stream. Well, let's do that. It's, it's ready. Let's come back. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. First of all, his real name, according to Shay on 26 is Arslan Sadiq. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then... There was just a tweet from Arc System Works right now. Like literally almost like 40 minutes ago or so. Hi everyone, this is Daisuke Ishiwatari, the general director of the Guilty Gear series. I hope you enjoyed the reveal trailer of our latest title. I can't read all this, it's too long. Do you want me to read this? There isn't much I can divulge at this time, but I'd just like to mention that this newest title is being developed with one goal in mind. To create a game that both new and existing players alike would want to get their hands on. The core concept this time is unlike those of the past titles. It is neither evolution nor returning to the roots, nor is it an addition or subtraction of elements to the existing title. What we're pursuing is a brand new experience for Guilty Gear. To achieve that goal, we've disassembled the current franchise into fragments and sifted out the pieces that make it unique and charismatic, using those pieces to have a complete reconstruction of the franchise. What we're undertaking is a full franchise. It kept going, huh? Yeah, there's still, wow. still more. There's still more. Wow, that was half. That was literally half that of it. That was half of it. Yeah, I wow. have a lot more. So is any of this anything? It's a high risk move on our part. However, we have an accumulation of the plentiful resources and experience, a clear vision of our ideals, and the excitement all towards right, the no. future of a new possibility. Okay, all right. Although we don't have the past wasters, the development team work for the future. Never knew pursuit. The process and journey. We love this. It's like I'm mean, enjoying it. I'm coming with you all. The game is a bridge that connects people. Something that comes in this exaggeration. But I firmly believe it's a little bit of a piece. Looking forward to my further updates. Gerald, director, giving you a nice coach. Sorry. There you go. Game is a bridge that connects people. Mm-hmm. It wants you to know. Yeah. Well, all right. Sorry we didn't read that beforehand, so we know nonsense. But there's something from <laughs> Daisuke Ishiwatari on It Claims. The new Guilty Gear. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I agree with that claim, but that's what that tweet says. What do you mean you don't agree with the claim? The claim is that it's a few words on the new Guilty Gear. Oh, I see. Okay, I don't know if okay. that's true. Gotcha, gotcha. I think that might be stretching okay. it a little bit. All right, anyway. Thanks for letting us know, though. I appreciate <laughs> that. So, some stuff happened. Let's talk about games. All the new characters, a lot of them are out. A lot of stuff is out. Mm-hmm. So I guess kind of in order of the times that they were announced. Street Fighter V, Honda, Lucia, and Poison are out. I really like each of these characters. I, I think they had, are awesome. I haven't had a chance to mess with them. 
However, everything that I've seen about them looks super cool. And I, I know a lot of uh, some people don't share this opinion of mine, yeah. but I really hated Street Fighter IV's poison. And right, I, I like this poison so much more. I hated Fireball Uppercut Poison. Now, she's still not the fast pixie character that she was in the original Final Fight, but I just think her fighting with a whip and bombs and stuff like that is just that much more interesting to me. I definitely agree with you. I think she's got a lot of interesting tools. She has Command Grab V-Trigger. Ooh. Oh, she has a command grab. Trigger. She does, and she has a close command grab and a far command grab. It's like Conrad command grab. It's far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I yeah, we'll see how that goes. But I think that that seems very interesting. Uh, Lucia has. She seems like a really good character. She just has like yeah? everything. She just has like okay, all the okay. things that you need to be a good character. A lot of people I heard was saying that she seemed okay. That really? Honda seems the best. Really? Out of all of them. Wow, yeah. interesting. Um, for me, I mean, I think Honda's very good, too, but I feel like Lucia just has, like, all, like, fast buttons, good damage, good space control, good normals, good setups, good mm-hmm. pressure, yada yada. She's, like, mm-hmm. she's got all the stuff. Honda is the character that I am most interested in. He, he, at the same time as he exists in Street Fighter V... He also feels like a defensive powerhouse. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he's definitely not like ST Honda, right? No, that won't exist again. But in the context of SF5, I think he's a very good character at slowing it down and playing this like Honda style game right. mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. excellent anti airs, uh, uh, good wall. He's a wall. Right. Um, and also really good pressure. Okay. Okay. I think I mean he has hands are minus two plus one and plus two. Um, ex hands are minus two. Everything's safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ex butt slam is plus. Only if it hits cross up, right? If it does not hit cross up. If it does not hit cross up, it's yeah. plus, right? Right? Yeah. right. Okay. Okay. Um, he has good normals. They have really good hitboxes on them. He's just he's just like fun. Like he's he's. I played against uh, Doctor Stance Geef last oh, night. Okay. Okay. I went over to those guys and and played and. You know, it was a. It felt like a Honda Geef matchup to me, mm-hmm. like in a, in an SF5 context where it's not going to be like ST Honda Geef. <laughs> right, right, you know? right. I mean, you know, it sucks for the Geef. Yeah, right, definitely. Yeah. But at the same time, Honda has Fierce and Roundhouse are great anti-airs. Fierce headbutt and EX headbutt are excellent anti-airs. Okay, okay. He he can walk forward and do hands. Fierce and that, is the good headbutt. Is Fierce the anti is the anti-air headbutt not yeah. the light one? No. That's weird, because the light know. one's the one that's more negative, so I thought they would make that one. No, light is less negative. I don't know. Light was the minus four one, Light right? is minus four. Oh, is the fierce one more than minus Correct. four? Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, Correct. gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, V-Trigger one is an armor slash guard break, so if you need more defense, then this is yet another way to mm-hmm. anti-air people for easily, easily done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and V-Trigger two is a command grab that's meat squasher, basically. Mm-hmm. So you can combo into meat squasher. Like hundred hands into V trigger for the corner from wherever, or just do it raw. So he's got a lot of, I I feel, good damage, good buttons, good uh, uh, standing defense. If he gets knocked down, it's like G. Or maybe maybe it's worse. Maybe it's Abigail. He's he's Abigail. Where nothing is like instantly armored or invincible. He doesn't have fast buttons. He has Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a four frame short and a five frame jab, just like Abigail as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, is that a death knell? I don't think so. I mean, that's every character in this game, right? That's well, so Lucia just came out, and she has, like, three-frame and EX invincible moves. Right, right. But, but that's part of why Some characters got to have some of them, right? But, I yeah. mean, a lot of characters have that. 
three frame and an ex, sure. right? A lot of characters have that. Yeah, so. it doesn't mean that you're going to be good or not good. I, I feel, mm. I feel like there's more to it than right, that. Right, right. Mm. So I like them a lot. I played them all all night last night. Just doing hands pressure is cool, because right. like hand, like hands pressure into plus two, and then like now it's your turn to move again or whatever mm. is mm-hmm. is cool. Okay. Stan Fierce right. is cancelable into hands. Yeah, I mean, also one thing I'll say is I think aesthetically they all look good. I agree with you. Like, yeah. there's no, there's no. I mean, I've gotten used to Blanca. I think Blanca is okay now, but Sakura, I can never get over Sakura Bad. for some reason. Like, it's, that character's never gonna look good to me. Oh yeah. No matter how often I see her, she's her animations just look terrible. But I think Honda looks cool. My yeah. only complaint about it is I really wish his super left you in the corner because he does that thing where he hits you in the face. And it looks like he smashes your head into a corner, but you always end up in the middle of the screen. Mm. You're always in the middle of the stage, and there's something about that disconnect that kind of messes me up. Like, it's weird. Like, it always looks like he smashes your head into a wall, because you're like, bam! And then you're in the middle. Like, even if you started in the corner, Mm. you end up in the middle. And it's really, really weird to me. I can see that being jarring. But outside of that, I think they all look cool. I think Poison looks cool, Mm -hmm. you know. I love the new punk hair, great. by the way. I, agree with I you, love yeah. that new punk hair. I think Lucia's cool. I love her voice, mm-hmm. by the way. I love the Boston accent, and I just feel like they did a good job giving them personality. She's and supposed stuff. to be New Yorkian, apparently. Oh, I feel but, like it sounds like Boston to me too. But then I saw uh, a tweet by the voice actor, who apparently is Puerto Rican from uh, New York. Oh, okay, okay. So I don't know why they went with like, "Do you want a cup of coffee?" Like right. I don't know. That's <laughs> There it is. New Yorican? Is that what you called it? Yeah. Is that what it's referred to as? New Yorican? Yeah, yeah, like Puerto Ricans living coffee? in New York. Yeah. You want some coffee? Yeah, exactly. But it's still cool. It's, you know, it's still really cool. I agree, yeah. She's, I think she's the cool. three characters look super cool. I'm probably going to mess with them on stream either tomorrow. Yeah, that's or just what like the that. voice actor said, to be clear. I don't yeah, know if that's supposed yeah, yeah. to be like. The actual lore, right? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I guess in the lore, maybe does New York, New York even exist? Right, yeah. it's Metro City, right? Yeah. So there you go. That's what it is—the Metro City accent. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's a great way to solve this conundrum. Yeah, right? exactly. Just a made-up accent, everybody. Oh, they look cool. To me. I really liked it. Uh, it was a lot of fun playing with the guys last night because we're all. I'm, a couple of us trying to learn Honda. Mm-hmm. A couple of Lucia. One Poison. You oh, know, cool. So okay. It was cool. Okay. Nice. Yeah, definitely. A lot of fun. Uh, like I said, I can't wait to mess with them. I'll probably test them out tomorrow on Makes stream sense. and find out how they play. So uh, In MK11, as we said, Nightwolf, we had a chance to use. He's not out yet. He is right? not out yet. Um, but I guess we already talked about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we, we talked, talked about Nightwolf. We're both excited no, about No, actually, we told people to go watch the YouTube video. Oh, that's true, actually. To hear yeah. what we felt about him. So uh, I really like his variation, too, because it's the command grab one... He has his reflect turns into a teleport on Amplify. I think he's got a lot of good buttons. He seems like a kind of character that I would like to use. Okay. He'll be out next week. However, there's a patch that's already out. Yes. Yes. And they have definitely done a good job of restraint. First of all, yeah, I I, I really appreciate the fact that this is not a big change. Some some changes, for sure. Mm-hmm. But also... That they waited until after Evo. Yeah, of Right after Evo. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. literally just a couple of days after right, Evo. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, that's, that's so cool. Um, you know, Injustice 2 is pretty hands-off as well. Mm-hmm. So, it's been been now the last couple of games that they've been mostly hands-off on the patching, which I prefer. I think that's really cool. Let's breathe a little bit. Let's us find stuff. 
I'm really happy about that. And then also to time it like so precisely, like right, right now. Awesome job. Mm-hmm. Really happy about that. So I would say that the big winners are IMO, Devora, and Shao. Shao okay. Khan, and then okay. Frost and Collector, probably right beyond that. Okay. Well, that uh, sounds like the right group of people. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they gave Devora some nice stuff. Shao's forward two string turns into a plus string at the a plus button at the end now, rather than being minus. It was negative okay. before, okay. now it's plus. Okay. Which is awesome. Uh, Frost got a bunch of button changes. Collector got some new stuff. Yeah, I saw your tweet about how Devora's change list was like going on forever. Dude, she got a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But I think that's really cool. And then there were some minor buffs for, you know, several characters. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite a good number of the cast. But again, all of them, or most of them, like, on the lower end. They, they did buff Kung Lao Orbital Hat. Yeah, but not even, it's not even, I feel like, super It's not a super big change. Yeah, 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 yeah uh-huh. no, you're right. I just know that on Hit, the Orbital Hat thing, you're supposed to link out of it. It was actually really hard mm-hmm, to do. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think they just made it easier now. Mm-hmm. So, and, I mean... I guess some people play Orbital Hat, but I still some, think yeah. the other one is better. So I still think the other one's better. So, um, as far as the significant nerfs, yeah, I would say the biggest are probably Sonia, Shang, and Scorpion IMO. So what is uh, Sonia lost the launch on? She lost significant damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's both now that if you dash cancel the fireball in a combo, uh-huh. it does more scaling. And also that the launcher that comes at mm-hmm, the end of that, mm-hmm. like, does way less damage. Okay, okay. Or it's like you can't pop up anymore, but it does slightly more damage itself. Oh, uh, okay, okay, it okay, okay, gotcha. So there's a change like that. I mean, look, she's she was very good, and she did a lot of damage. And same with Jackie, who got nerfed. Like, she was very good, did a lot of damage. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. still will do damage, yeah. and they have all of their tools intact otherwise. And Cassie, obviously, was very good as well. She got a little damage a little bit. as well. Health a l- nerf. Yeah, um... That's crazy, because everybody was a 1,000, right? These health nerf is actually new, isn't it? This is the first time that Mortal Kombat has not had everybody right. with the same uh, Didn't bar. somebody get 1050 as well? So so I believe Shao got 1050, and Kodo got 1100. Oh, really? If okay, I recall correctly. okay, okay. I know you're in her pot, let me know if I'm wrong. Um, they nerfed Shang's up skulls damage. I don't really know why, because I feel like up skulls are already kind of hard to place correctly, but... Okay, mm-hmm. and then Scorpion's teleport's a high instead of a mid. I mean, that's the way it was in 10 or 9? Oh, yeah, it's been like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, so. Yeah. I mean, I don't... It's but, still kind of a call-out. You're still going to use it to punish, like, things. So if they throw a fireball, you can punish it. So they still right. can't throw the fireball. Now you can't just be a spaz and throw it out all over the place. You know what I mean? And, I, and like I said, I, I was never a crazy teleporting... Scorpion anyway, so I don't really think it's as big a deal as a lot of people think it is. I think it doesn't kill him. I just think it's unnecessary is all. Like, I already... A lot of people think he's not top 5 anyway, or wasn't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even in top 8 at EVO, No, mm-hmm. and I don't think he was in top 8 at CEO either. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if it was necessary, but I don't think it kills him either. Yeah. Uh, they left Baraka and Jax, like, alone. Great. Good call. <laughs> Spines. And <laughs> They're great. They're good characters yeah, who don't really need changes. I think that's very... I, I really like that. I, I like that they're willing to do that. They did that with Injustice, too, as well. There are some characters that were almost unchanged from launch until the end of the game's life. That's great. I'm, I'm really happy about that. I think that's cool. Then the characters who I feel like didn't get enough or like... Oh, yeah, Cassie, Aaron, and Garrus, slight nerves. They're fine. I thought that they would do more for Kotal Khan. 
And I thought they would do more for Ripper Kano, Command Grab Kano. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. okay. Dirtbag Kano got some cool stuff, the okay, poison okay, and whatever, okay. but Kotal and, and Command Grab Kotal and Command Grab Kano, I felt, were kind of untouched. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they would probably need more. But, I don't know. I guess we'll see how it plays out. Anyway, again, I really like a lot of the changes. I'm glad that it wasn't a big change. I'm really excited to play against Shao Kahn and Dvora players now, because uh, I already thought that Shao was pretty good, and now I think he's going to be really good. And I haven't played against the Devora in my life. <laughs> I don't know what she does. I know, right? I'm gonna run into her, and just be like, uh. yeah. Uh, I was like I said, when I was playing, when I was doing the the Scorpion video that I had, you know, like I was like, okay, let me make Devora punish Scorpion. And I was like, what does she even do? I don't yeah, even know what her punishes they are. they sped up a lot of buttons. They made yeah. hitboxes better. They did. They helped her out. Yeah, sounds like some of her specials combo a little bit easier because they start up faster and stuff like that. So, but again. It's great to see that they didn't do much to it. You know what I mean? Highly agree. Yeah, I'm hoping when Sam's show patch comes out soon that they don't go crazy on that one, too. You know, sure. I don't want to see, like, Genjiro going, like, you know, Genjiro lost his legs. Yeah, you know, we took off one of Genjiro's arms because, you know, like, I'm just hoping they don't do that. Because, honestly, as good as Genjiro was, like I said, the only nerves I would give him is, like, make his uppercut so it's easier to punish on block. You know, make it maybe make his fireball when it bounces off of you in the front. It's not, he can't do fireball point blank into uppercut and there's like nothing you can do, you know what I mean? Kind of thing like that. So, you know, small things like that. So, I can't believe they didn't give Baraka an amplified spines. <laughs> so, so you, what are you guys shoot, doing? So he can shoot the whole screen? <laughs> First of all, he should be able to shoot the whole screen. <laughs> he just has gravity squeeze whatever he wants gravity squeeze gravity squeeze yeah. gravity yeah. squeeze yeah and it should pop you up towards him you know so he can combo of off of it at any range of course absolutely he can already do mid-screen spines launch into sweep against the big bodies but why not against everybody else huh 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 why can't you help me out with your hitboxes huh yeah i mean i i read that same thing too the samson director says he doesn't think the balance of the game needs to be completely even you know, that it's okay to have a little bit of disparity in there. I mean, I understand that mentality from a, hey, let's make a fun game kind of point of view, but when you're making a game that's going to try to be played in circuits and stuff like that, that changes it, right? Like, if there was no tournaments and no circuits and we were all just playing with our friends, absolutely. You know what I mean? I, I have no problem with that. In fact, a lot, of the, a lot of the best games out there are unbalanced messes, and that's one of the reasons why, because it's fun beating up on top-tier characters with low-tier characters and stuff like that, right? But we're not in that environment Different anymore. Age. If he wants it to be a staple at an yeah. FGC event, we can't have eight. We can't have six out of eight Genjuros, four out of eight Genjuros. Yeah. You know what I mean? I it's, think you're right. It's just going to hurt your game. So I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Samurai Showdown, though, Rimururu is now out. Yes. And playable. Uh-huh. Um, I messed with her a little bit. Uh, Olaf and Corey got to play with her and play against each other. So far, they're not super wowed by her. Like, it doesn't seem like she's going to be super good. I was surprised at kind of how slow her buttons are, but it really mm. all just depends. She has a very interesting mechanic where she can just place an ice platform in the sky and jump off of it. So basically, at the height of her jump, if you hit down on any button, she goes, ping, and she sits on a platform up there. And then you can jump off of it, and it's a lower jump, and then the thing drops, and it can drop on people's heads. She actually has... Captain Cold's gear move from Injustice 2. Yeah. Wow, uh that's so cool. But the craziest thing about it is she can carry her universal overhead into it, and she can carry a backdash Mm. into it. 
Yeah, so you can actually cool. do universal overhead platform and then jump, and now your jump is a lower jump because the double jump is a shorter jump, right? So you can actually just like yeah. plant the platform here yeah. and then do a lower jump at yeah. people. It just takes time because you got to jump up and go and then jump off sure. of it, right? So that's kind of the thing. But some of the moves that she has, I'm not sure how they expect you to use them and stuff like that. So it's it's interesting. I'm really really interested on how she's gonna play and and Ooh. if she's gonna be good, but. I, I, I feel like if someone can master the platforming stuff in this in really interesting ways and find some cool setups off of it, she has some woo potential for some dirty tricks where she can throw an ice over your head and if you stab her, she bursts you and then you hit the ice on the ground and slide and then she can ease in you. <laughs> she's got like little tricks like that. Yeah. And so I'm curious to see how she's going to be. But also, it's hard to even talk about it knowing that the game is going to get patched very soon. Right, right. I don't expect Rimu to change, but sure. if everybody else changes, it's going to change the complexion of how everything is naturally there that's cool that, is, that sounds interesting though mm -hmm. yeah so we'll see how she goes um, Cassandra and SC6 yes Cassandra I messed with her just a tiny bit yeah just to see what she was able to do seems like a really interesting character because uh, you know there's like Yoshimitsu can has EX moves that use part of his meter and he has moves that can steal meter and stuff right. like that so that's a resource kind of thing. There's not any other characters really who have like EX moves. They made her so that her resources are guard meter. So basically she has moves that when she just does them, they're like plus on block, but she just drains her own guard meter. Can she guard break herself? I don't do think you so. Have to actually hit yeah, her? yeah, okay. you still have to hit her. So she just basically has like this kick that's really plus on block that she gets frame advantage, but it just hurts her guard that's meter. That's a cool idea. Then she has this ability to go into this uh, powered up mode, like a lot of people in Soul Calibur can do. Yeah. And when she gets powered up, she has access to these moves that are called Holy Smite, and they all do something different depending on what it is. Like she has a move that puts you into like a throw guess, but she if she has the the charge up activated, she has an unteckable version that blows up the opponent, but also does damage to herself. You know, interesting. Uh, she has a move that drains her guard meter that she throws her shield out and it pulls you in, and it makes her she's she's not plus okay, but she's minus and safe that she can guard impact a okay. So cool. it's like perfect timing. You can do that, and she has like ninety things that have auto GIs in her moves. Interesting. So you could just hit like forward whatever, and she auto GIs a bunch of stuff. But she's hurting her guard meter the whole time yeah, she's yeah, doing yeah. that. If you build up that power up, every time you use her Holy Smite, it actually gives her guard meter back. So basically, when you're playing her, you're kind of managing, like, sure. I need to hit you with this move to build up this power up. I think it's divine something or other. Okay. And if she, like, if you just keep doing these broken moves but never do that and power up so you can unleash Holy Smite. I mean, she has a Holy Smite that just shoots a lightning bolt from the sky, like, and just tries to hit you with it. But, like, if you use those moves, you... Cure your guard right, meter. Okay. So they literally turn okay. your guard that's meter awesome. into a resource. And it's really kind of interesting. That is actually super cool. It's actually Divine Force, that's what it's called. Yeah, so it's actually kind of neat. That's cool. So, I don't know. Was she, she like really... that before? No, right? I have no idea. That, sound, that sounds awesome. I really like that idea. Yeah, but otherwise, from the description in the game itself, she's supposed to be very fast and offensive. Yeah, and aggressive. yeah. So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so it seems kind of cool. That so, definitely sounds cool. Yeah. You got Janimba out for Dragon Ball Fighters, right? And uh, talk to me, James. Uh, I mean, I just saw someone in the chat saying that he's really cool, he's really fun, but he still plays like the other thirty characters in the game. Oh, well, you know, okay. But you know, <laughs> I 
And again, I don't want to be too down on Dragon Ball no. because I always feel bad because I know there's a lot of Dragon Ball fans watching on here. So uh, yeah. I don't really Personally, have anything. that's something I always stay away from. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, so I'm not going to say much about... Uh, uh, I haven't tried him either. I did watch yeah. some people do some stuff. He's look like he's got some teleports that mm-hmm, seem interesting, mm-hmm. but that's all I got for you. I hope you're enjoying him. What do you think about a hero in Smash? I heard he has a lot of randomization. It's like when you bring up yes. the menu, what's in the menu is random or something like that? Right. That's my understanding is that mm-hmm. pressing the menu then gives you four options which are randomly there. Mm-hmm. And you have to like speed read to see which one you want. <laughs> and even even within that, then he can counter hit or not. Mm-hmm. Or critical hit maybe is what it's called or not. And so critical hit can do way more damage. But some of the things, it's not all things that help him even. Like, one thing is that he slows way down. Oh, jeez. And so you get to freely juggle him. I mean, someone said the very first match they played with him was like, fight! And he jumped down, activated the menu, and the other guy died. <laughs> like, that was the very first so game he I, ever played. That, so okay. it was just very fortunate RNG. Right, 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 right. Obviously, that can happen in a tournament. In a tournament, I saw a hero versus hero. Oh, okay. Where one hero's thing made him do this slowdown effect, so he was just susceptible to anything. Uh-huh. And the other one got a giant. So he became the giant version of himself. <laughs> and then he charged up his uh, smash or whatever, uh-huh, uh-huh. and he got critical hit on that. So it did like 90% damage, and the guy died. <laughs> that was round start! <laughs> so there's... Is this, is this what you're showing us right now? Is this the video that I'm describing? Oh, that sucks. I heard Leffen put out a, a petition to ban this character already or something like that. Oh, this is the one. Yo, this you, should, the one? you should put okay, this on the internet. Okay, this is great. All right, all right, all right. This is great. Oh, boy. <laughs> what a video game character, man. Oh, jeez. So what's your opinion on the character? I mean, what can you do? Like, you, you can't ban it. Well, I think you... You can ban you the can character. Ban it. You can Fair absolutely enough. ban you can, the Yeah, you can do whatever you want, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I think that you probably shouldn't, but it's dumb. I think it's dumb. Three, two, one, go! <laughs> and that was it! Tournament match. Three, two, one. So they both pick Hocus Pocus, and it just does the thing. And he dies, and then he's dead. 95%. Okay. 95%. So, right, like I was saying, the odds of this happening are very low. The list of things is four, and first of all, it's unlikely that you get the Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if you do, it's unlikely that these two things happen. <laughs> And then if, even if that happens, it's unlikely that you then get a critical hit. Right. It's a very unlikely situation. Mm-hmm. But there it is. It happened. <laughs> it could have happened last weekend at right. Evo Grand Finals. If, if, if he was there. there. Yeah, if, he was, if he was legal. It yeah. could have. Oh, man. I mean, in the end, too, it's still just one game, right? I mean, it's two out of three, three out of five. Oh. It's, not, it's not exactly Faust, I think, because... It's Faust's randomness is balanced within itself, you know what I mean? Like, 
it's not to the point where it's like free kill kind it's of. It's not, yeah. Right. And Faust just as a character is just he's got a lot of other stuff. I mean, I guess Hero does too. It's just unlikely that this will come up, but it can. I think it's personally like genius that Sakurai is so upset that Smash players have banned items that he just created a character that gets <laughs> items constantly. I mean, what a surreptitious little I mean, way to it, just be like, oh yeah, turn off items, sure, here you go. How it's, mad do people get focus. when they get nined by, by Game & Watch's hammer? I mean, I've seen that happen. Right, do it's they get rare. mad? Do they get mad? Also, I don't think you use that very often. Right, but I mean, if it does, like let's say someone's behind and they're like, Shoot, I, we're both last stock. He's at like five, and I'm at like ninety something. I'm just gonna go for this hail mary. Maybe and it works, you know. Yeah, I've I've seen it happen. It's just pretty rare. Like sometimes Peach pulls spike, like a sword. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Like, or or Stitch Face. Yeah, yeah. Like some, sometimes weird things happen, mm-hmm. but that's rare and and pretty limited in circumstance and in scope. And for this character, that's a fundamental part of how he plays. Because even if you don't get the crazy stuff, you're still like constantly managing the RNG, and there's a lot of things that can happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I would not ban him, but I would get for a scene that doesn't like randomness. I get why you might. Right. I mean, until Hero actually wins a tournament because he randoms his way all the way to grand finals. Like I feel like if a hero won a tournament. It's going to be less that he randomed his way up there and more of just course. that the guy was good. Of and course. then in the grand finals, maybe some one time something went his way and it was great. But there's no way he would have got there by being lucky with Hero constantly. You know what I mean? Unless he's just, unless he just took that stupid potion that Harry Potter took. That I don't know why Voldemort wouldn't be going after that potion instead of all the other crap that he's going for, or the time turner, or the invisibility cloak, because mm. clearly all these things would have been more powerful for Voldemort to go after. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Yeah, there was a potion that he took that made it so that all luck would go his way the whole oh, entire time. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Uh-huh. I mean, can you imagine if Voldemort got a hold of that? He drank it and was like, I'm going to go kill Harry Potter. And then that would have been yeah, it. Like, right. I need to find Harry Potter. Open the door. Hey, Harry Potter. You right, know? right, right. You know? Like, why wouldn't he go after that? That should have been what he should... Or even Hermione's little time-turner thing. Because if I could be like, well, I messed up. Let me go back in time. Yeah. Now there's two Voldemorts and I can kill everybody. Anyways, I still like Harry Potter. Anyway. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. I still like it. Yeah. You know, people play Quidditch. You ever about this phenomenon? Not obviously in right, ma- yeah, yeah, magical yeah, but brooms. Do they run around on the field with a boom and they try to like throw? They try to like get the snitch or whatever. And they actually like try to beat each other. Like, who, what's, where's the snitch? Like, I the snitch can't person. fly. I think it's a neutral person. <laughs> if I recall correctly, I think it's a, just a neutral person who's running around. Anyway, it's, ter- it's obviously a terrible game made by somebody with no understanding of game rules. <laughs> right? Like She definitely has never played a yeah, game before yeah, in her life. Know, right? She was like, what are sports? And he come up, comes up with this. But it's still good. Right, yeah, yeah. I still like Harry Potter. Yeah, it's That's a cool. fun world to yeah. be in, so. Okay. All right. Is that it for characters? I mean, Jill if, if is it, out in Tepe. If it's actually a person, then, and everyone's chasing after him, that would definitely be snitches get stitches. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice work. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, Tepin Jill is out. Very interesting character. Very different. And she has 
Her her first level super seems really good. What what does she do? So basically, her whole idea is that she introduced the explore mechanic. Okay. Which basically, you go and look for ammo or weapons or something like that, and they show up in your EX pocket. So you have a card that says explore for ammo. So you play it, and then an ammo will show up in your EX pocket, which does gives one of your units two damage. Okay. Right, X two extra hit damage. Yeah. Right. She has one that, depending on how many times you've explored, that when you play the card, it'll do more damage okay. and stuff like that. But then her super, her level one, is her rocket launcher, her first level's yeah. unique talent. And she, when you use it, she pulls out a rocket launcher, and that shows up in your EX pocket. And it does 10 damage to a unit, but it's piercing. Okay. So if you have somebody with one damage left and you play it on them, it takes three to play. It's three MP to it's play. really? Wow. Yeah, you just do nine damage to the other person. Like, pretty, pretty good. It's like you will that guy down to like one damage, and you're like, rocket launcher, and then pow, nine damage to the enemy, and there's like nothing they can do about it. How, I heard it gets countered by shields, but again, countering doesn't really work in this game because you really, you're going in with your deck, and then you're like playing it, and then the other guy goes, chill. Oh, God, Jill, I don't have a shield deck. You know what I mean? And then you're dead. Basically. Well, I mean, in competitive play, you, you like have ideas about what's... People right, bring out and exactly. You'd have to have that kind it's of a little knowledge. bit more detail. Yeah, there. exactly. So, yeah, but it does seem good. Okay, yeah, I think I think uh, uh, two two twos is right. It's a random enemy who it hits, but a lot of oh. times when I'm playing, there's only one guy on the field. Like I make sure there's only one enemy on the field, yeah, and then you I you would just, save it for that. Yeah, but that but it hangs out in the X pocket, not in like the main. Uh, hand? Yeah, yeah, it just hangs out in the EX pocket, so it never takes up any space right, or right, anything right. like that. Can you have more than one? Uh, if you activate it twice, yeah. yeah, but then you have to build 36, I think it is. I think it's 18 to do it or something like that. So Cool. It actually seems pretty good. So oh, That sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, she didn't really introduce any new mechanics or anything like that, so... Okay. Yeah, I hear you, Master PPV. It does seem like Hero has a lot of RNG. No kidding, stop. I hear you. I would get why people wouldn't want to play with that. No kidding, that. do not chew on that. That is expensive. That uh, costs a lot of money. Do not chew on I that. I don't know if that seems better than reuse, because reuse at least you can target, right? You just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who you're attacking. Yeah, but you can't attack the hero. Right. Right? So that's the thing. That's cool. Do you want to shoot the car or do you want to shoot the face? It's up to you. What? What? Shoot the car or shoot the face? Oh, face meaning like the player, like the character. Oh, okay, okay. Is like that, to take down his health. Is that what it's normally called, referred to as yeah. in card games? Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. Not all, not all the time. But okay. Depends on the game. Um, yeah, the Street Fighter League voting finished. Yes. And this was before... Evo. We talked about it uh, very briefly last week, but we were mostly talking about Evo, so we really didn't spend that much time mm -hmm. on it. Sherry, Guilty, Automatic, and Tommy Two-Step all qualified, but that was in kind of a screw-up situation where the voting ended one hour too early, and that meant that there were no chances for these spirit bombs that may have been there for Arturo and for Sykes, who mm -hmm. were both uh, right there in the running. You know, who both apparently had like a last hour ploy. Exactly. Yeah, that right. was that was their game plan apparently. Right. So so for them, that is definitely a big loss. You know, to be on Street Fighter League seems like a very 
sought after thing. Mm-hmm. Right? It, I thought it went great in season one. And, you know, it may give you new opportunities and... Yeah, I definitely get why you would really be, want to be on there. So, very unfortunate for them that it accidentally ended one hour early. Just a smash cheat mix-up. Yeah. So then Capcom had to decide what to do. Whether to let it be open for another hour or a day or whatever it is. And they just decided to let it stay as mm-hmm. is. Because they didn't right. think that it, was, it wasn't going to be fair. It just, unfortunately, error happened. Big bummer. Right. But there's no like great solution to that. So, right. I, you know, I understand why they would you just can't even like just reopen it for one hour and stop because it's then it's like the everybody has to be ready for it because everybody yeah. was talking about it. There's all this momentum now. Yeah. If you do that, lots of people are going to be like, whatever. At this point, you well, know? I mean, maybe in addition to that, there the value of like a spirit bomb is that people don't know what's coming. Right. The whole value. Yeah. Of it. yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in this situation where there were one more hour, everybody would think, well. I gotta get the spirit bomb right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it, or it has to happen. I have to have it set. Like, right, so everybody, right, right. it's just totally everybody different dynamic. Has it. yeah, it's yeah, a different yeah. dynamic. Mm-hmm. So I get why they would just it's keep basically it as it was. sniping on eBay again. Basically, right. you know, right? That whole strategy. And stuff. Yeah. So that sucks, but I, I get it. I'm still looking forward to Street Fighter League. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great last time. So. Should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. The esports festival Hong Kong was actually removed from the CPT due to civic unrest. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bunch of stuff going on in Hong Kong. There are protests uh, with the government and extradition treaties being considered, and all sorts of stuffs going on. So, right. so um, just... they decided to just cancel it. Now, I don't think that this means that uh, there's going to be another one. No, no. It's just canceled. It doesn't sound like they're replacing it. Exactly. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Premiere event. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. That's a bummer that they're not replacing it. Maybe just logistically, it wouldn't work. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe there's not another uh, option for it. But from a from a you know Asian CPT perspective, this will mean fewer points to try to get into Capcom Cup for the majority of players who would be there, which would probably right. be East Asian players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it kind of hurts the so scene. So the event might still be happening, yeah. according to Guhaku? Correct, yeah, okay, correct. Okay. The event and, is and happening. In fact, in fact, the word from Capcom says that if the tournament includes a Street Fighter V Arcade Edition tournament, the finalist will not be awarded Capcom Pro Tour points. Oh. So they're just... They're not trying to make it... They don't want, their, they don't want to be involved. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to make someone fly out there and then something happens or other... Yeah, yeah. exactly. This... I mean, first off, I hope... People in Hong Kong end up in a good spot here. Of course, like of a, course. A lot of bad potential outcomes, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, definitely best wishes. Uh, on top of that, from a lawyer's perspective, every time there's a contract that's like this, I have tried to get in something that's called a force majeure uh, clause, okay. which basically means that there are situations in which the contract would not be binding. Okay. So, so if if there's a giant earthquake then you don't have to do whatever the contract says because your house has got knocked down, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. that would be absurd to expect right, you to do yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that's often included is civic unrest and terrorism and acts of government and this sort of thing. Right. I've never actually seen it used. But here we are. Here we are, and I hope that... I don't know what the legal system's like in Hong Kong. I guess it's British-derived, but I, I would assume that there's something... That could be there for like that's like a force majeure clause, and I hope that these organizers had something like that because that could really bite them in the butt if they don't. Okay. I think that's interesting. 
Yeah, it's an unfortunate situation, so... Yeah, definitely. It sucks out there. Uh, Super Arcade will be closing down at the uh, end of September. Yeah. And pretty much no real any way to prevent that at this point. Yeah, I mean, from what he said on Twitter, it sounded like that's a for sure thing. Yeah, he just doesn't want to keep trying to do this anymore because it's just not working. He's not making any money off of this place. Right. Probably still losing money off of it. So Seems likely. I heard he's trying to just... I don't know if he's trying to sell the business or if he's just going to liquidate the assets or what's going to happen. But it just didn't work out for him, for That's Watson. That's Watson. Yes, yeah. Mike Watson's place. Um, there was a whole saga involved. The original Super Arcade was... Uh, their landlord asked for an insane rent. Right after he finished the Kickstarter and renovated everything, so the, the the landlord was like, ah, now he's kind of stuck because he yeah. spent all this money. Yeah. Let's raise his rent. And Watson was like, F you. Yeah. You can't force me. It. So he left. And then he tried to find another spot, but it took so long. Years. Yeah. Two, three years? Uh-huh. And by then, you know, Esports Arena had already been established as a new yeah. home for Wednesday Night Fights. There was... You know, Dropkick Tuesdays got added, and or Dropkick Mondays or whatever, Tuesdays. you know, Tuesdays. And, you know, all these other scenes popped up already. And so by that point, Watson kind of lost the, you know, power to, or just the influence to get people to start setting up a lot of stuff there. That's true. Yeah, and he no longer had level up streaming, and that was mm -hmm. a huge part of why people watched Wednesday Night Fights, was that mm -hmm. it was a big streaming platform. And he had to build his own up, which is very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it sucks. Uh, you know, we told him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just us. It, it's it's very difficult to run that kind of business. Yeah. It just doesn't I mean, seem I mean, like it's doable anymore. And, and the hardest thing about it was, honestly... I, I wish it worked out. He, he, he was trying to challenge Wednesday Night Fights. He ran his Street Fighters on Wednesdays initially. Right. As opposed to just running it on another day, you know, and, and trying to keep them as separate things, you know, and it's just unfortunate because yep. he built it to be half esports, half arcade. The arcade side actually did better than the esports side of everything. Shout out to the Smash community there because we went there one weekend to play Samurai Showdown and a bunch of people showed up to play Sam Show. And there was a big old Smash tournament going nice. on there. The Smash guys were very supportive and everything like that, but... You know, um, just their Tekken tournaments weren't drawing very many people. Yeah. They got no one for Street Fighter, right. et cetera, et cetera. It was just tough. And I think it was, I think the location of it was a little awkward, too, because it was more on the north end. So instead of being kind of a little more centered to everybody, it was more like this, you know, because really north of Azusa and all that stuff like that is just mountains, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. there's nothing up there. The so everyone is coming this way. As opposed to kind of coming this way to it, like you can get a little bit more draw. So I th it's just really, yeah. Sherry did a bunch. Yeah, of Nerd work Josh there. did a bunch of stuff Nerd as well. Josh they definitely gave their all, man. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I've only been there once. It's un it sucks. I mean, I you know, as I've talked about, I haven't wanted to go to locals in a long time. Mm -hmm. I specifically mm -hmm. have avoided that. Right. Until like literally the last two three months. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of hoping that I would be able to go there, but there's you know. I get it. Right. There's definitely more important things. So if, if it's a financial liability, if it's not keeping up, you know, you got to look out for your family and yourself. And yeah, definitely do that. Um, 
He did have a streaming channel. I've watched it, mm-hmm. but he just didn't get a lot of people. Didn't on get there a lot of people did, there because streaming. It's I always say streaming is kind of like online dating right now. It's just like back in the day when you were when it was a brand new thing. You knew everybody on there was serious, and it was very you know. Nowadays, it's just like it's everybody's fighting for the same it's space. A, exactly, right? it's a totally different situation. Right when Spooky Level Up and I Play Winner were starting. That was it. <laughs> and and not not even just for fighting games, just the number of channels. Mm-hmm. Tiny, 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 right, tiny percentage right. of what it is today. Mm-hmm. There just weren't that many efficiency. Right. So uh-huh. it was although difficult for other reasons, in terms of the like share that you could get quickly of viewership, much more doable. Right. Now it is not at all like mm-hmm. that. Very difficult mm-hmm. to do. So that sucks. You know, it there are there are barcades out there. Round one is d- different. I mean, there's. I feel like there were different ways to run the arcade. Mm-hmm. Again, it's yeah. stuff that he he wanted to do it his own way, as he often said. So, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that it didn't work out for sure. Yeah. I mean, I hope he can find something to do. You know, yeah. I hope he can find a new business to run because he put a lot of stuff into this. And even back yeah. before he created it, and I know like. Uh, I, I can't even remember if I called it this on stream ever, but it really was his white whale at one right, point Right, I think time. that's a good way to put it's, it. It really was. It's just he just had to make it and make it and beat other people with it, and it just didn't work out for yeah. him, you know, and eventually you go down with the whale, right? And it's right. It's an unfortunate situation. So, But I really hope he can find something to do oh, that's yeah. successful. Me too. I'm definitely mm-hmm. rooting for that guy, but... Uh... Yeah, and, and, you know, you can't... The Super Arcade and Wednesday Night Fights and Run Back it was a particular time with particular people, and you just really can't recapture that again. Yeah, and, and honestly, Watson also lost a very powerful resource when Mondo moved to the Philippines. Totally. Because Mondo was basically the guy at Super Arcade streaming every day, doing yeah. stuff with Watson the whole entire time, setting up events, and his stream was very widely viewed, sure. et cetera, et cetera. And when he went to the Philippines to go work for XSplit, you know, it was just a really unfortunate set of circumstances that really just kind of hurt Watson's chances to succeed in this. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I really hope he can find something to, to do after this because I don't know what his plans are at this point in time. But, either. you know, if he disappears from the FTC, I don't know. If he stays in some sort of gaming capacity, you know, even if not, like, I'm hoping we can support him as much as possible. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for the guy, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, I'm on those IE Battlegrounds. Yes, yes. Those are great memories from Super and Wednesday Night Fights. I highly yeah. agree with you. In fact, I was just thinking of the time when Mondo first streamed there, or at least the first time that I streamed with him or commentated for him streaming there, and he was so nervous. Mondo what? Oh, yeah. I don't even remember that. Okay, yeah, he okay. was he was he felt like he had reached the big time. Mm. And he was like so, so nervous that it wasn't gonna work <laughs> out, you know. It did. Mm. It was great. And yeah, yeah that the was Kickstarter thing was thirty also years ago. Unfortunate because he used all the money. He re- rebuilt the arcade. I've walked into the new bathroom. I never got into the old bathroom before because I just told just don't do it. The old the old location. Yeah, uh, at the old location. Yeah. And then when he redid it, I walked in there and it was beautiful. Yeah. It was clean and everything like that. And he definitely had the stage all set up. He built all the little tables and stuff for everybody to play on. And then the landlord was like, ha-ha, now I'll yeah. raise your rent because you're locked into this. He was not trying to, like, welch on the Kickstarter yeah, or anything. Yeah, uh-huh. he didn't run away with the money Definitely or anything not. like nope. that. Yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. Just a crappy situation. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. So it's just really unfortunate. <sighs> okay. Uh, anything else that you have to say or anything like that? Um, Amnesty International said foreign travelers shouldn't come to the United States uh, because of the risk of being murdered by a gun murderer. Really? Yeah. Amnesty International put out a bulletin saying don't travel to the U.S. Jesus, okay. Um, I do want to yep. throw out one more thing here, I guess. Um, oh, of course. This is a good thing. I'm, I'm uh, glad you remember this. Um, if you guys can... Uh, one of the really old school guys in Southern California named Rob Ingram, a.k.a. Callishan. Uh, I used to always joke that he was one of Vi's like, Backstreet Boys because it was like Vi would roll into an arcade <laughs> with, with, with uh, Rob Ingram and, 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 and um, shoot, I just had the name of it, Don Snedden. And they would oh, just wow. walk in there and like I they would be all time. like, you know, coming in there and everything. And they would just like beat everybody, take their money and leave and everything like that. Well, um, he's had some health issues, and just a couple of weeks ago, he was diagnosed with a very rare blood cancer yeah. called uh, Bolycythemia vera, I guess, and is, uh, he's in a really, really terrible situation right now, and um, he's the sole provider for his family of four with his two young daughters who are five and 18 months old. Wow. And his wife as well, and he's in a terrible situation. I mean, he just had a crazy health scare even a few, couple of years ago, which people also helped fund his Kickstarter. I mean, uh, uh, GoFundMe as well. And obviously, this is not so. I mean, he's just one of those guys who's been unlucky. He's just wow. dealt one of these bad health issues. Literally, if you do a search for Rob Ingram, you'll see the old one in the oh, really? in this GoFundMe. No, not, and I bring that up because I don't want people going in there thinking, "Oh, this guy's just scamming people with yeah, GoFundMe's yeah, yeah. and no. stuff like that." But if you do want to support him, uh, just make sure you go to GoFundMe, do a search for Rob Ingram again. That's I N G R I M. And uh, you'll be able to see that over there and just find the one for his cancer fund and see if you could help him. He's at 5000 out of a $20,000 goal. Anything can help, obviously. So, uh, again, he's uh, he's been in the scene for so long. He's been yeah. there for the longest of time. I played him a bunch in Alpha 3 and in, in the... Uh, I mean, he named himself Cali Sean after Sean because he was one of the stronger Sean players when Third Strike first came out. But I've been playing him in, in these games long before that. You know, he's been in the scene forever he used to play a uh, mean rolento in alpha 3 oh, okay yeah he had like an ex rolento and stuff like that so uh it's an unfortunate situation and again yeah in the chat someone says it exactly right this is america so like health insurance is not going to cover this kind of thing you know and he can't work he literally can't work so he's not earning any money to help pay for this and he's trapped in the hospital i heard he's like really terrified and stuff like that right yeah, of now. course. So, Jeez. you know, if we can help him out. Again, just go to GoFundMe, do a search for Rob Ingram, and uh, you'll you'll be able to see that. Make sure you find the one that's listed as the cancer fund. So, yeah, the provider's out of network. That's right, because the hospital he was in couldn't figure out what was wrong. And so they transferred him to another hospital where the doctor could figure out what he's wrong, but that hospital was not in network, so his health insurance won't cover it. So he has health insurance, but because of the way health insurance works, he just can't. He can't 
pay for it with his health insurance because it's the wrong hospital. Because the other hospital couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. That's the situation here. It's just disgusting. That is how our health insurance works in this country right now. It's just disgusting. It's stupid. It is like... I get so mad when I think about health insurance stuff here. Imagine being one of the human beings who makes that choice. I don't know, right? Imagine, I don't just, imagine being that human that's being's why son. I've, that's what I've always said. How could you, I mean, how could you... If you were the person who came up with the deductible, you are the most vile human on the planet. Because basically you're forcing everybody to bet on their health. That's all a deductible is. Well, that's what insurance is in general, right. but mm-hmm. we could... All bet on each other's health. Right, exactly. Um, so my my dad is a physician and my mom's a nurse and they run a business where they have their own thing. And so they're constantly battling with the insurance companies to get paid. So it's not just that the patients have a terrible time with the insurance. It's also that when the doctors go to the insurance to get paid insurance will just drag their feet forever right yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. Uh-huh, they, uh-huh. the point is that they're not in the business of healthcare; they're in the business of making money and for them it just happens to be that the thing that makes the money is the widget known as healthcare. Mm-hmm. it could have been the widget known as a cell phone i mean it's exactly the same mindset right. there's no mm-hmm. additional concern involved and and if they could not pay that means that they get to keep money which is the point so they just drag it out so they drag it up Yeah. So, so there's, there's all these costs associated with this. It's not just, it's terrible that somebody, something like this can happen with Rob. But it's all, there's also this, all this back end stuff that, that's, the whole system is so badly made if it's to do anything other than just to make a lot of money for the people at the top. That's it. Right. Gross. <sighs> Well, I wish Rob the best. Let's... Yeah, I hope he can take care of himself. And again, through no fault of his own, he's yeah. stuck in no, a situation where his insurance can't cover his own health care. So, yeah. you know, GoFundMe, and even the CEO of GoFundMe said, we are the best health care out there right now. Yeah. And he says he doesn't want it to be. I know. I've because he's like, if I am the best health care right now, that means our health care system sucks. He's like, I did not create the site to be a replacement for healthcare. Right, right. right? He was for projects and right. like, cool, or like, you know, oh, this house caught on fire. Let's yeah, help yeah. these people. I mean, like some that. occasional disaster. Right. Whatever, yeah. It wasn't supposed to be the health insurance plan yeah. for the country, but that's what it's become. And he's not happy with it because that means there's a flaw with the health system. So, <sighs> anyways, okay. Gross. Okay, anyways, uh, yeah, that was all SF League and fighting game news. I forgot to change the topic, but it's okay. Yeah. Anything else that you want to add? Uh, Did you want to address the guns and video games thing? We've gone too long. I think it's just a dumb distraction. It doesn't matter. Dude, them blaming it again. And Walmart freaking took away ads for video games. And NBC or ABC or whatever... Is canceling their Fortnite or uh, Apex, Apex Legends broadcast because supposedly video games are causing gun violence. Didn't we do this like 50 years ago or something like that? It I mean, was actually almost 30 years ago. Dude, I know. Almost. I'm trying. To, I, I almost said 30 and I had to switch it to 50 to exaggerate it. Right, you know what I mean? Right. But it really is almost 30. God, didn't we and then do it happened this again already? in the mid zeros. 
I don't know when it stop happens. And, and Maybe it's literally only when people have died off. I don't it's know. It's the worst part it about it be because, like that. I said, they, they're just scapegoating everything that they can so that they don't... I mean, like, how is it you say, video games are the problem? Okay, boom, video games are gone. Guns are the problem. Well, you know, maybe they're not. You know, it's just like... Like, ah, it's, and then mental health, right? I, I said it on Twitter. Like, the reason why they blame mental health is because mental health is never going to go away. There's no solving it. And so if you keep blaming it, it's the permanent scapegoat. Scapegoat. Yeah. You can't ever get rid of it. And so you'll always have that scapegoat for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Because mental health is just going to always be there. We can do better and actually have health care where people can seek pro- seek solutions to their mental yeah, health. the people who talk about mental health don't want solutions to mental health. They're not after that. <laughs> that's right? not the point of that. Yeah, of. but like that's just the whole thing. It's, it's just a scapegoat, like, like you said. Right. It's an easy scapegoat because there's nobody, anyone can disprove it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's easy to, to disprove, right? But oh, it's yeah. it's something that is easy to point to and make people scared about. Mm-hmm. And That's you, all. And you can't fix it, right? Let's just say yeah. somehow they banned video games and it still keeps happening. Sure. Then then they can't blame video games anymore, right? But mental health will never go away, right? Yeah. You can't ban mental health. No, so course, it's the yeah. permanent scapegoat. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, obviously in terms of if you're looking for the real causes of this stuff, it's not even worth looking at video games. I, I'm not... I'm trying not to engage in it. I think it's so vapid and dumb mm-hmm. that I don't I don't want to give it the credence of an argument. It's not worth that. Right. It's clearly absurd. I mean, I've talked about this before, but I think if you're somebody who really believes in a strong a strong expansive individual right interpretation of the second amendment, you have to accept that your philosophy entails a huge amount of death. It's a death philosophy. Mm-hmm. And maybe for you that's worth it. I don't know, I'm not you. For me, it's certainly not. But you have to you have to grapple with that fact that this is an ideology that includes in it people dying, uh, and you have to I think include now if you're going to be reasonable about it the idea that a lot of that is also bound up with white supremacy and a long history of very terrible things happening. Mm. Is that the kind of thing you want to hang around? I don't know. And I don't th- I don't think this is like a silly attack. That's there in a fundamental way that's been bound up right. forever. The death is on you, yes. You support something that includes death. Now, obviously, the the intention of believing in the Second Amendment is not for death. You're not supposed right. to yeah, yeah, yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. But also, along with that, comes death. Mm-hmm. It's a... That's the result. Right. That's what it is. I mean, there's 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 no other... That That's, that's the best differentiation between the US and the many many other countries in the world that we can compare ourselves to it's always a little bit difficult to compare one country to another because there's any number of things there's Mm -hmm. too many variables to be for sure but in this case you can look at every other variable and our we we don't have the we we have guns we have deaths I should say regardless the thing that jumps out is the guns and it's, it's the guns. It's, it's not weird. the culture, and it's not because mental everybody health always has the same thing. No. Like, oh, okay, then ban cars, right? You still need a license to get a car. You have yeah. way more liability on tracking who owns a car. Bars are not allowed to serve you alcohol when you're like inebriated to the point where you can't drive anymore. Yeah, you know, it's illegal to drive. If you're driving drunk, you can be arrested. Like, everything is in place to stop it. 
You Definitely, I mean? and um, and we have taken a big bite out of that for sure. I mean, they're they're tightly regulated. The amount of people who die per capita from cars is way smaller now than it used to be in the past. Mm-hmm. It used to be that there were steering wheels that could literally impale you. They had things that would come out of the steering wheel. <laughs> you would literally die from a simple car accident. Well, obviously that needed to be regulated, mm-hmm. of course. Right. And yet, with guns, there can be no regulation. Um, the, the 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 point of bringing up the multiple variables is that the uh, this is such a singular case because in general you it's hard to be certain about why things happen country to country because mm-hmm. there are lots of variables but in this case you can so narrow the variables down to one so it's it's worth bringing up because it's so unique there's very few other things in life that where you can compare countries side by side and just be like well but this one has way more guns absurdly more guns and guess what it has way, way more gun deaths. It's not just about the mass shootings. I think there's probably other reasons for that, like violent ideology and stuff. But on top of that, there's all sorts of everyday gun deaths. There are people who die accidentally all the time. There are people who shoot small numbers of people and they don't count it as mass death statistics. Mm. There's there's tens of thousands of deaths because of this philosophy. Mm. You know, when, when cars came out, there were people who didn't want cars regulated. They thought that it was against their rights to regulate cars. Right. It sounds so absurd now, but they... Because people got hit by cars like all the constantly. Time. All the time. Because yeah. roads had only ever been places where people people walked and horses walked. And that was right. it forever mm-hmm. uh, until cars. And so there was a huge initial backlash at the idea of regulating cars and making strong traffic laws and that kind of thing. And so, yeah, thousands of people died. Thousands. And there are people who would say, well, don't trample on my rights to do what I want with my car. It sounds so absurd now. <laughs> absurd. And yet 100 years ago, that's what was happening. I hope that that will be the same for guns. But I'm not sure because that lobby is very strong. Right. Yeah. Hmm. 30 years ago, the idea of the individual right to own a gun was absurd. It was literally in the 80s that that became mainstream. Yep. So recent. But they have great marketing. I have to give them for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doctors used to recommend cigarettes for sure. There's we've done a lot of pretty <laughs> dumb things in retrospect. That you know, maybe we just didn't know. But now we know. Unfortunately we can't study it more because the federal government is literally prevented by law from investigating the health and guns link. Mm-hmm. There's a federal law that actually bars that. Really? Yes. It was literally a law. Hmm. They are so concerned about people finding out what the results would be. Correlation. Yeah. Okay. Actually a law. <sighs> yeah, I mean, what I what I expect is that people won't change their minds about this. Right. I think it's, just, yeah, I think it's yeah. probably not. Like, if... I mean, the, the classic tweet is perfect for it. If you're cool with a bunch of little five- and six-year-olds getting murdered... You're just not going to change your mind about guns. It's just, I'm, I, I'm not going to be able to, to be the one to do it. Mm-hmm. That's beyond my power. I'm not. If that doesn't get you, I don't know. But I, I, I hope that at least you're willing to accept that that is due to your philosophy. That while not intentionally mm-hmm. being the outcome, it is nevertheless a very visible outcome of the idea that you should have this expansive individual right for, for a gun.
Yeah, I don't expect to change minds, man. I mean, yeah, if you're if you're cool with little kids getting killed and you don't feel like you're a problem, I, mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's yeah. tough. <sighs> All right. Okay. Well, obviously, uh, not everyone's going to agree. No, I, I get it. And, yeah. Yeah. Here, chat is kind of going crazy about it, whatever, like that. And, yeah. No. You know, don't want to. I mean, I do want to. I do want to bring it up. I do want people to be aware yeah, of this. And I we wish we up. could change people's minds, but I just don't think it's going to happen because, I mean, how silly does it feel like when, you know, they're blaming video games on it? I mean, you're a video game player. Like, it's the stupidest thing in the world, right? I mean, it's just like, like you'll be more outraged that video games are being blamed than you will that gun owners are shooting up schools. You know what I mean? Like, there's kind of a weird... I mean, I think that people would say that they're outraged at people using guns in that way. It's, it, again, I don't want to say that you, like, want people to shoot up s- stuff. Of course not. Mm-hmm. Like, of, of course, and of course you'd be outraged about that. But that's just an inherent part of guns being everywhere. Right. It's just part of it. Right. Hmm. Okay. That's okay. Nice. Well, um, I don't think it's useful to say things like who's a good and bad person, but uh, a philosophy that contemplates death so strongly, I don't like it. I think evil and good is not worth talking about, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I, personally, I don't care about that. Just really, really sad that... No, not, not good and evil. I think that I'm, I think my philosophy means less death, which I prefer. <laughs> so subjectively, I prefer that. I'm not going to get into like heaven and hell. I don't, that's, I'm not interested right, in that right. stuff. All right. Okay. Anyways, like I said, people are mad and angry about it. Again, you know what you're getting into when you come and watch our show. You There's nothing to be done about it, man. We'll have guns forever. Uh, I mean, my... The older I get, the more I have this wild mix of, like, positive, sort of leftist progressive agenda, plus, like, a fatalist Ragnarok outlook Dude, on life. I mean, you don't want to get me started on fatalist outlook. I mean, I kind of talked about that when I talked about healthcare before. I kind of talked about... That's kind of how I feel about my finances right now and all this stuff like that. It's just at this point in time, like, sometimes I just feel like, it's like, I don't, like, it doesn't even feel worth it being around anymore sometimes, you know? I don't mean fatalistic I mean, <laughs> in, the, in the negative sense in that way. I mean in terms of the outcome of politics. Right. I mean that I think that I expect it not to go well. Right. I'm pretty sure it won't go well. But also, I still have to play my role. In the same way that the people, that the gods in Ragnarok know that they're going to die. Mm-hmm. But they have to fight. Right. It's just how it is. And I have to, I have to have positions. And they're going to lose. <laughs> but that's what I have to do. I, uh, I mean, actually, I really considered moving to Canada. <laughs> many, many Not times. Not easy. Not many, easy. many times. Yeah. Many, many times. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, the hashtag is appropriate, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. All right. All right. All right. Any 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 good news you want to talk about before we go, or anything, um, like that? anything you want to? I made great about? food the other night. <laughs> it was 
soba noodles and peanut sauce and yeah. tofu and carrots and scallions and it was great. Okay. Jury duty was fine. Um, I didn't actually get selected for the jury. Which you're disappointed about. I am disappointed about. Uh, the way that they did it was that they had 55 people, and each one of us was just randomly given a number. And in that order, we were interviewed. I was number 53. Right. So they would have to have gone through the entire jury pool to get to me, which is just, it wasn't going to happen. But it was a very interesting process, and I had to show up there for a day and a half to watch the selection process. Mm-hmm. So thought that was cool. Edifying. So you've never actually been on a jury before, right? No, I think it's unlikely that I will be. There were two other lawyers who happened to oh, also be in it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they got busted. Okay, they got so. they got kicked out of the jury pool. I mean, that seems weird. Shouldn't you want to put more lawyers onto the jury? You pool? want people who who are pliable, right? Exactly. Exactly. People who, it's, it's who just, that's just you what can it tell is, what right? to think. I mean, like I said, my brother actually did get to the interview process, right. and he was like, "This would be interesting if I got on here." I think right. he eventually did get on one, but like the one that he went to okay. one time, it was just like. I will do my best job. I'll be fair and da da da, logical. And they were like, "All right, thank you. You're dismissed." Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that absurd for this jury selection, but it was interesting. Yeah. At one point, the prosecutor was—he kept interviewing people, right? That's what you do. And each one would be like, he would be like, "How are you doing this morning?" And they'd be like. I should have gone to work, right. or like uh, I, I'm mad, or that I'm yeah. Not I wish I wasn't here. But yeah, I, yeah, I mean, they weren't yeah. that explicit about it, but they were like not stoked to be there. And then eventually, he was like, you know, I'm hearing a lot of people wish that they weren't here. Does anybody wish that you were that glad that you're here today? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, right up here. Uh, uh, I did the whole hand waving thing. It's like a joke. I think you told us that I was like, you're a Hermione, dude, and in, yeah. like, in class, you're like, yeah. I was all happy to be there. Yeah. People oh, looked man. at me. What are you doing? <laughs> Everyone was just like, this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One other guy then timidly raised his hand, and he didn't get selected oh, either. Oh, you slow clapped him, dude. Nice. Okay. Oh, man. Alrighty. What are you doing, Jasmine? All right. I'm going to feed some cats, so. Cool. All right. Thanks for hanging Thanks, out, everybody. Guys. Sorry I went eight hours. Yeah, I know. Seriously, that was unexpected, and so. Yeah. Oh, bird, that's right. Oh, yeah, bird. I almost forgot the bird. Bird, 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 bird is the word. Good night. Mm, my hard drive is spinning up. The defense and prosecution do have to agree, correct? Yes. And that's always the trickiest part, right? So. Ooh, bird. Four hour show, dude. Did we used to go four hours? Some people are saying like our old shows used to go four hours. Did they? I don't remember that. So long ago now. <laughs> did we really do 7.30 to like 11.30? I guess we kind of did. Huh? I we did do that sometimes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Alright guys, have a good night. Alright everybody, add me at Fart Pimpson. <laughs> On Teppin. Oh, God.